are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to another throbbing, gristling edition of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to the dulcet tones of Mafu, joined, as always, by the fantastic scribe himself, Mr. Jack the Jobber. Thank you very much. That's a lovely thing to say. And no expense spared. Mr. Tom Campbell, all the way from next door. <laughs> I'm gristling. Yeah, the word <laughs> gristling <laughs> made me feel like I had something in my teeth. I was like, oh, gristling. Oh. That's what I think of when I think of you. Okay, okay. Nice. Okay. In my mind palace <laughs> of words. <laughs> What's happening already? Okay. Yes, we're off to a great start as always. Uh, Jack, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, Matthew. I'm not too bad. How are you? Mint. The more there, that's <laughs> Sorry, that's I've got all no, we need to be, to be honest no, with you. No stories um, of the week. And, well, yeah. I mean, we all, we, me, you, and Ross carved a pumpkin. We did. That video is on the channel. Um, oh. I Parts of me came out in that video that I just wasn't aware of. That was quite an aggressive. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> parts of me came out in that video that I just wasn't aware. Parts of my soul. I was, I've watched it back, and I'm, I'm taken aback by my own aggression on the pumpkin a little bit. But we did decide that it was down to uh, past experience. It was catharsis for me. That Yeah, I, I felt like it was good for you. I carved a pumpkin once ever in my life at uni. Uh, the house we were having, we were hosting a house okay. party. And they were like, the girls in the house were like, let's all carve a pumpkin for the, for the decorations for the party later on. And they put mine in the upstairs back bedroom. They were like, oh, well done. <laughs> we'll put that, we'll put that up there. It's bad. It was the worst of the five. Oh, it, I was not expecting this response for how was the pumpkin carving? It was therapeutic. It was it was a, an emotional release. Yeah. It's a journey <laughs> to the center of Jack. Yeah. Fantastic. Good for you, I think. Tom, how are you? I'm all right, thank you. I had a chat with the wife of Tyson Fury this week. Paris. 
Paris Fury. Her new book is out now. Mm. And uh, I ended up having, I did a little radio shift. And as I was about to start, they went, oh, by the way, you've got a live with Paris Fury at five o'clock. Cool. I'll ask about wrestling because no, I bet nobody else has done that. Yeah. And then lo and behold, we had a little bit of news that went all over the place. So that was nice. Wow. What's she, is she signing what? Toasters? Uh, she was <laughs> her book. Her book, oh, that makes her more book, sense, Love and it? Fury. But she she confirmed that uh, Tyson is always texting Vince McMahon. I'd like to think they're texting each other oh. memes all the time and says you'll definitely be back in the wrestling. So oh. that was a, you make that was a sure, huge scalp from us. You make sure those people say my name correctly on those kickoff panels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been so terrified. I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but I always think whenever I see them in interviews together and stuff, she's like the boss. Like she, oh, She's yeah. harder than Tyson Fury. <laughs> she's in charge. Yeah, She's very much in charge, but she was lovely. I just realized I should have said, wait, you were... You were carving pumpkins and thought something of yourself. What? It was illuminating. Oh. But the moment's whoa. gone now. Talk about something else completely. But yeah. we'll pretend that happened immediately. Exactly. After. Yeah, we'll cut that out and put it right afterwards. Mm. And everyone just jerk like that. So, I mean, was she like Tyson Fury when he's not in a good mood? She's like, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. No, she's she's John very sixteen. <laughs> she's very chill. Uh, but she's she's very much like I think if anybody can can reign in Tyson Fury, it's oh, it's Paris. Mm. You get that vibe. The mo- and you, if you've seen the TV show that she did as well, and uh, when you read the book, you'll get it as well. I don't awesome. know why I'm promoting the book so much. I'm, get, I'm getting nothing for the book. You know, because you're a nice guy. You Just, did the interview, you plug in the book, and this is why you're getting so many amazing interviews, so many amazing scouts, scoops scouts. with amazing stars. God, if only we had some more lined up later on today, yeah? If only, if only. It, <laughs> it may have... Hide, hide them, no. It's, it's, I've hidden. By, uh. the, by the time this comes out, it's either happened or been cancelled. Oh, right, so no, fair enough. You'll find yeah, out, yeah, I guess. Cool. By the time this That's comes out... That's why I'm leaving ambiguous. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Tom's like exclusive interview with the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Matthew? I'm lovely. I saw June with friends at the IMAX. Oh, is it that Dave Batista versus the Sand Monster? That's exactly what happened. He gave it a big old bomb. <laughs> oh, with Doom of the D, sorry. Yes. I thought you was like... It's hard to say Dune. So you're saying like one of your... Yeah, it's hard to say in an English accent. Dune doesn't sound right, you're saying one but it probably is. Seeing like one of your mum's friends or something. I saw Dune. I saw Dune. <laughs> oh, you're right, Dune. How you doing? Mimi Mace want to see my, my auntie Dune. <laughs> saw Dune down Morrison's. <laughs> it's a very different Dave Batista film. Dance. Great. How do you want Dune? How you doing? <laughs> Andy June's took in all the she's, spice. She's looking well since the divorce. She's looking all right. She's looking well. So I've got Oregon. Sorry, <laughs> what? Oregon? It's a spice, isn't it? <laughs> Oregano. No. You're thinking of the like Oregon. You're thinking the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Oh no. Oregano. You're thinking. Oh of. no. All I know about Oregon. Uh, I've never played the Oregon Trail. All I know about it is nice. that like one of your party can just sometimes die of dysentery or something. <laughs> yeah, like, it's true to life. Uh, yeah, and when you say sometimes, you mean every time you go out. Right. So okay. it's great. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a really it's a really fun. It was Justin Henry from off of America that put me onto the Oregon Trail the yeah. game. It's 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 very lo-fi bit of fun. I do want to stream it one day. Don't you mean the Oregano Trail? Yes. <laughs> very silly, Tom. Probably <laughs> Silly. The anyway, going from from the uh, serious to the very serious. Ring of Honor mm. has announced it is going on a hiatus to reimagine the company. The wrestling promotion, which was founded in '02, helped build the careers of wrestlers including AEW, CM Punk. God's weird to read. AEW's Adam Cole. That's weird. AEW's Brian Danielson. <laughs> Oof. And WWE Seth Rollins and Small Joe. In a statement, the company said, throughout the pandemic, our top priority was to keep everyone healthy and safe. Despite not producing any live events over 18 months, we were able to keep everyone fully contracted. I mean, that's really, that's. I mean, that is absolutely really true. Yeah. Uh, 
but yes, as a lot reported, of their all Ring of Honor talent has been released from their contracts. Uh, they anticipate returning to live events in April for the Supercard of Honor with a new fan fi- uh, fan focused product, provide a new experience for wrestling fans. It sounds a lot of wrestlers have come out since on Twitter and stuff and said like, no, we were treated really, really well over the pandemic. Like they did the best they could. So I, I feel sad for Ring of Honor. And when you said there, founded in two thousand two, I was like, wow, that's a long time they've been around. Yep. Yeah. It's it, it's so. But when that broke, it was it was tough. And again, as, as to reiterate what Jack said, like real classy move to keep everybody on the books. When when you know what, bigger companies let people go. Yeah. During the pandemic, and Ring of Honor kept everybody payrolled, which I thought was really classy. Um, the, it looks like it's gonna if it comes back all being well in April, it'll be kind of a bit more like a, 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 a be a bit more indie esque, i.e. pay per appearance. And, uh, and they, they have a smaller roster that they pull from. However, Justin Barrasso of but uh, Justin Barrasso has been saying that there's they're currently looking to sell the video library as well. Mm. Uh, presumably, if they if I mean I don't know what that means. If they find somebody who's willing to pay the price for it, uh, whether or not that means they'll just shut the company or whether they'll I just sort know. of sell off the rights but still run a company. Yeah, it's weird, I guess they're it? not selling the name; they're just selling the library. Yeah. I think I've read somewhere. I think it may have been Melter speculating. I can't remember who it was. Someone saying that like WWE and AW would both probably want that for different reasons. But oh no, it wasn't. No, it was. It was. It, it wasn't Dave Melter at all. It was our own Jack Atkins. It was we? Jack Kins from Cultaholics. Yeah, it's easy to get the two confused. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did a phenomenal yes, article. Very good piece. On I hope it's out now. And I haven't just spoiled it. No, no, it is. I, I saw it last yeah. night. I gave it a read. It's really good. Jack Kins he, is great. He, he, Send me. He was like, "You just look over this and make sure it's it's all right." And I read it. And it was a brilliant article, and I was like, "No, mate, that's absolutely like what, what do you want me to like." Do? Rubbish, it's rubbish. Yeah, no, but um, no, incredible. he was saying that WWE and AEW probably won't. But if they were to buy it, it'd be for really different reasons. So mm. if WWE bought the library, they could use that in like the history of Seth Rollins on the network or whatever, like loads mm. of documentaries and stuff. Whereas if AEW had it, they'd probably um, want it just for launching their own kind of, you know, like. On-demand service, it's a really good bonus, I suppose, and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember his exact point, but do check out the article. It was really good. Uh, we've got good, like, oh, all the AW shows, plus, you know, every Ring of Honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, as, as, as an aside. Yeah. It's funny how, like, since when Ring of Honor started in 02, like, the premise was, you know, you, you would buy the promotion. And at the end, uh, you know, 20 years later, the money's in the library. Yeah, and, and sticking mm-hmm. it online—that's where the money is. And yeah, so I think whoever gets it, I hope they stick it all online for a whole, because Ring of Honor is one of those promotions. Oh, that when it came back, like when the when the wrestling world came back, I don't think IROH really hit the ground as much as others did. They're, and it sucks. Their position, I always not think, Ring of Honor sucks, but it no, sucks that it didn't. Their position in wrestling and their like kind of unique selling point kind of got taken, not taken by, but like that's now AEW, but on a bigger scale. So it's yeah. really hard for Ring of Honor to like exist in, in the way they did previously. Yeah, and uh, Ring of Honor certainly gave AEW all the help it could yeah. to help it kickstart above them. And yeah, Ring of Honor, IVP videos did a really good line, and I think it's very similar, because we're all here going, oh, that's a shame. But we're also saying, yeah, none of us are watching it yeah. no. at the same time. Yeah. So Ring of yeah. Honor, to me, is like that comic shop or pizza place you used to go to all the time growing up, but you stopped years ago. And then when you hear they are closing, a flood of memories come back, and you wonder why you hadn't been there in years. Yeah, that's, that's a really good. Yeah. So I thought it was worth sharing. That's Thank you, IVP really videos, for some of my opinions. So, yeah, it sucks. But, yeah, at the same time, with AEW, GCW, um, I don't know, even H2O, uh, taking over the stuff I'm interested in. 
Yeah. It's, it's, it, I like the fact they're going to reconceptualize and find a new niche sort of find yeah. a new, find go out go into the desert and find the new sound like they did in the mighty boosh that time <laughs> that's what they need to do wow what a reference i know <laughs> I, I thought about like the queen's of stone age and the desert sessions they do but that's even better cut like to that. joe Coff wearing a big hat with a door on it oh, God. <laughs> uh some wrestlers probably by the time this comes out be even more announced that they've got appearances set uh bandido set for gc dubs december shows already he's gonna make so much money on the indies yeah. oh but never mind that. The biggest revelation was, of course, uh, Jacqueline Wilde, a.k.a. DJZ, a.k.a. Zima Zion, whatever you want to call him, was the person who designed the first Ring of Honor logo. First of all, I thought, he looks 21. <laughs> like, when did, he, <laughs> when did he do this? He's yeah. been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't, uh, realize, I didn't realize that. I love that. That's yeah. amazing. That's like, that's the American indie version of finding out that you did the Biggin and Wigan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you did that. Yeah. Biggin yeah, and Wigan. I found out who the voice was in the Bullet Club theme watching it. I, I think it's Carl Anderson. Oh. oh. And that was told to me by Carl not Anderson. a member of the Bullet Club. Oh. Can I say who it was? I think he was in an interview that I did with him once. It was Rocky Romero. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. There you go. But there we uh, go. Rocky's, keep our sources quiet. Rocky's all big on the, the music and everything, and I think he, is, he was yes. responsible for the Bullet Club theme, and it was Carl Anderson's voice potentially. Oh. Mm. Well, he's tickle him. Did mm? I tickle him? No, no, but they get the noise out of him. Oh, I thought you meant did I tickle Rocky to get the information out of him? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell you who did the audio. And then, oh, okay, okay, Jack. Uh, w teams, syntax teams, reportedly found out about being split in the via the draft via social media. Oh. Oh, a number God. of tag teams reportedly yeah. only discovered that they were going to be split up, including uh, Natalia and Tamina, Chanky and Via, Shotty and Tegan Knox, and T-Bar and Mace all drafted different homes early this year and only knew when they looked on Twitter. The only thing, I, the only way I can relate to that is years ago when I worked in radio, I don't know whether I've mentioned it before, um, I... Um, I used to do a radio show in Wolverhampton, and the, I went, they went to, an ad, went to an ad break on this Monday morning, and the advert said, join Tom Campbell from Signal 107 this Saturday in Shrewsbury. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, I, I was, was going to go to the pub, but <laughs> yeah. have you booked me for something? I had to go see my boss. Have you booked me for something? <laughs> oh, did nobody tell you? No, funny right. enough, they didn't. I did it. But, uh, so I can, oh. I can relate to losing my job with a multi-million dollar company yeah, yeah, same. because I was booked for an event in Shrewsbury that time. <laughs> It depends wow. what Shrewsbury like. It's lovely. Oh, I spent a couple of years living there. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's lovely. No, no Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury is away from the Midlands. Oh, sorry. It's sorry. sort of it's Shropshire. Oh, so they wouldn't. Right. They wouldn't appreciate it. Sorry. Ah, it's all right. Sorry, Shrewsburyites. They'll get over it. Okay. They'll get over it. Big shout, Shrewsbury. Fucking, it's in trouble again, Jack. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know how every year there be sunny sides. There's a season premiere of Raw, <laughs> and yes. it always sounds weird and dumb sounding. <laughs> yeah. Well, episode of Raw this week was uh, an upturn in viewership and audience figures in key demographics. So, well, uh, next week we can reveal that we welcome to the season premiere revenge. <laughs> <laughs> WWE ring announcer Greg Hamilton threatened legal action. Uh, against Rock Nation's artist Westside Gunn for sampling uh, his introduction and threatened him with, quote, WWE lawyers. Oof. Two days later, Greg Hamilton confirms WWE departure. Uh. He says after six years and 52 weeks a year, it's time to say goodbye. Uh, first and foremost, don't let the internet or social media gas you up. That This was a mutual respect departure from a great company. And look, yeah, he's right. Obviously, we're probably not getting the full story there or something happened, but I, don't think I love the term mutual respect departure. Yeah. Conscious uncoupling. I agree yeah. to be thrown out the door. <laughs> oh, I feel he's a good ring announcer. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He, he was he did the show in Newcastle. He did. And yeah. he was and he's just Yeah, he's, he came in the uh, head of steam. 
And because uh, it was because it was people going Smojo, Smojo, Finn Balor, Finn Balor, and it was him. And I had to Google NXT ringer uh, Greg Hamilton. Uh, he looked around. I was like, Yeah, he looked at me. <laughs> I had to Google. So this name. was this was the NXT show. This is going back a few years. Twenty fifteen. Ah, yeah. th- that was it. The night of our infamous fallout. Before you'd met. Was NXT? Was NXT? I it thought was it was NXT. Because oh. I remember, yeah. I remember that, that event. Damn, Greg Hamilton causing issues for Greg us all those years ago. Fault. You know. But, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, if there's a line graps to find out what that was about. Oh. Sorry, Jack. You know, when you hear about like that infamous like Sex Pistols gig or whatever that like five different people who started bands were at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of us were there. <laughs> that NXT <laughs> thing without each other. <laughs> like, oh, it's like the refused last ever gig. Is if, if everyone who said they were at that gig was there, yeah. there would have been 200,000 people. <laughs> so, yeah. The, bye-bye, Greg. Uh, Goldberg reveals he has one match left on his WWE contract. I quote, I still feel as though I can wrestle. I still feel as though I can entertain. I have one more after this match. I have one more match by contract, and that's it. Boy, I wonder who he could... Big E, Big E, Big E, he could wrestle. Slap the meat. Yep. I'm wondering if I'd want... I know Big E would be great, and Big E wants it, but would that be my choice for Goldberg's life? If this was, like, say this was his retirement match, who would I want it to be? Yeah, it'd be good to know. Like, Because I think Big E'd love that. yeah. Yeah, yeah. He said before, like his dream match is Goldberg. Yeah, Two yeah. Meaty men slapping me. Big meaty men slapping yeah. me. If it's not that, then there's only one of a choice for me. That's DDP pinning him. Like, <laughs> should have happened. Halloween Havoc '98. Would you have the Jackhammer reversed into the cutter? <sighs> Every I can watch that on repeat. Yeah. Oh. Just have that at a Saudi Arabia show. <laughs> Oh, no. no. <laughs> We've got this idea. Have guys. it in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. Al- Altanta, as I'll always call it, because oh. allegedly on the Observer they said that they sent out loads of le- new letters. The new and improved WCW, Altanta. Oh. Atlanta misspelled. So now I can't unsee Altanta yeah. every time I see Atlanta or Oregano. Cain Velasquez says he can understand why they really let him go from his contract last year, saying the company were not using him enough and paying him too much. It's fair enough. Mm. Uh, he had one match. And it was the weirdest thing when it was announced. Uh, Cain Velasquez has been released. I was like, yeah. what? Uh, He's under contract. Uh, he says primarily it was because of COVID. That has dropped a lot of the roster. Uh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, lo- lovely guy. He seems very nice. I interviewed him and he was class. Yeah. He was, and that was a weird interview because it seemed like... When did was, you interview him? Uh, on a bus in London. Cain Velasquez? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was okay. the same event where we went down and interviewed like Angle and stuff. Yeah, RMR's but, Cain was there. Well, we didn't, and then we he bought an open return to King's Court. We're on, the, we're on the top deck of the bus talking to like the guys setting up the event and stuff. And then oh, like okay. there's like you know Angle and Page and stuff are like milling about and Charlotte Flair, and then just this bloke just walk, just this man <laughs> just walks up the steps, <laughs> and we were like, oh my god, that's Cain Velasquez, and he wasn't on like the press sheet or anything. He was just also there. <laughs> it must be like a last minute edition, and he was the best interview that I did that day, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah he was. Great. That's so crazy. Oh, just oh yeah, he's Cain Velasquez. He was. He, uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, one of my questions was like, so you you did that AAA event and you did like yes. Lucha stuff, and that took a lot of people by surprise. Why did you do that? And he went. Because it looks cool as shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So you had no idea that you were going to be chatting to Cain Velasquez until no. it came at the bus. You wouldn't know to watch that interview. You just like go, oh, oh Tom. That's true. Oh, well, he made me feel really comfortable. Part of the comfort was knowing that he was the scariest, hardest man I'll ever meet. And I was like, oh, well, there we go. It can't get worse than yeah. this now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he was lovely. He was a lovely guy. The bus moved after the interview while Pachiti was like moving the tripod and stuff. And Pachiti fell down the aisle and was caught in the in the safe arms of Cain Velasquez. Oh, what a moment. Wow. Yeah, he saved but was it like? Like two fingers, which now look on someone's on entire body. Patisi yeah. looks at Cain Velasquez in the eyes and goes, "You've got me. Who's got you?" 
He went, oh, you call me. That's got to be Kane. He went, I don't understand this reference. <laughs> Tony Nese confirmed he signed with AEW. I was confirmed it. Well, he's out on the bloody show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, there we go. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Uh, TNT next. The idea of the elite this week dressing up as a Squid Game reference because it's not on their network. So why would you dress oh, up as been, the competition? Would have been cool. Uh, That's a really so good they show. did the Ghostbusters, but given the amount of times it's been shown before AEW Dynamite, I'm surprised they won't dress as the accountant. <laughs> did you did you read uh, what Mickey Ruckus put on Twitter? What, Mikey, what Ruckus put on Twitter? He's the the music guy for AEW. He got a phone call at five thirty on the night of Dynamite and said. We need a we need a Ghostbusters a, a copyright free version of Ghostbusters. So which he he got in a cab, got to his studio, beat traffic, and put it together. His computer crashed. Oh. He then had to redo it again, get it to AEW. So what you heard was put together within wow. like three hours notice. What a life! Ruckus is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Desperate he, to chat to. He him. was one of the guys who wrapped. Uh, the Lucha Bros to the ring, I think, for their cage match with the Bucks. Oh. And it was an awesome entrance. Oh, that's him. The entrance where everyone was like, this is the best like, yeah, thing yeah. we've ever seen. Yeah, that was him. He was one of them. Wow. Being able mm. to, to conceptualize music like that mm-hmm. and, and just and kind of boil it down to its bones and go, I can make this, but make it ours. Yeah. I'm just, I'm in awe of people with that kind of talent. I'd always yeah. wish that. I yeah. wish I was more musical. Like, obviously, I ain't got the xylophone with me today, so I can't be. But I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm keep, in, that keeps on appearing on my Twitter timeline. <laughs> but I'm in awe of people who are like musically gifted yeah. like that, who can do mm. that. It's, it's such a skill. Yeah, it's yeah. very clever. If one of the Ghostbusters non copyright infringement, why don't it go bust them, bust them, bust them, bust them, bust them? Oh, the Neil CCRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no sleep. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no bed. It's a whole Ghostbusters song oh, without mentioning it. ghosts. <laughs> he does Neil C. C. Arega does the whole thing that was good yeah. the best song Neil C. C. Arega did uh, and then we'll get back onto news was uh, it's a 10 second song he does which is a mashup of Friends and Disturbed which is just so no one told you life was gonna be this way oh okay and that's the whole song yeah. <laughs> it's lovely mm. yeah thank you thank you and finally Shawn Michaels uh, WWE NXT 2.0 rebrand reminds me of the Attitude Era it reminds me of the Attitude Era. We had the same roster the day before the Attitude Era started. I still remember Vince coming into the locker room and making that speech. That's where it is. Turning over a new leaf, restructuring a few things, and putting a brand new coat of paint on a dominant and incredible brand. It's chum the waters, so to speak, and that's fun to be around. So confirming this week, HBK doesn't watch NXT 2.0. What, um, what, what is he, what's he referring to there? Because aren't there a few different opinions over when the Attitude Era started? Like when Austin won King of the Ring or when Austin first stunned Vince. Like when was the start of the Attitude Era? Oh, that's interesting. I always thought it was the speech, the, the cure for the common show <laughs> speech he gives. I thought it was uh, that episode of Raw where they debuted Steve Austin, Mankind, Triple H, Kane, The Undertaker, <laughs> DX, <laughs> uh, The Job Squad, <laughs> all, all on the same night. I think that was when the Attitude Era started. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when Austin grabbed Undertaker, Undertaker went, all right, Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, my name is Steve Austin. <laughs> I don't know. When do you think it started, though? Could that be the big, big question? question. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was a quick podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> Could do that I fall, be? Do I fall asleep? <laughs> Richard, sorry, young Jamie, as Ross would call you. Would, would that, are there too many relevant things this week that could be the big question? Too many timely things, do you think? Yeah. Yeah, there's been a big week with a lot of stuff in it. I mean, the thing about that. Okay, yeah, we'll think about that between yeah. segments. Yeah, we're well, very professional asking this stuff when we're supposed to do the proper bit. Yeah. Thank you. Will it suit the metadata, young Jamie? Yeah, if we call it that. <laughs> uh, a question with as, as much metadata mm. in it as possible. Yeah, yeah a question with as much metadata. 
WWE Crown Jewel Triple X Raw Smackdown yeah. Dynamite Do You Like Wrestling it's just the hashtag yeah. it's just the hashtag <laughs> to the title <laughs> that was the news everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame ah, that's time for everyone's favourite segment the Hall of Fame mm. and in condescending order from last week the Kevspiracy 8%. 8% for the Kevspiracy? That was mine. I forgot, what that, I forgot what that <laughs> what, was, actually. Was what, remind us what the Kevspiracy was. So the Kevspiracy was, was, you know the Tom Spiracy where Tom Phillips would stand legs akimbo to make the wrestlers oh, look taller? Oh, yeah, um, the picture of it. Kev, right. Kevin, the Irish backstage ring interviewer, did the worst one I've ever seen with uh, Woods and Kofi Kingston because it looks like he sat down. He's shorter than Woods, but he's, but he's a tall man, and he sat there and like he's like... How are you doing, Xavier? But you can tell just from the size of... Well, I think I said last week, like, he's just got a bigger skull than Woods. He's just a bigger man. You can just tell. But he's like, oh, he's like really... Maybe he's like Modoc. It's just a giant head and little legs. Could they not just have like a little platform that the wrestlers stand on? Yeah. Out of sight. And then... Kevin stands next to it. I don't yeah. mind if the ring and some people at all. I don't mind if the interviewers are taller than the wrestlers. Yeah, Vince thing. does that. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's very bothered. Do you think when they walk through the airport, he makes the ring and the like all the crew like crouch? Like no, they no wear way. those special, you know those, you know those special bouncy shoes that you see people wearing around Halloween. Oh yeah, they all wear those. I thought you meant you think we're gonna. I thought you meant everyone apart from the wrestlers has to wear shoes on their knees, like when you pretend <laughs> that you're really short. <laughs> you're just walking along. I expect <laughs> it's, it's an even better idea. Uh, Mustafa Ali. Hang on. So let's just say sexy Mustafa Ali because he had the, or whatever, 32%. Damn it. I got mm. screwed over there. Of course, I didn't. A clear winner this week is Jim Ross's Vince McMahon laugh, 60%. Now, if you weren't here last week, Jack, can you do an impression of oh, an impression? God. So Jim Ross is on, what was the podcast? It was on Grilling JR. Yeah, Grilling JR. Sadly, it's not him being grilled. So he, the, the impression is Vince's laugh when, he's an, when he was a commentator. And it, what is it? It's like, I can't. I can't even remember. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's but very Vince. It's Jim Ross very... doing that, but then, then he does an exhale. Eh, or like, eh, <laughs> eh, yeah, that was it. Yeah, and which the impression started off decent. I was like, Jim's nailed him there, and then I was like, Ooh, Jim, does Jim know who Vince McMahon is? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I've never once heard Vince make that noise with yeah. JR. We all we wish JR the very best, of course. After his um, after his news this week, his health news. Yes, he's been diagnosed oh, right, with yeah. skin cancer. Yeah, and, uh, right, yeah, they're looking at surgery options and stuff yeah, to go yeah, forward. Yeah. Uh, he seems in really good spirits, though. So he does. Yeah. Nothing but so love. hopefully the news. I forgot about that. Still... I thought the news this week was him starting his own weed company. That as well. I yeah. wonder whether the two are connected. No, <laughs> um, I think like I... he'll take weed if he's going through cancer treatment. Oh, I thought you. Were... Oh, right. No, oh, no, no. Actually... That's not like that. No, oh, no. Oh, I get you. I get you. Yeah, you know what? To be fair, a friend of mine. A friend of mine had cancer, and they were they. They did weed. Yeah, yeah. Took the edge off a lot of it. I wonder oh. whether that's probably what Jim's doing. Oh, potentially, yeah. Potentially. Maybe he was high when he did that impression of Vince. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh. Do you know what, maybe? But, um, ha, no, ha, like, ha, ha, ha. obviously, we all, like, hope he's doing well and everything. He's still going to work. He's still going to do AEW and stuff. So, yeah. Wow, what a hoss. Jim Ross's own words. I know. Jim Hoss. Jim Hoss. So, well done, Tom. Oh, thank you very much. You won. Yeah. So, what is your... Nomination for Hall of Fame pick this week. I'm nominating uh, a YouTuber this week, but not as we know it. I'm nominating a YouTuber named Mama Gina. Okay. Right? okay. She is uh, an Italian grandma who makes wonderful sort of Italian grandma home-cooked meals for her family. And the reason I'm nominating her is that my mum hasn't been very well. She's, she's on the mend now, but my mum and dad have been poorly. And uh, my mum was just feeling like a bit fed up with it all. And she said, I've really got into Mama Gina. Do you know who she is? 
and uh, she sent me some videos of hers. And it's just like this, this lovely, sweet, older lady who just cooks really nice, like, comfort-eating food. And mm. mom said, I've been, lo- I've been cooking along with her and stuff like that. So I thought, I know what I'll do, cheer my mum up. So I found oh. Mama Gina on the Instagram, and I dropped her a message. Said, thinking, you know what? Shy Ben, she's got, yeah, like, yeah. nearly as... I think she's nearly got a million really? subs. So she's big. Uh, and I thought, Shy Ben's getting out. So I thought, I'll drop a message. Look, my mum's not been very well, and she's been watching your videos and making her feel better. Is there any chance you could do a little hello for her? And then lo and behold, about two days later, without prompting... Video in my inst- really? in my Instagram DMs going, "Hello, Sue, it's Mama Gina. Aww. Your son, he says you've been up poorly. I pray for you. I pray for you." And I just thought you didn't have to do that. Yeah. And it honestly made my mom's week. The fact that this woman that she's been watching all of a sudden is a lovely video from her. Mama Gina didn't have to do that. If you want the channel, uh, young Jamie, it's uh, look up one appetiti. B u o n dash a dash p e double t i t i. If you put uh, Buon A dash Petiti. There you go. There's Gina. Um, And she's just lovely and wholesome. And it's just, and mainly because she's, she looked after my mum in a weird way by being very, you know, through the power of the internet. And here she is making bolognese sauce. There she is. It's Mama Gina. Oh, look at her. And do you know what? Hang on, she's going to cook a book. She's going <laughs> to. It's her book. It's out now. Actually, I didn't know the book was out. Mum's Christmas story. Um, <laughs> don't, don't listen to this bit, Mum. <laughs> you want to eat? You're going to cook. <laughs> Can you take the heat, Grandma Gina? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm nominating Mama Gina for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame this week. Fair More enough. More than deserved. That's a very good pick. God love oh. her. Definitely getting that book from Have you made any of the meals? Um, I want to make, she does a lovely, uh, there's a lovely recipe for, what's it called? It's the bread. I, I nearly wrote it down, like the, the, the tarry bread. Focaccia. Focaccia. She does a really nice focaccia oh, recipe. Well, eating the Irishman at the end with a dip in the... That's the one, yeah. yeah. That's it. I want to forget. That's a film for the makers of Goodfellas. Yes. So I've read the plot synopsis of the Irishman. Oh, I didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make the focaccia. So we're going to, so Alex and I are probably going to make the focaccia. Lovely. If not this weekend, maybe next weekend. That's lovely. Um, sorry, I was. Ju- I just thought Matthew reminded me of something there. I watched um, Hearts of Darkness this week, the documentary. Documentary of Apocalypse. Docu- oh, oh, yeah, what like, a documentary! I like, I like Apocalypse now. Um, but nice. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, and it made me realize. Nuts, like, isn't it? Made me realize that like, actors are dicks. <laughs> like, oh, so, hey, everything. Like, everyone's so pretentious in it. I know everything's going wrong, but they're all yeah. acting like they're all dying. They're all like, "Oh, this is the worst." Oh, thing ever. Mark Brando, especially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, it's just like, you hey, what, like- what can go wrong making a film? Everything. Every, yeah, it's like, oh, this film's who's not going to be any good. It's apocalypse. Now. Who's the guy in it? The photographer. Is it Dennis Hopper? Hey He's man. the guy who's in his camp. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I like him. All right, all right. I like him in it. He comes across oh. well. I mean, he's off his face all well, the time. I mean, yeah. Anyway, sorry, that. Tom. That's a lovely. Oh yeah, pick. sorry. Yeah, that's a lovely pick. Thank you very much. That's nice. So, if I'm making lovely Italian Mama YouTuber Gina. Mama Gina for for Big Mom Campbell. Mama Gina for Desert Island Graphs. <laughs> Every answer is Bruno Smart. <laughs> <laughs> every answer is Tony D'Angelo. She loves that. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> she's big into NXT at the moment. She's in, the, she's in their target demo, their oh, accidental target demo. My favorite is Big Vito. <laughs> you know, he's the Pavarotti of hard shots to the body. <laughs> Never get that. That's a great line. So, wow, that's a, that's a good pick. Um, I'll go because I know Jack's will have a blinder. No. My pick. And people who listen to me may be a bit surprised by this, but my pick, Bill Me, 
is Christian. I thought it was going to be Ooh. my pick. Oh, that's, all, that's fine. That's fine. Christian. Christian. Because, yeah, I always mocked Dub B for going, oh, God, like, hey, we've got all these homegrown stars that are in their 30s, just willing to be pushed. I think we'll go for a bloke from 98, because nothing mm. was stronger than the Audi era, and that always annoys me. But Christian this year, roll back the clock, has headlined a WWE pay-per-view, Royal Rumble, if it counts. Yeah, it counts. It counts. Uh, AEW, it's going to make up the title, and Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. We uh, lost the Impact Wrestling title to Mr. Josh Alexander. Yeah, that's true. In he, one calendar year. He's Yeah, the Royal Rumble, Bound for Glory, and was it... Uh, uh, was it All Out? All Out, I think. Yeah, it was All Out. I, I have to forget like, the yeah, names that, of these that, shows. It was All Out, because that was the match... And then after that match, Cole and Brian did. Uh, That's right. Yeah, it's yeah, a, you know, uh, AW's pay per view of the year. That one. That, yeah. that, that, that one. Right. Yeah. Just a spoiler for next month, in case yeah, anyone's nice. wondering. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. And he's not doing it as a sympathy thing. There's no, not a lot of gimmicks involved or getting around these things. Uh, yeah, he's been stunning. It's just, just Christian reminding us that he's class, basically. Hi, I'm Christian. I am Captain Charisma. Start off as a joke, but no, it's true. This is why I thought that move over to to Impact was was excellent. And I'm sad to hear like the Forbidden Door is, you know, they're, they're, it's a jar for a while now at least. Mm. And uh, because like Christian would therefore go back to do stuff in AEW. Because I thought when all these new faces were coming into AEW, I thought Christian sidestepping to Impact was a great way for yeah. him to to put his his years of skill and and knowledge to great use yeah, yeah, yeah. to to work with younger talent on mm. impact and so I'm sad that I think that's Christian probably done in impact for a bit anyway. Yeah. But it should have only been a, a short lived thing anyway. Yeah. That impact about a hell of a run. If the reports to go by and they've lost two thirds of their audience, but it's there going, well, no, the crew came along because AW were there and OW have gone. It's like, okay. Now I've got to do your own thing with the Josh Alexanders of the world. Yeah. He's very good as well, by the way. They made I the right him. call for Bound for Glory. Which I'm sure, actually, we'll talk, well, actually, I'll hold that because we'll talk about Bound for Glory in a bit. But that's a good shout with Christian. Yeah. See, positive. Christian. Mm. He's old. Mm. And he's good. He's like one foot in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what have you got for us? We'll talk about Bound for Glory right now, actually, because oh. I've also got a Bound for Glory pick or a, an impact-related pick. My pick is the demon, Dale Torborg. There you go. What a man. God, I forgot what, that happened this week. What a guy. Right, one of my earliest memories of wrestling ever, I must have been so young, was when they used to show WCW on like Channel 5 and stuff. Yeah. The hardcore championship, when the matches used to start backstage and would yeah. slowly w- make their way to the ring. But as a kid, I thought, you know when you're a kid, the backstage bits are the best bits. Like, they're fighting not in the ring. Mm. This is what I want from my wrestling. And uh, <laughs> when <laughs> I remember this was when Dale Torborg used to have that sarcophagus that he lived in. Yes, I remember that. But they'd call him often, like how JR calls Jungle Boy Jack Perry a lot, they'd often call him Dale Torborg. So this figure would emerge like, it's mm. Dale Torborg! <laughs> And I remember one wrestler was having a hardcore match with him. It might have been, it might have been Vito. Would he have been in WCW? That yeah. yeah, he would. Yeah. Someone's like hammering the sarcophagus with a kendo stick. It's doing nothing. I remember that. And I then don't know why I remember that. he wasn't in it. He was yeah, behind him all along. Right. And I was like, oh, Dale Torborg's the coolest. But I had no frame of reference because it was like the first wrestling I'd ever seen, or some of the first wrestling I'd ever seen. So I was like, forget this sting bloke. I'm all about the demon, the kiss demon. Class. I think they just called him the demon by this point. Dale Torborg. Yeah. Um, and he came back. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I genuinely, I mean, 
He wasn't he, brilliant, but I genuinely <laughs> like was buzzing to see him back. That's what I like about things like the Call Your Shot Rumble and, mm. and the Royal Rumble and stuff is, is that it gives you those little nostalgia yeah. hits. Where they, you know, with, with, but I wasn't with, expecting that one. No, blindsided me. I think is he not doing more stuff with Impact? Like, are they not keeping around for a few more things? I, I feel hope like so. I, I feel like he'd no be a great idea. fit with Decay. Mm. That'd be a fun little association for just a short while. He's so huge. He's big. Enough. I just remember like seeing him in the Impact ring with these relatively smaller guys in Impact than back in WCW. I was like, wow, look at Dale Torborg. The baseball man. That's what that was. He used to be a baseball guy. And it, no, he's the son of a baseball player or something. And he was the WCW NASCAR. Well, maybe it's NASCAR, but some sort of motorsports. Oh, right. Oh, he's a driving man. thing. He's a demon of many hats. Can't believe I know this much about Dale Torberg. <laughs> Dale Torberg. Um, also, Torberg. <laughs> Torberg. But also having two, two big veto mentions so far in the podcast. It's a good start. But my nomination is actually Dale Torberg. Do you uh, like any Kiss songs? No, I don't. We said this the other day. Um, oh, it's just the look of the demon. A- then. Aiden, not, like... Aiden was going through a bit of a um, phase on the on the music upstairs the other day. He was putting on like Twisted Sister and Kiss and stuff like that. And I was like, a lot of those songs I enjoy, but with like a bit of irony because they're they're stupid songs. Like you know, like no, you're just you're not agreeing. Oh, I thought you were oh, going to be like, no, 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 be like no, Jack, Kiss. Kiss are really detailed so be, like, and deep. I thought enough. you were going to go Jack. Shut up, they're the best. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and I was like, do you actually enjoy these songs or is it like they're just fun and stuff? And Aiden was like. I just like them. I was like, oh, fair enough. Um, and I, was, I remember arguing with either him or uh, Jack Atkins saying like, Kiss aren't very good. And he was like, Kiss a boss? And I was like, all right, okay, fair enough. I'm not personally a Kiss Kiss are a great greatest hit set because yeah. I remember getting their albums and going, all right, cool, let's listen to what it's all about and I have a great song, a rock and roll all night or um, uh, I was made for loving you. And then the ballads kick in and you go, oh God, mm. oh no, this is not what I want from the demon. <laughs> uh, but yeah. My main memory of uh, that is one time I bumped into a friend I wasn't expecting to see at Rise, which I'm going back to on Saturday. Oh. Hope to see you there. If not, I will. Um, and I'm going out on the Sunday because I've got Monday off work, so I might not see ooh, you there. But, I'm, uh... but we made, and he was a bit disheveled. And I went, yeah, all right. And he goes, yeah, I was on a date. Like, You're on a date? It was great. He goes, yeah, uh, I went to go be sick in the toilets and I came up, uh, I think they've gone. I can't find them. And it was this awkward pause. I don't know what to say to that. Yeah. And then, I was made for loving you, baby. Kicked out of the thing and I went, yay! That's... Okay. But if that song comes out from that memory, just, <laughs> I'm on a date, I've been sick in the toilet. I think it's over. I'm not sure. I can't <laughs> find them. Hmm. I mean... Let's have a thing, shall we? <laughs> you stink of vomit and your date's nowhere to be found, but you still think it's there, so... So yeah, kiss, kiss Ooh, demon. That reminds me. I was listening to a, a thing last night. It was a, uh, it was Chris Van Bleet's interview with Doctor Britt Baker, DMD. And mm-hmm. one part, he just asks her about how her and Adam Cole met. Uh, is he went? I'm guessing it's because you were both wrestlers. She was like, no, like we were both wrestlers, but we met on Bumble. And I was like, oh, all right, fair enough. Oh, and she didn't. She said Bumble. she didn't realize it was. It's like Tinder, but the girl always talks first or something. I think it's like Grinder, but with cuddles. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But um. She said that they met on a dating app, basically, and she didn't really realize it was him because he had his real name. And in the picture, she said it didn't really look like him, but she was obviously aware of him. And then um, they met and they started like going out and stuff. And then Chris Van Vliet's like, but she was still doing dental school and he'd just been signed by WWE. So she, he was like, how did you make it work when he was in, he'd moved down to Florida? She was like, well, we'd FaceTime every night. He said, pick a TV series and we'll FaceTime every night and watch one episode of it a night. Oh, to keep it, oh it was a lovely story. And, uh, and Adam Cole's like the 
when you see him out of character, he's like the nicest guy. Yeah. But she chose Grey's Anatomy. I'd have been fuming. I'd have been so angry. <laughs> <laughs> he must have really wanted to stay with her. Well, the connection's going... bad tonight. I can't, I can't, I'm <coughs> losing you. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I thought it was a lovely No, you make that noise in your mouth. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a lovely story, though. So yeah. Throw it in. yeah. That's lovely. But it doesn't change my pick. It doesn't Dale change my pick. <laughs> yeah. do, do you think so. Gene Simmons knew about the demon turning up at Impact? Like, I think he's doing the triple A thing and just pretend it doesn't. Shh, don't tell him. Yeah, <laughs> don't, no one tell Gene Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell Gene Simmons the, t- the demon is back. Ace Frehley was fuming. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no one dressed up as Paul Stanley for some reason. So <laughs> the one? Peter Chris. Well done. Thank you. I t- it's, Some of Chris, yeah. I'm, li- I'm, I'm thinking of the Weezer song where he mentions Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally Ace Frehley, I've got Peter Chris. Oh, yeah, Peter I mean, Chris, yeah. Well. yeah. I think it's Peter Chris. Anyway, the I always thought you were going to say Peter Griffin because the family guy. Yeah, he, loves, he loves Kiss. It's his favourite yeah, band, yeah. yeah. Anyway, those three picks. Um... I've already forgotten her name. Mama Gina. Mama Gina. Mama big, Gina. big Mama Gina is your hookup. <laughs> Holler if you want to. Holler if you if you want pasta. Yeah, I tried. I couldn't. Holler if you linguini. Oh. And already the winner. <laughs> the next week, my pick is oh, Christian. Thank you. Uh, just twenty twenty one run. Because he's nice. main event and everything. Yeah. I changed my pick to that bit. For <laughs> yeah, maybe that might be off. Sorry, Christian. And, of course, Grey's Anatomy. I mean, uh, the Kiss Demon returning. Yes. Be great. People look at on the 12-year-olds who look at you and go, who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ki- Why would you kiss a demon? That sounds disgusting. <laughs> uh. So Jack's been on DeviantArt. But you <laughs> can go to patreon.com oh. forward slash cultaholic and place your votes. They made a DeviantArt page for me once. Sam and Adam, Sam and Adam, and that, yeah. What there was some they video, made you one. There was some video where it was referenced like, "This is weirder than Jack's drawings on DeviantArt," and then they made a fake account for me on DeviantArt. <laughs> yeah. What were your drawings of? I can't remember. It was a few years ago now. You can but remember, it, but it was not my real. <laughs> my real DeviantArt is this <laughs> one. <laughs> I can't remember. I actually can't. Yeah, Sam will definitely remember if you ask him. We'll have more information on that next week. <laughs> yeah. That says this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah, ah. This week in the bloody wrestling. This feels like a month. Feels like a month in wrestling. It does. <laughs> Smackdown. Roman and Heyman open the show. Reigns criticizes Heyman for his actions at Crown Jewel. We threw the belt, but not really at anybody. And Mox Lesnar's promise to beat up Roman tonight. I whoop Brock so hard, he's tweeting. He's even tw- he's he's tweeting now. Even <laughs> tweeting. He says he won't leave the ring until Brock gets out here. Lesnar arrives and batters Roman. The Usos try to make the save and it doesn't go well. Brock throws a ringside camera at Roman and starts taking out officials and members of the crew. Adam Pearce sends out members of the roster to subdue Lesnar while Roman bravely runs away. Yeah. Brock holds up Universal title. Adam Pearce announces that Brock is suspended for beating up everybody. So Lesnar heads back to the ring and hits him with two F5s. This whole SmackDown so far has been Lesnar and he's on state of rage and it's very fun. Also, he ripped Adam Pierce's trousers, which yes, he did. impressed uh, Big Pat McAfee to no end. Uh, <laughs> funny how these things always happen with Brock getting suspended. It's always Brock coming out here, mysteriously finding a way to not appear on SmackDown for a few weeks because yeah. he's Brock. But I loved it, though. It was a great opening to the show, yeah. in my opinion. Do you think there's a connection? Brock Lesnar hits a beast, two beasts of an F5 on Adam Pierce, and then Ring of Honor closes. He hit him so hard, <laughs> oh. it shut Ring of Honor. It's incredible. Wow. Did we enjoy the little bit with Brock Lesnar and Cesaro? 
having a little look at oh, each other. Yes. It, it's it's nice Ooh. to fantasy book, but it's it's not it's not going in anywhere. Oh please. Go of on. course it's go not on. going anywhere. In my veins. Every Imagine. year we go, this'll be the year. Imagine <laughs> the, look, Del Boy. I can change it. Yeah. Next year we'll be millionaires. It never happens. Imagine imagine I can't imagine it. I was gonna say imagine I, Lesnar letting Cesaro hit the big swing on him. I don't think he would. I don't think he'd be up for that at all. I don't think he'd do it. Cesaro put it on his Insta. Only like if Lesnar does it, it to R R Cesaro and his trousers fall off. <laughs> Lesnar's one of the best, like, when he's a selling, he makes the other guy look really good. He's one of the best sellers around, I think. He's like, he really looks in pain, like, when he gets speared or whatever. He's like, Hoo! but I can't see him letting Cesaro. I can't see him in the big swing going, whoa! <laughs> I'm, I'm Brock Lesnar and I'm scared. <laughs> UFC champion Brock Lesnar yeah. getting a big swing. <laughs> but what if he did that scream he does? <laughs> 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 Yeah. Sonya Deville is trying to deal with all the chaos backstage. Naomi tries to confront her. I almost said comfort her there. But Sonya tells her to sod off. <laughs> Drew McIntyre tells Sonya that he's issuing an open challenge to mark his first night on SmackDown. <laughs> Drew, is, what? Drew is so annoying. Because yeah, why are you telling Sonya that? Because, because she's the authority figure. And oh. Adam Pearce has just been murdered. She's yeah, Drew is telling the authority figure. Why is Drew McIntyre? Oh, okay, but, but Drew's annoying because, like... He's the guy who, like, everything's going wrong. She's so stressed. She's got a million things to deal with. And he's popping up like, I'm going to do an open... Can I just... Can I get your attention for one minute, Sonny? Sonny's like, oh, yeah, yeah. busy. And it's going to get worse for me in the main event segment. Have you seen Trent's button too? It's like, all right, all right, all right we're back to that, are we? It's not as good as the first one. Yeah, we know, we know. He does so and Sami Zayn answers. Drew wins. Sami Zayn has new music. And it's so good, he runs right into a big boot. <laughs> right. Govie Kingston leads the coronation. King Xavier Woods. You Wood. were very, I saw you tweeting about it. You were very happy about this. Uh, look, Xavier Woods. What a guy. He, he's one of these things where you say, like, if someone's a bit of a nerd, you're like, oh, it's just like me. You know, apart from the fact that Xavier Woods is amazingly talented, as well as athletic, as well as very intellectual, because he's a professor, Professor Xavier, legit. Got that from mm -hmm. that NXT University thing. Um, and now he's a king. Mm -hmm. Got to big them up, man. I know. I know it'll never happen because all parties have said no. But oh, this is such a a potential catalyst for a new day split. Oh, I, know. I, I can see them. I can see them feuding, but no. not splitting up. But like Woods just becoming like a, just like a, mm. a maniacal king, like the madness of King Xavier. Yeah. It was a great catalyst yeah. for that. But then they've said, oh, no. I would really enjoy, even if they all stay together after it, uh, uh, you know how everyone was talking about the Shield triple threat main event, which they blew on like... Battlecrown. That, that should have main evented any WrestleMania. True. But um, but yeah, the, the, a New Day triple threat would be really fun. Oh. When they're all, But they're all friends at the end, though. That could be the, the main event after the Cesaro Brock Lesnar match. Yeah. Let's just book <laughs> next year of WWE. <laughs> yeah. Who would you have win a New Day Triple Threat? You'd have Woods win. Right now, yeah. He's the one who needs it the most. Who would you Biggie, our Kofi, yeah. great, but here's the king. Who would you have win? Well, I feel like Woods would be the like a, an interesting choice because everybody would cat him out. Yeah. So, so Woods would probably do it. Maybe Kofi. I was going to go like for Kofi's Kofi, maybe but... got the, uh, the history, the, leg the legacy there. Kofi's my favorite, so I think I'd, yeah. yeah. Mansoor beats Mustafa Ali in a couple of minutes in the annual, uh, no, honestly, we're going to push Mansoor, not just a crown jewel thing. Yeah, okay. Also, Ridge Holland, Alia, Seamus, Angel Gaza, Anton Brachto, Carrillo, all get short backstage promos. Yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. like all it. Also starring. Like, I like that. It's yeah. nice. It's a yeah. good shout, that. Yeah. Hit Row introduce themselves. Hit Row. If you don't know, well, now you know. Now you know. Uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott and Top Dollar beat Dust Dustin Lawyer. 
And is that the guy's name? Dustin Lawyer? I looked on the YouTube, <laughs> on the YouTube clip. WWE had their names and their things, so yeah, I guess. So. Dusty Lawyer and Daniel Williams in a squash match. Yeah. yeah they, I thought Dan Williams had it. I thought he was going to win. They Thankfully, Hit Row sounded more like NXT than NXT 2.0. Yes, they mm. did. Good. They're clearly still writing their own stuff for now. Yeah. Happy Corbin takes on Nakamura. Unless, unless someone in WWE, unless Vince has just suddenly got really cool. But I don't know. I don't know Both if that's... shade, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Outside the ring, Madcap Moss stops Rick Boogs from playing the guitar during Nakamura's comeback. Nakamura attacks him, and this allows Corbin to blindside him and win the match. Boo! I'm sad that Ross isn't here, because he loves a bit of Madcap Moss. <laughs> he does. He really breaks these segments. I don't know if you'll know this song, but Ross gets really excited when Madcap Moss is He isn't... loves Madcap Why? Moss, does he not? He makes really bad jokes, I don't understand. Yeah. It's, it's great, it's great bands. Uh, do you think Corbin and Nakamura have wrestled too many times now? I feel like every time I put Smackdown on, mm. I'm seeing something between Corbin and Shinsuke Nakamura. Possibly. This is what we call a Smackdown. Right. A lot of it's good, mm. but they do love their repeats. Yeah. It's like UK TV gold. <laughs> Sonya Deville gets Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair to swallow. Oh, right. no. I forgot about this. I forgot about this. No. So I watched the... All right, I'll read it and then go. Sonya Deville gets Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair to swap titles since the both switch brands as champion. Charlotte deliberately drops the Raw title on the mat, so Becky throws a SmackDown belt at her. This was apparently real. Real is spelled in capital letters, so you know it's really real. Sasha Banks interrupts and argues with Charlotte uh, over who runs SmackDown. Becky says she's going to go to Raw. I'm Let off. them figure it out. Maybe she'll see one of them at Survivor Series. Sasha and Charlotte brawl with Sasha hitting a meteor off the apron. Sonya breaks it up to end the show. We don't care about that bit mm. with Sasha. So I watched this and just thought, these segments are so bloody stupid and weird <laughs> because no one looks good in them. It's so weird. All right, swap the titles because we have to when no one looks champ- champion-y I think that's, by going... I think that's important right. that the, to make that the first point, that this was a bad idea. Just swapping but they've the done this before and it's always just, all right, yeah. let's swap yeah. the titles so because that, that's, like, that's it. Like, that's not, big, you have to kill me to get this belt. That's a big catalyst for what happened, yeah. I, re- I reckon. So, yeah, they put, they put an unenviable position. So, like, all right, we'll go out there and don't look too bad in this naff segment. And so, all this drama over this segment as well is hilarious. Okay, well, you're supposed to do this, Charlotte. Yeah, drops the title. And I could just see a perspective going, well, I'm trying to do something with this. But then Becky throws the title at her. It was like a chest pass in basketball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Have I, is my mic still on there? Give me a shot. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's just to make sure you're paying attention, people at home. Mm. And then, yeah, I didn't get anything of it other than whatever usual crappy W stuff that I don't try not to pay too much attention to. And then backstage, what happened, lads? All kicking off. So Becky's livid because I th- from what According we According to gather, Mike Johnson of PW Insight. According to what On another note, is that my drink that you made me? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you. I should have said that. It's pretty stone cold now. No, it's, 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 it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's ringmaster. <laughs> um, so, so what was meant to apparently happen is the... They were meant to do the swap, but I think Becky was meant to for a second hold up the both belts. Now, this is a crucial bit. Sorry to interrupt briefly. No, please do. Was that the plan, or was that Becky won in that moment? Because I think that really is crucial here. Yeah, well, I look at us forensically very, like, now hang so, on. <laughs> frame 53, yeah. put it up on the screen, young Jamie. Becky was on the grassy knot. Oh, yeah, you go. I can't say that. I, think there was I was going to say it if you were going to say it. I think there was Back a, from what I understand, there was a call for that to be a bit. Mm. The fact that people were chanting Becky too bad. Yeah, yeah. Kind of said yeah. that that was the, the feeling in the room. But Charlotte, who uh, has apparently gone and said, no, no, because I will look weak 
if I'm not holding a title. And that <laughs> speaks for... Oh, was that what? She spent three years yeah. of her WWE run holding a title. Uh-huh. So you can understand why she'd yeah. be concerned. Uh, so they end, I don't know whether they ended up binning that bit off uh, or whether Becky just decided, oh, we're going to do it anyway because people are calling for it. That's why thought, she went to grab I it. I thought Sonya was trying to take Becky's belt off her as Becky was reaching for the other one. So I wonder if it was meant to happen or not. I don't know. Yeah, it kind of felt like it could have been a bit where Becky would have grabbed two belts and I, been a little I, bit I, obstinate for a minute and then did the business. But then Charlotte pushing the belt away yeah. and doing that little smug grin was almost like Charlotte going, I said we were That was really, that. yeah, that was really... Ugh. And the resulting uh, result of this was Charlotte being asked to leave after going to the verbal or physical confrontation with Escorted Becky? out by security. Escorted yeah. out by security. Apparently. Her, her and Becky right had a... And Andrade tweeting, screw WWE. Yeah. Her and, effect. her and Becky had a apparently a heated confrontation in front of Vince, but then Sonya also had one with Charlotte as well. And, and the report, the follow-up report from Mike Johnson was that this has been the culmination of a lot of issues with Charlotte and people feeling like she's being quite selfish and, and, and not very giving in promo segments. Basically trying to look strong over other people, right? Which if she'd done it 10 or 20 years ago, no one would have cared. <laughs> like everyone did that. Yeah. But now I wrote in my article this week, now it's like the backstage environment seems, at least on the surface, we don't really know, but it seems a lot more cooperative and more like a family backstage. Everyone seems to get on a lot more than they did. Yeah. And A family that gets released. When, I just uh, feel like it was a hard article mm-hmm. to write because I was trying to balance. I was like, on one hand, it's not cool from Charlotte. On the other hand, she, she's not murdered someone. You know, she's, it's not like the worst thing in the world. I'm glad because everyone piled on on Charlotte on social media, and I was a bit like, "Of course, look, yeah, yeah. I'm all right with Charlotte trying to make herself look good because that's what you're supposed to. This is this is Shades of '97. Mm. Yeah, why would I do this crappy segment where I give you a belt <laughs> where we both look, we're both baddies. Yes, we both have to look like putzes, like schmucks. I love old school words like that. Like idiots. Like rubes. Like rubes, exactly. Rick Rube. And uh, handing over these belts, the stupid bloody things, doesn't make any sense. WWE is at fault here for making such a rubbish shake. Absolutely. But they go, All right, well, let's try and make, I'll try and make myself not look like crap then. Mm. Uh oh, now everyone hates me. Oh no, this is misunderstanding. Now I look like crap because you made me look less like crap. I can't, I can't believe all this happened over this bit. You know what you could have I done? Think it's, I think it was like a boiling point. It was the straw that broke the back, wasn't it? Because the women's yeah. division's been so neglected for quite a while now. Like, Arguably, since Becky went on maternity leave, really, there's all those like news reports and stuff that uh, the Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis, they, they don't care about the women's division anymore, even though a few years ago it was the hottest thing in WWE. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, Tom. I was going to say that the in my own mind palace, hey. the, way, the way you, like, okay, instead of doing this championship exchange, would it have been so terrible to have got to had sort of a segment like that and then go, look, if you're not willing to hand the belts over, tell you what, they're both on the line in the main event. And right. it's Becky versus Charlotte versus Sasha. And then you have Becky. How does do- Sasha get in that match, Tom? Oh, she doesn't deserve it. <laughs> she had a dream that she had it made. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. had a dream there. She had a dream of a dream gone by. Um, and then you could have it. So Becky does a, a just a, a nefarious, cheeky, evil roll up on Charlotte to win the Raw title. And then the next falls for the SmackDown title. Oh, yeah. Charlotte, oh, do a we'll cheeky do the WrestleMania 2000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's surely a, a better thing mm. than. Here's a belt. It is better. Here's your belt. Oh, and also, all done for the ceremonial changing of the belts. And also, <laughs> also, this was like the main event segment as well. So this, yeah, I was very wasn't surprised. Even like they tried to hide it. They were like, oh yeah, we're swapping the belts. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. I think they should have both sat down and painted their belts the other color. That should have been the same. <laughs> oh, that would be mint. Slowly and calmly, just yep. Green is not a creative color. <laughs> Backstage, like man's like, what do we do? Charlotte refuses to do the belt, and then Triple H, our fans, people. 
One would shoot, shoot. Oh shoot. god! Or was it Cornet? <laughs> leg, Bubba. Or was it Cornet by Vincent Poole who suggested it first? Who knows? Oh, that's yeah. That's one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Or both of them said it. Yeah. Well, they both. Yeah, yeah. He planted the seeds. All <laughs> Charlotte there in the ring. There we go. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Wrecking camera equipment. Yeah. So good. AW Rampage. A beaten up Orange Cassidy faces powerhouse Hobbs in the first round of the world title eliminate the tournament. Hobbs dominates by using the ref on Cassidy to win with the mousetrap. Bit of a so crap what was it? finish, Powers, to be honest Hobbs with you. What? Dominates, but what? But loses because of the... He argues with the ref. Oh, argues with the ref. Sorry, right. Yeah. Whatever. I would have liked Hobbs to beat Orange yeah. Cassidy. I think it's one of these matches where I was like, uh-oh, we want both these dudes to look strong. Mm. Let's have a crap finish. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine yeah. with that. I like Orange Cassidy going on in the tournament. Fair first. enough. Yeah. Uh, Penta comes out for an interview with Tony Schiavone, but sees Las Superanas... In the crowd. Not them. He confronts them, thinking it's FTR. But the real FTR jumping from behind. Pac runs out to make the save. Um, so it's like Penta just dumb as hell now or something. Yeah. Look, dude, dude's dresses oh. them and they're really skinny. It must be FTR. Penta's never been the kayfabe cleverest wrestler. He's just got no fear, as he reminds us. No brain. Oh, that's <laughs> why he's not scared of anything. Yeah, he <laughs> he's right. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. Anna Jay faces Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. AMD. Britt wins with the uh, Lockjaw, which is like grinder with hugs, and continues the attack afterwards. Tay Conti makes a save and chases Britt away before hurling up the Women's Championship before getting in a heated confrontation backstage. Yes. No, okay. No, um, but no, um, yeah, cool, I think. Yeah. I think I'm all right with that, yeah. No, fine. And Pac beats Andrade in a sweet main yeah, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what oh, we wanted to get to. Yeah. Rolling him up after so a furious nice. exchange. After what looked like AEW presents SmackDown, we've got uh, this magnificent main event. The lights go out. Malachi Black is in the ring. He spits Mr. Pac and helps Andrade beat him down, although Andrade seems surprised. Uh, Han Anderson walks down the ramp and fires his imaginary Glock at Black. <laughs> it was jumped from behind by Cody. No. Pac and Cody send the bad guys out of the ring to end the show. No. All right. All, the, all that stuff was... <laughs> I, I was all right. And when this happened, alarm bells started to ring in no. my head and adrenaline filled my soul. <laughs> Every of my thoughts was out of control. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. Oh, so I thought you were do it. Then my dad rang me and said, hard times, my friend. <laughs> and then someone tried to carjack me and I ran away. <laughs> Keep the car... But yeah, Pac versus Andrade. Um, some people oh, have line of being very critical of Andrade and Pac for not delivering the goods previously or not being what they used to be. Tish, Piffle, and other words from the 1700s. They killed it. They were great. This was so good. Best, best match in, Ramp- in Rampage's short histoire. <sighs> oh, was there another one? This is well. If there was, this is the best one. There's been some Danny Garcia stuff, but you know yeah. what? Yeah, this you're right. This had the local lad. Yeah. 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 I said yeah. it's our boy doing well. Yeah. Over, over the moon. Over the moon. This was great. Yeah. He did great. go over the moon. That's right. Really On the ramp and everywhere else. He did. Magnificent. Uh, AW Dynamite Part 1. Oh, no. Brian Danielson beats Dustin this. Rhodes to progress in the number one contender tournament. Lovely match. Love mm. Dustin. Love Danielson. Dustin's still got it somehow. They call him the natural. Well, yeah, he actually is. Yeah. 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 He's older than dirt. Yeah, he's class. Nice bit where Danielson was giving him the, the we can't call them yes kicks kicks, mm. and then you just and then Dustin takes about four of them, then just 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 gets up and just mm. sizes him up, saying, "Come on, is that you got? I'm ready." It's like, yeah, Remem- that's cool. Remember that he's yeah. Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, remember who he is. That's nice, you know. Because if that had happened in WWE, it would have been Daniel Bryan battering Goldust in about three minutes. Yeah. So this and and it's the same characters, same but different place, and you have yourself a very 
entertaining it, match. It was such a cool moment. It's one of my favorite live wrestling moments ever was at Double or Nothing, slowly realizing over the course of the match that Dustin Rhodes was still excellent and just being like, wow. Because I think we were all expecting that to be a great story match, like mm. with Cody and Dustin. But I don't think we were expecting it to be as much of a great match as it was. Mm. It was such a cool moment. It's good to see a Rhodes getting so over as a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> Have I, told this such story? A popular, Have I told the story about star. the press conference at Double or Nothing, or the, the public, the one that was open to the public, where like in I think were you there? I'm not sure if you were there, but me and Simon Ross went, and Dustin Rhodes unveiled the the Dustin Rhodes unveiled the Dusty's favorite T-shirt, and everyone went oh, and then I ran down the front with my phone to film him walking off the side because um for like the social media just to put on like Dustin's just unveiled this and now he's walking off like trying to be a news reporter right. And then Dustin saw me run down with like a few other people just with my phone up. But he thought I was like just a, a big Dustin Rhodes fan because the video I took captures him walking over and going like, yeah, like, hey, buddy. He just gives me like a high ah! five. I was just like, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay. Thank you, Dustin Rhodes. It was cool though. I got a high five Dustin. Aww. So I was like, what a, I was what a lovely guy. Comfortably in my 20s. So was he stage, like, yeah, that's like, right. I'm the favorite. I'm the best. Oh, hey, man. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's walking off just starts really, like, so he sets the scene. And in my mind at that point, I thought, to Dustin Rhodes, I must have looked like a 12-year-old. Just like, <laughs> yeah, yay. High-five me, Dustin. <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, but I got to high-five Dustin Rhodes. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I was 12 years old at that moment. Aww, yay. Bless you. Not that. Yeah. I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, backstage, Kenny Omega says he knows Hangman's insecurities. And if the fans knew Hangman like he does, there's no way they'd pick him to win at full gear. <laughs> I'm scared for the go-home show, or maybe sometimes they do the big angle, like two shows before the big pay-per-view, and then the, the yeah. real go-home show's got like a B storyline going on in it. Like, I'm scared for whenever they have the final segment building up to Hangman Omega, because they're going to be brutal to Hangman to really beat him down before that, and I think it's going to be uncomfortable because they're going to like... You're nothing. Like you've never been. I'm just gonna be like, no, it'll work. It'll be effective. But I'm just, I'm bracing myself for them to be horrible to my boy. Oh, I know. Mm. Our boy. Everyone's gonna rub the TV. Gonna high five. Like, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. They're gonna dig. They're gonna push him even further down. So, yeah. so his, his rise up is even greater. Mm. I'm, I'm cool with that. I am, but yeah, I'm but just. Uh, I'm, the the I'm, line's gonna be though. You're not cowboy poo. You're just poo. Oh. oh. He's yeah. like, no, I'm a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's his entrance going to be? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. How great, though, right, that we're at this point with Hangman Adam Page. Because when AEW was conceptualized, that's three times we've used that word today. Uh, um, and, and like Adam Page was like, going to be the man. Like they said, oh, Adam Page is going to be the guy. And it yeah. slowly dawned on everybody that, no. Not yet. No. Yeah. And we've just watched this character dip back a bit, find find the voice. Yeah. You know, get a little bit of of story, some pathos in there as well. And we've just and they've just wove this oh. story for a year. For... And it's just and I and I get that, you know, some people very much come down that the tribalistic route of wrestling is WWE, it's AEW. But you know what? The one thing I've and I'm I'm not I'm neither I'm I want good wrestling. But here's the thing consistently, whenever I've had the the honor of being on here, you know, and trying to get my own jokes over, which I'm trying not to do today. Mm. I don't know whether anybody's noticed. No, uh, yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> but one thing I've always loved and called for is a, what a year long feud, like a year long slow build yeah. feud. We are so quick to go do that match now. Quick, quick, quick. Give the belt to Braun Breaker. Um, we're so quick to do that. Like, I love a year long thing. And this has just been so beautifully 
woven and told, taken away, given, snatched away, pushed forward. And, 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 and I do believe that if Adam Page becomes AEW champion... Uh, at the pay-per-view next month, it might be one of the greatest stories of the past 10 years. Yeah, it's... Mm. it's he's, he's, if he does. I mean, they could completely... I hope they don't. Screw the They're not going to screw it up because Tony Khan's doing it. Yeah. Now. He actually knows how to do it. It's they not, it's not all of them giving their own submissions and ideas. Kenny Omega gets a really slow three count on Adam Page. Ah. Then Bret Hart comes around no. and goes, I don't want to see Montreal again! I think... Nick Patrick, <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you doing here? I think as a... Like a, a very human and, and sympathetic character. He's one of the best written or developed characters I can ever think of in wrestling. It, Hang, man. Like I'm going to say just, this. When he started, I'm like, oh, it's the guy who's the crappy headbutt off the apron, whatever. That was a sick and headbutt. It was, it was a sick headbutt. It's, yeah, it made me sick. <laughs> and now it's, oh, God, I love you. It, yeah, it, it just shows whole, you can prove people so much with yeah. the right writing, the right build. I, I love that they went the other way with it because he betrayed the Young Bucks. Remember? It looked like he was going to be the heel. And yeah, that was such the wrong decision because people didn't like the Young Bucks because they're meant to be heels. They're the Young Bucks. And people do like Hangman. And it, yeah, All it the elite are heels. They just don't know it. <laughs> uh, so Tony Schiavone brings That's out right. Sting. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. All the elite are heels. Yeah. Oh, no. Not, oh. No, not all of them. No, no. Just, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Tony Giovanni brings out Sting for an update on Darby Allen, but then up to buy MJF. MJF says that Sting isn't a good guy. He's part of the elite. Uh, he left all his fans, just like he left Lex Luger in a wheelchair. Yeah, Jesus. what the hell, man, Max? Uh, Sting attacks, but the rest of the stable arrive to beat him down, sending a message to Darby. MJF KOs him with a dynamite diamond ring. Later, Wardlow confronts MJF about pushing him in front of Sting last week. MGF says Wardlow's been under a lot of stress recently, so has assigned Sean Spears to be his accountability. Nice. What's that going to lead to then? Uh, accountability shirts on PWTs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's once again MGF comes out and gets heat so cheap. It's that little for three for one. Yeah, it's, he's gone for the he's gone for the <sighs> obvious there. And then, and you know what? It, it, that's what MJF does. Like mm. that's thing is he goes, hey, here's a controversial thing. Yeah. But he didn't used to. He used to be like, no, I'm better than you because of this. Blah, blah, what blah, was blah, his blah. first now pro at like, AEW? Look out, Brett, there's a fan. <laughs> yeah, you. but that's just, that just happened. It wasn't like the worst thing that I've ever, I mean, actually. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't want to think about what MGF would say to Brett right now. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's like, okay, whatever. It's, it has its place. It's working. People boo him. He's become a meme on TikTok. Mm. Has he? Yeah, because he did that promo about something, something. Mid. Uh, mid. It's been people like, okay, uh, okay. like posting stuff that's mid. Right. That's the dream now, to become a meme on TikTok. That's it. That's that's it. MGF's got those TikTok dollars to go with his Doge coins. <laughs> uh, backstage, Britt Baker is fuming. Fuming that Tay Conti put her hands on her belt. She says she's going to kick Conti's ass and that she loves showing everyone so much. That that Conti loves showing everyone so much. Not my words, the words of Dr. Britt Baker. DM. Oh, oh, the battle of the... Right, right, right. So Sorry, Britt Baker went, I'm well. going to kick your ass that you show off to everyone. You, you, you... I, I you butt-showing person. Yeah, 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 showing yeah. woman. Yes. Yeah. Afterwards, Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho beats Penelope Ford in the first round of the TBS tournament, despite interference from the bunny. They look to attack Ruby afterwards, but Red Velvet makes the save. Red Velvet, give me Thank you, Jack. Sorry. Bobby, Bobby Fish beats Andy Green and beats him down after the match. So Anti Punk, Green? Anthony Green. <laughs> oh. Andy Green. Uh, is that. <laughs> Andy Green on go of Andy June. Is that June, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the IMAX. Being down after the match, the CM Punk runs out to chase Fish out the ring from his lifelong friend, uh, Andy Jean. Yeah, he loves Anthony Green, apparently. Yeah, that's the. He didn't save Sting earlier. Yeah. 
But he saves Anthony Green, isn't there? No? Yeah, no. Eddie Kingston beats Lance Archer in the tournament, running him off after a terrifying Miss Moonsault from Archer. Yeah. And Tony's just showing in the crowd going, yeah. But uh, Lance, late the next day, Lance went on Twitter and said, look, these things happen. AEW, look after me. It's fine. I'll be back. So yeah. he's all right. It was. It looked worse than it was, thankfully. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. great, but he walked out on his own steam and he was able to tweet the next day. Yeah. And it's a good job fine. that the AEW referees now are like, mm, let me just test. No, 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 no. Just get pinned. Yeah. Like, nah, nah. It, 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 it's only wrestling, pal. Don't worry about it. Like, yeah. we've, they've learned from the Matt Hardy thing. Yeah. So. Well, that's good to see. That's the second. That's the second. Was it Reg? Didn't um, we have the G1 climax on Monday where we had that incident with Ibushi? I don't know whether it was on Monday or not. Was there, was I think it, it might have been a little week. bit longer ago. Yeah, might have been. Sorry, yeah. time is a construct in my head, and I was yeah. just just drawn to that how yeah. uh, how Red Shoes was able to go. Right, that's it. You're done. Call yeah. it. And then um, you know we want the AEW refs to be in a similar place. They go, yeah, okay, that's it. We're done. Mm. I'm just going to call time there. Yeah, it's like in the olden days. Like I just got up. Yeah, like I have to finish the match. It's like. No, on the, on the classic Raw they review. They know it's fake. That's it. That's it. But you don't need to push yourself as much as you did. But on the, I remember on the classic Raw review, we did a thing and we talked about a set of tapings where in the first match, Bob Holly got a concussion. Mm. But he had two more matches to work that <sighs> oh, night. So God. we worked them. Um, like, that would never happen. No. Now, thankfully, mm-hmm. I'm glad of it. Let's, you know, let's look after people. Yeah. And not give the crowd three Bob Holly matches. Dan Lambert is in the ring with Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page who run down the inner circle. Sammy Guevara interrupts, and Lambert says he's proud of him for actually doing well on the mic. <laughs> Dan Lambert's just a smarky internet man. So even when Sammy Guevara's got in a promo, he's like, that's, that's better than your normal promos, you. It's a good way to like, yeah, you may have got over me, but I'm just going to insult you for being good. He's a um, massive wrestling fan. Yeah. Like, oh, he loves, he's got tell. a wide selection yeah. of like classic championship belts, yeah. is Dan Lambert. Yeah. Uh, Lambert reveals the stipulations for the big 10-man tag match to go ahead. Sammy has to defend the TNT title against Ethan Page, but if he loses, he'll leave the inner circle forever. Sammy mm. agrees on the condition that if he beats Page, he gets to pick the members of American top team in the tag match. These forever stipulations ruin it a little bit for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like they do too many of them. The worst one was when the Bucks said they'd never again, charge for the belts. If... You can tell the storyline's better now because Tony Khan's got control because we're not getting silly situations oh, like that. Matthew, you they... seem to think that Tony Khan is Gato in 2010. Compared to, let's just have the elite write everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad can happen. This won't look like a dog's dinner. God tell you, Sour Boy is tearing the upstairs office apart. So you know Carl Anderson's character, right? On being, I'm not, I'm not oh, too right, right. on being the elite, but Carl Anderson for some, I don't really get it. I don't know if you're meant to. But he's always like, like people live on Twitter, and it's. I think it's just because everyone else can't stop laughing around it. But everyone, the books are always like, "You got something sour in your mouth, there, sour boy." And Anderson's like, "Yeah." And I don't understand why is it funny. I don't get a lot of the AW. uh, Sorry, the being the elite humor. It's that sort of abstract anti-humor that all the kids are doing these days. It's got to be something. It's not funny. It's got to be an in-joke. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, Everything is an in-joke. But some of the lads upstairs find it funny. It's funny because I think it's funny because it's not funny, and then. We showed it to Triple Jump, specifically the members of Triple Jump, so not Ben, basically, who aren't, have no idea about wrestling, like they don't understand. And Ashton was like, I hate those guys in the tassels. And I was like, good, that's the very point of, of the good. young ones. I like them. <laughs> uh, the bad guys look ready to take Sammy down, but Hager, Santana, Ortiz chase them away. Again, Dan Lambert's talking, he's good in his role, but again, Scorpio's guy, Nathan Page, they don't need a manager. No. It, it's a bit weird casting. Mm. I think it's more just so they've got some wrestling chops in the top team. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Jungle Boy easily beats Brian and Cutler and keeps in the submission while calling out the elite. 
Alan Cole appears and Jungle Boy attacks him, but turns into super kicks from the books that he beat down Jungle Boy and throw him off the stage through a table, but not before giving him a big kiss. That was cool. Oh, what? That was going through. <laughs> Cody faces Malachi Black. Midway through the match, Andrade heads out and taunts Arn Anderson. Andrade's Why assistant. Why did he do that, first of all? Well, because he did it on Rampage yeah, to yeah. Um, got you. Andrade's assistant, Jose, tries to blindside Arn, but is hit with a classic Glock. The good bit first, the good bit, the good the spine buster. I'm listening. He didn't come match it. Jose comes in. <laughs> Malachi missed Arn. Stop looking at me. While Pac attacked Andrade, and they brawl on the ramp. Cody ends up winning. I don't want to talk about it, it says. So, Jack, yeah. talk about it. Why did he... Why? Uh, why? Why, man? Why couldn't they just leave it? Cody is the heel who doesn't know he's a heel. Maybe he's still doing that after the promo on Dynamite 2 that we're going to talk about in a bit. Yeah. But he didn't need to do this, man. Go on then, Tom. Saving the day. <laughs> <laughs> Saving the day. No. I came back by Christmas Eve. Why did he? <laughs> why did he have to save the day this time? Why couldn't Cause he? I'm the Cody Rhodes and I'm the best now, one. I have seen people. Everybody likes me. Do you like Homeland? So do I. It's brilliant. Do you no, like my outfit? I'm like from Homeland. No, he's not. He's Homelander. From yeah. the boys. Homeland's a different show completely. I also like Homeland. Hi, I'm Homelander from the show Homeland. <laughs> <laughs> now, for Halloween, and I'm this dressing is, as Homeland. And this is Chris Jericho from the show Jericho. Now, <laughs> is he not from Jericho? <laughs> now, uh, imagine my shock when I watched Oz. <laughs> when Kevin, Nash was, Kevin Nash was nowhere to be found. Homer never talks about his, his distant <laughs> relative, OJ. <laughs> now... Why? Anyway, back to Jack. Go on, Jack. Look miserable. Why did he do this? <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying that for months. <laughs> but I thought they'd learned, and I thought he was... Because I, mean, I am Mike... awesome. Everybody <laughs> thinks that I am a team. Is he a bit like the guy in The Office who thinks they're a brilliant laugh? No. Oh, the Office comedian. Like, Cody, Cody oh. is a brilliant laugh. Do you think I'm funny? <laughs> Cody's not Brent, okay? <laughs> it's Cody Rhodes, the David Brent of AEW. <laughs> Walks into walks into the meetings. Hello. You're why did he Why did he win? Because he doesn't do bad jobs. Yeah. Your WWE lot of little slugs. Yeah. Did you hear Pierce Cody? Oh yeah. He says when too long. Yeah. Cody wears that jacket. Sergio Giorgini. <laughs> <laughs> Cody's not David Brent. Um, I think this story still has legs. I think something else is going to happen. Maybe not with Malachi Black involved. I think Cody will still. Save the day. Turn heel, but think he's saving the day. They were onto something so good after the last one. Do you know what? I and will. This feels like a reversion. I will me. be. Re I will be the better obscure company. I will do a little reversion of my own. Um, Alistair Black, Malachi Black, apologies. Um, put on Twitter like the whole thing about the match, saying, "Yeah, you won, but at what cost?" Oh no, but he talks about this. I was going to say yeah. that for Dynamite too. Okay, we'll stay. We'll, we'll yeah. put a pin in that because he cut a yeah. promo about that along those lines. Part two of Jack's opinion coming next. Put a pin in that. Monday Night that Raw. That was not my... But I, I, how Jack's dare you? Jack's it was you opinion. two. It was a great opinion, Jack. I agree yeah. with everything Jack's you said. Jack's great opinion. Jack's great opinion <laughs> of the week. <laughs> I wonder who got the power. <laughs> Big E opens the show and thanks Drew McIntyre for pushing him hard at Crown Jewel. But now he needs a new challenger. Seth Rollins interrupts, as does Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor and Kevin Owens. Owens points out that Seth was the man he beat for the Universal title, so Seth attacks. Owens goes for the stunner and Seth bails, 
Sonia Deville arrives and books a four-way number one contender's ladder match. Bit out of nowhere. Yeah. But to I, say the least. Oh, wait, it's the season premiere. Yeah. It reminded me of that Raw after the WrestleMania where 32, where Roman had just beaten Triple H. And then out of nowhere, they had a four-way match the next night on Raw and AJ Styles won it. And Cesaro Even after they'd lost to Jericho, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you never should have lost to Jericho. But um, it reminded me of that. Like, right, this is the new thing. Here comes the new story. I wasn't against it, but I just hate promo parades. Well, know? we get them every single Raw, so, yeah. yeah it's just they're here to stay. Like but at least Kevin Owens was like, I'll add a match. And you went, yay. <laughs> I like the bit where Owens was like, I remember pinning you for the Universal title. You were lying about here. He didn't mention that Triple H had won the match for him. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, you know. yeah. At the same time, though, it's like, wait, haven't we just had the, the draft? Yeah. But we're seeing Seth versus Ray. Oh, no. Uh... And Owens and then Mike, haven't we all seen this? There was another one anyway. Later, there was another one later on where I was like, not this much. Wait, again. It's like, I haven't hang on. seen it on Raw though. Now it's red. In yeah, po- in pog form. Oh, in pog form. Yeah. Yeah. The Street Profits take on Alpha Academy, the Dirty Dogs, with the winning team getting a title shot later tonight. We haven't seen it on Raw though. <laughs> but come on, but come on. Almost interferes and knocks out Dawkins, allowing the dogs to pick up the win. Yes! The dirty dogs! Very rare to <laughs> see them. Have, I know. They're my yeah. favorite. Like, then I was about to say crap team. They're both excellent wrestlers, but like, they're, they're booked rubbish. But they're my favorite crap tag team. Well, nothing little to do, really. I just love just... how they call the dirty dogs for no reason. <laughs> and no merch. Yeah. Still. Man. Despite that, I mean, look at this, right? Dirty dogs, Alpha Academy, Street Profits, yeah. AJ Nomos, Riddle and Orton, wait, wait. the Mysterios. Cut to that meme of a man holding a butterfly. Is yeah. this a tag team division? I've never understood hmm. that meme. I'm gonna be one of. I'm gonna be old now and say that I've never understood that Wait. butterfly meme. What we mean? Is you this don't understand a, it? Is this a whatever? It's because it's someone. It, it, <laughs> What's being said there? Is he saying like? Is the thing meant to be really obvious or really silly? Or the I person's don't... like getting it wrong. I oh, got you. Got you. That's why I didn't. That's a bit I didn't understand. Mm. Yeah, like, oh, I was trying to think of an example off the top of my head for one that was not nerdy and one that you'll get. Mm, help me out here. I know, some, I, think, I know some memes. I think initially I it was... I know the ghost yeah, looks at the Yeah, camera. I was trying to think of something that would actually work. I think work initially it was uh, meant to I be... I remember Boxy. Um, for <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well done. I, I think oh, in, I know, like, the Young Bucks super kicking referee backstage. Is this being a face? Yeah. No. Okay. There you go. I've got you yeah. now. Yeah. There's an element of obliviousness to it. Yes, that's the idea. Right. But I think it's also been taken touch out of context, hence the reason I did it, where I'm actually like, oh, this is this is actually a tag team division. Right, like, oh, well, I can't believe it. No, wait, that. yeah, you, you've not done it right. Oh, no. It is a tag team division. <clears throat> Isn't it ironic? No, you've messed up, Tom. It's like Ray. <laughs> no, Tom. <laughs> On your wedding day. <laughs> that was so, yeah, you're that right. Was you like, do, I didn't even realize wait, that until you pointed out. Yeah, that's that not was, how the meme works. Is so, this a tag team? Yeah, it is. That was so like Chris Morris scolding Peter O'Hanra. <laughs> no, you've messed up. I didn't you, like it. You've lost but the I'm news. I'm going to go along with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've, you've upset quite a few people in the comments who were who were marching to tell me the butterfly meme was wrong, and now you've told me yeah. they don't need to. Like this week, oh, bless him. Jay from OSW was in a chat. And they posted, apparently Family Guy did the, hey, let's do a To Be Continued meme. And he goes, what? Puts out Rocket Launcher and he fires it. And it's the, the Joe, do, 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 Yeah. But it, they don't do it right. They get the meme wrong. Oh, where Family Guy. He, he, he gets hit and he's exploding. That mid-explosion do the To Be Continued. It's like, no, that theory is it's before it happens. Uh, it's like, do, 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 do. Maybe that was on purpose. Yeah. 
But that's what people are saying. Have they got it wrong or are they doing it deliberately wrong? And no one can tell, but people just edited straight away to make it right. Uh, Maybe I did that deliberately. Maybe you are family guy in 2021. I'm pretty sure I probably would be family guy. (laughs) In 2021. I'm zombie family guy. Anyway, I love it. Like Alan Partridge, full full on. Stop getting memes wrong. (laughs) To show that we're still cool with the kids. So yes, this is a tag team division. And I thought this was a nice match to see the Alpha Academy busting out their cool stuff. Yeah, 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 fair enough. It was a good match. Yeah. Um, almost without AJ Styles, which was a bit of a news thing this week. Yeah. AJ wasn't there. We don't know what's well, going on. Oh, hang on, on. wait a minute. Randy Orton missed a week mm. on Raw. Mm. Like, what's happened? And he showed up. Yeah. It's like, oh, I had a week off, sorry. Yeah, he might have just had a week <laughs> off. I had a week off. I, I went to the zoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> went to Long Stanton Spice Museum. Yeah. Ooh. For the day. I want to see I a bit of that next week. But five a meme. Is this a oh, Spice oh, Museum? I would. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he saved it. He's brought it back. Now, someone's going to do you doing that and going, is this the butterfly meme? Ah. No one's going to do me. Oh. <laughs> Zena Vega has her official coronation as queen. She faces Dewdrop again and wins for a second time, this time with the use of her royal scepter as we get the full-on, I'm a bad person now. I'm a tyrant. Yes. Evil <laughs> queen tyrant. You know what? I'm, I'm glad they're fixing the Zelina Vega thing. You know, they, they brought her back with little to no fanfare, had to lose a bunch of matches, kind of just lost in the shuffle. And it's like, oh, by the way, you're now queen of the ring in a, in a, in a tournament that lasted roughly the length of an episode of Frasier. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was it was like under 20 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. For... He's got the same length as uh, Jack's rant on Cody. <laughs> uh, um, I like how they've... <laughs> This is like a weird punishment rib, one of them ones, like mm. Perry Saturn having stupid gimmicks and that, because they've gone, you want a union, do you? We'll make you a monarch. Then you'll see. I said last week, like, oh, oh, yeah. you either become, no, yeah, become pro-union or you become a monarch. <laughs> That's great. I don't think they actually have. That would be weird. <laughs> Becky Lynch is here to remind us that she never lost the Raw Women's title and doesn't plan on starting now. Banker Belair interrupts and wants a rematch. They brawl and Becky hits a Russian leg sweep with the kendo stick. A white Russian leg? Like Simon himself. I was about to say, uh, yeah. Simon called that the white Russian mm. leg sweep. She agreed. What was this other moves? The Heineken Rana. <laughs> Ro- the Rolling Rock. The Rolling Rock, that's right. Off the top rope. Yeah. And uh, that was it. She agrees to give Belair a title shot, but not tonight. Womp womp. Boo. 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 We're still cheering you, Becky. Boo. Yeah. She's so cool. How can you not? Yeah. Damien Priest faces T-Bar, who gets himself DQ'd by throwing the announcer's chair at Priest. Priest snaps and beats down T-Bar. Poor T-Bar. <laughs> Poor T-Bar. Donovan. Dijak- I can't remember what Dijakovic. his names have been, yeah, but his other one. Dominic- Dijak. Di- yeah, what was his first name then? Donovan. Donovan Dijak. Yeah, poor guy. He was putting on five-star matches on the Indies with Keith Lee. Bearcat Lee. Kerr. And now he's getting battered by Priest. Yeah. Is this uh, the beginning of a heel turn for Priest. Could be. It was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> he wasn't going to uh, do it. it no, it's Tiva. No, it could be. No, just, no just, he, he messed with I, him, so he messed with him back. It, I, oh, I'm seeing, no, 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 I'm seeing shades of Moxley in AW, who's also yeah. battering people and just walking off. Yeah, I thought it might be maybe sort of giving yeah. a little twist to the. Yeah, dark. You, you, you know the expression, him. Tom. If you get, if you know, you mess with the horns, you get horny. I can. <laughs> you get an out, announcer's chair to the guts. Yeah. You I get a new theme music. Oh, I didn't notice. See a little twister room, maybe. They're dropping all the archer stuff with Priest as well. That's cool. That's what makes me want to cheer him. Yeah, I like the Yeah, but he never never did any twanging. He always twanged. 
Two for chip went right. No DQ was it? Right. <laughs> like, oh, oh, no, no, put it down. Put it down. When See? I when I was a teenager and I was starting to get into like the rock music, my mum used to like say like, oh, what's that rubbish you're listening to? Like parents do all that yeah. twanging and banging, twanging <laughs> and banging. It. And she meant the guitars and the drums. Twanging <laughs> and banging. But I just remember thinking like, oh, don't say that. Oh, that's great. <laughs> mm. That gangrel. Uh, go and listen to Erasure, ma'am. Go on. <laughs> she's like, great band, to be fair. She's got good she's music. She's like, yeah, I yeah. will, Jack. She's child of the 80s. She's got great music. Too. <laughs> yeah. it, it's that's when you realise you're an adult, when all the music your parents listen to, you listen to yourself willingly, like, oh, it's actually good. It's actually this. class, yeah. yeah. It's quite yeah. Like, Maybe we should have a little respect. Oh. Stop. Carmella beats Liv Never Morgan again. Never took the radio DJ in a battle of <laughs> songs. Yeah. And then Beer Cat Lee. Grr, beer Cat! You called him this last week as well. Beer Cat! Beer Cat. Oh, He's a bear. Beer Cat! He's a I, bear. I, I'm more used to saying Beer <laughs> Cat. As in, don't Ooh, give any right. beer. No, he's, oh, he's acting. Was, he's acting. Oh, I thought he was, doing was so convincing. Is this a Beer Cat? Is this a Beer Cat? I'm so used to saying, like, don't give any beer to that cat. Then I've, <laughs> then I've ever said bear cat. That's in my head. That doesn't sound right. You also, I feel like is that a weird um, amalgamation? Like this is like a quirk of yours because you also, when it was a ring name, used to call her Beer Priestley as well. When there's an E and an A, you say beer. 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 How do you say beer? Wait, how do I say B E A? Yeah. Bear. Bear cat. If there's an you R call it Bear it, Priestley. If there's an R after it, I say bear. B Priestley, like the oh. animal. Like the animal. <laughs> We ain't called a bee an animal, is yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, some bee. technically bees it's an insect. An insect. But, it but is... insects are animals. Yeah. Is this a bee? Is this a bee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bees are terrible. I, I don't Richard wanna... loved that one. So, Look oh, at him. He? There you go. Right. One. I don't want to let this slide. You said, I've more often said, stop feeding beer to that cat than I said bear cat. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Bishop. Ah. <sighs> Carry on. <laughs> anyway, um... You'll come around my house. The artist formerly known as uh, Keith beats Cedric Alexander easily. I like how uh, so we this week uh, Keith was on um, our character of Ryan Satin, and he said Vince is very very much hands on with his character in particular. Like Vince is very <sighs> you, don't, you don't want that. You want the character from the sixties. He's hands on with is he? Oh, yeah, good. he is. He's very much he, he he's controlling like the stuff that he's doing, and it's like why would you hire someone like Keith Lee and go? Can you just come in and do? None of the things that got you noticed in the first place. Mm. And then when he does that, they go, hmm, I can't figure out why it's not clicking. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make him a I saw him on PWG. I liked your work. Yeah. I I, I read a, was it, I think it was possibly, is it Ryan Hall? One of the four one mania writers did the recap for Raw this week. And as I was watching it, I also, in case I missed anything, was reading the recap as well. And in his recap of this match, he said, yeah, Keith Lee didn't do any of the cool stuff that makes him cool. And then I watched it and I was like, why have they done this? But now that you've said that, mm. that Vince is really hands-on, I'm like... Vince would never uh, Vince have a big he, lad Vince doing thinks, insults. Vince thinks he knows better, does he? Well, yeah. Vince just knows a big lad should do big lad things. But he's turning into a generic big lad. Yeah, it's not cool. Just because he's called Bearcat doesn't mean he's as interesting yeah. as I he like was. He's like, okay, that's his frame of reference. It mm. could be worse, right? I see you in a fatty arbuckle role. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been much worse. Yeah. Have you seen that new film, Gone with the Wind? Oh, <laughs> uh, where are we going? Austin Theory interrupts the Mysterious backstage and wants Dominic to take a photo of him and Ray. Dominic instead wants a match, with Ray offering to be at ringside. Dom declines. 
theory wins and takes a selfie with the ref. Uh, the kids these days call normal photos selfies even. Yeah, I've heard a few people saying selfies when it comes to photo with them Sel- in. And selfie now just means photo of a person. <laughs> it's a ah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird, that. Look at this selfie. Yeah. Do you think... Yeah. <laughs> Do you think uh, is this a, is this a is selfie? This a photograph? Do you think a selfie... Do you think a normal photo is a reverse selfie? An ellipse. Yes. <laughs> <God>. Yes. <laughs> Dom and Ray, are they going to feud? No. No. They don't want to, do they? Uh, <laughs> two of the great... Uh, the two of the great... Sp- Team splits in the wrestling world. They've both got nah. Mm. <laughs> so there you go. Which is why I think every other team around them is being split up instead. Mm. Yeah. Now, when it happens, it'll be good, I think. Uh, RK Bro successfully defend the tag titles against those dirty, dirty dogs. The beer dogs. Yeah, I'm do. sad, but it was never on the cards for the dirty dogs to win this match, unfortunately. But they were screwed because they'd been through a a strenuous triple threat tag team match earlier in the night. So now they've got reason for a rematch. They do. And, ah. I'm, bloody good. I, and I, I'm telling them now, I would love it if they beat them. Yeah. Yeah. Be a good match. Uh, Seth Rollins wins the main event ladder match to become the next number one contender. Big E arrives for a stare down on the ramp. Seth wants a handshake, but Big E just smiles. Seth heads the back for an interview and says that Raw is his show. He's back and more annoying than ever. Uh, the ladder match was... They expected crazy from... Yeah, it was a really solid main event on Raw. Really enjoyed what they did there. Like, a season premiere, they want to build to a big match in the third hour. So that's... That's what Kevin Owens about. Kevin Owens taking all the bumps. Oh, mm. Everyone came away from this match going, Kevin Owens is so good. And then Kevin Owens went on Twitter and went, Rey Mysterio is so good. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what a guy. Kevin Owens is like me at like, Charlie Chalks or Wacky Warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, diving on all the stuff. Going for it. Yeah, so... It was a nice ladder match. Yeah. Surprising that they do this the day before. NXT 2.0, Toxic Attraction, win a scary no, NXT, three-way tag NXT team ladder Halloween match. Halloween Havoc. That's right. Mm. And they played Havoc with themselves in this three-way ladder match, become the new NXT Tag Team Women's Champions. Uh, right. Io Shirai nearly died. So I read on Twitter, and the way people looked like it, it was going to be like the worst match of all time where they didn't know how to climb up a ladder or something. I thought it was solid. Yeah. But... Yeah, there were some moments here. The Phoenix Splash, which was all Phoenix in their splash. <laughs> and then Io Shirai taking that bump. It's weird, isn't it? Because Kevin Owens just got destroyed, as he always does in these ladder matches. And it's like, ah, it's fine. Big lad, no. he can take it. Because Io Shirai's smaller, no, people I, look at her and go, oh, God, she just bounced off that ladder like she was a fly I, against I, a, a van's no, windshield. I, I took it more as, like, she kind of, because she's so, like, agile and that. She saved herself from a much worse landing because she kind of rolls and lands properly. But I think every, so at she least takes a bump. I, I took it as everyone reacting like, whoa, because it, it could have gone really, like the, the way the ladder like springs off the ropes and stuff. It yeah. could have gone really bad. And, but yeah. at the same time, it's funny because it's like, yeah, you know, they're all doing Yoshi wrestling, right? Have you seen what they're doing to each other? She's fine. Mm. No, I don't watch that. that crap. Of course you don't. No, I'm joking. Yes. No, I'm not going to. No, I'm why not have gonna, you said it to I'm me? I'm going to clip it. I know, I'm not going to. You know, picture storms the corner. Jack going, is this crap? I'm not gonna t- um, taunt Joshi Twitter again. Good, bunch of white dudes defending something. Oh, just, I've done it again. Oh no! What were your thoughts on this What's match, that? Tom? A million notifications. This hasn't even gone out yet. Yeah. Big shout to Lulu Pencil, who's agreed to come on Desert Island Graps in the fourth. I don't actually think Joshi wrestling's bad. Oh no! <laughs> what have I done? In fact, Jacks, my, I don't think Yoshi Wrestling's that bad t-shirt is fact, making more questions than No, answer. no, no. Stardom have been one of the best promotions of this year. Oh, what's a match you liked out of Stardom this week? Um, yeah. Suri, any of Suri's matches. <laughs> you weren't bloody expecting that way. Hey. 
Good. Sorry, anyway. <laughs> no, no, it's good. I'm glad that you've actually... No, it's, it's been... Yeah, she's been safe. Wonderful. Go on, Tom. I thought it was a good ladder match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm staying away from, from all that. Good. Yeah, like no, it was it, way better than I thought it was going to be according to Twitter. Yeah, very so. much so. I think it was. We were. They were set up as like this is. They're they're, they're not experienced enough for this, but they're fine. They yeah. clearly are, mm. and they were great. And you know, again, a women's tag team division in NXT. There's there's at least three teams now. Yeah, at least. So three. it's already the best women's it's tag team division. division. Yeah, already the best division. Toxic Attraction, the right choice as well. I I. I think they are one of the best acts in this new NXT. I think all three are great. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I do. I like it. I just like the energy. I like it. It feels vibrant. It feels a little bit almost attitude esque. Okay. Not quite, you know, I'm not, you know, not not, not full fat attitude. Sort oh, of like a, reading HBK script, then. Yeah, I've got it right here. <laughs> he, he DM'd me before we started. Can you say the following about Toxic Attraction? Because otherwise, Triple H will be cross. Yeah. Oh, you won't get any more interviews with people. All right, all right. Fine. LA Knight, is it here for some reason, despite winning the right to host the party? Yeah, what was that about? Uh, car trouble. Car trouble later on, it's revealed. <sighs> Who could have caused that? It's your boy, Grayson. Uh, <laughs> oh. Grayson Moore is a stand-in. Oh, joy. Lots of stuff happens in this party segment, so I've lumped them all together. Uh-huh, good. And talks about women wearing revealing outfits. Mm-hmm. The girls are going to be... Do you remember when Jericho said that about the cruise and everyone went, Jericho, man. He's like, the girls will be in bikinis, boys. Buy your tickets for the cruise. And everyone was like, Chris, come on. <laughs> wow, I can't believe Jericho will be saying something like that in the mic. Yeah. Every no, week it was on Dynamite. Twitter. No, no, no. Oh, right, okay. Uh, Joe Gacy interrupts and complains about the overtly sexual nature of Halloween. He faces Malik Blade and wins after taking or talking Harland of attacking Blade on the outside. Yeah, the weekly Joe Gacy thing. <laughs> I like how every Wednesday morning I wake up to messages on Twitter from people going oh god yeah has anyone noticed um, god look my mate Tony Blobby Williams I love him and he, he put I don't know whether anyone's noticed <laughs> yeah Tony loads out noticed what that I look like Joe Gacy um I nearly wore my grey shirt today as my Halloween costume I don't think Halloween I Joe Gacy I don't know. I find it a microaggression that I forgot. There you go. Just, just, is just, this just... a microaggression? Joe Gacy. Nice. Thank you. We're getting there. We're getting there, aren't we? We're no, it's There's a picture that my mate Tony put on his Twitter, which is like me in a grey suit next to grey shirt. Oh, Gacy, right. Everyone's gone, actually. So, by the way... And uh, nothing against Joe Gacy. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to look like Joe Gacy. Mm-hmm. It is right now. You're kidding. Just, look like what, like what he's doing. Yeah. What's it? Yeah, okay. But I don't think Tom... Lo- no. Tom's yeah. much sunnier. Thanks, mate. It's all right. Yeah. CCW Joe Gacy. <laughs> I look like him. I'd, li- I'd like to look like him after a death match yeah. at some point. That'd be fine. Uh, a lot of stuff happens in Grayson's Halloween party, which includes Waller explained the concept of Halloween to Kushida and Eichmann Jiro. Why are we still doing bits in 2021 mm. where it's like, hello, Japanese people, here's Halloween, and they're like, whoa. whoa. Like, <laughs> crazy Western. Like thing. JBL teaching Takamichi Noko how to drink in 98. Like, so, what the <laughs> hell? Chinese people. Know how to train. Like, I think they're probably more like British people than Americans at drinking. Didn't Kushida wrestle the last Halloween Havoc? So, uh, did he? Uh, maybe. So he knows what Halloween he is. He knows! Yeah. He's been, of course he knows what Halloween knows. is. He knows! Everyone but, knows! But, why um, do we... Why? Oh, I, learned what, I learned what this was for oh. because I, I was like, after I'd written these notes, I was like, hang on, we never found out what the payoff for this was. Like, why did they run off? Because he went, it's like cosplay, guys. And they went, oh, and then they ran off. 
And I was like, that never got, the payoff was never there. Oh, no, I thought that was the thing because he but, said cosplay and he's mm. dressed up as Back to the Future but again. But there was, there was playoff. That's been the soggy toilet from There was a payoff later on. Was there? Because they decided to make their, it's like a web exclusive on YouTube. They, it's well, there's their, more 2.0. No, um, well, it's like, the, you know, one of those extra bits. Uh. And they, they, um, they put it on YouTube. It's them two, Gyro and Kushida, dressed as like amateur wrestlers with like the head, the ear thing. Oh, they did that for the lumberjack thing. And they went, oh, okay. Yeah. And they went, like, our costume is uh, the Creed Brothers from the Diamond Mine. We don't like the Creed Brothers. And then they just pretended to do that thing, like the, huh, like the warm up thing that oh. wrestlers do. It was bad. Oh, I feel bad for oh, the, I missed I feel, that, did I? I feel bad for former ace of the New Japan Junior oh, Heavyweight Division. No. Oh, Kushida. Kushida. One Get of the out. best wrestlers in the world. Get out oh. while you can, Kushida. Get yeah, out while you man. can. It's like the Do you remember when everyone or... was like, Kushida's oh. coming to WWE, Triple H will treat him right? And now it's like, oh. Look at us be. oh, isn't Halloween a wacky concept? <laughs> Halloween? Because it gets next, next month. It's like, Wait a minute. Christmas. Can I, oh, can I no. actually, if I can, if I can, because it's not long at all. I'd like to play a snippet from that promo to show you how bad the dialogue is. <laughs> bad. Please do. Shrove Tuesday. What is that? <laughs> I'll, I'll play it. At, is well, this Shrove Tuesday? Well, I get it at the end of the. Excuse to eat pancakes. I'll, I'll oh, play it at the end okay. of the. Um, the party segment. So did, well, I just Fantastic. get it. Why are you doing that? Are you By right, the Tom? way, yeah, I was gonna yeah. I was gonna mention this. By the way, if anybody's watching the YouTube channel and sees my my wrist rapidly shaking, uh, it's been I'm, Rooney. I'm dying. No, um, I'm basically full disclosure. Uh, I've I started wearing my Fitbit again this week, yeah. and and I've got a a completely clean streak of twelve out of twelve perfect hours of steps. Oh, and so today Stop. it's under threat because obviously we're sat in here doing this. Oh right. So but isn't that cheating? It is, but I've done like twenty thousand steps per day. But I just want to make sure I clear this hour. <laughs> Sorry, because I'm doing for the wait a minute. We need twelve consecutive hours. Yes. Yeah, so we've gone to bed yet? No, 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 no. From so from six a.m. till six p.m. Yeah. I have to do two hundred and fifty steps an hour. Yeah. And, and it tells you like it's how well you've done. Yeah, that doesn't so, seem very concl- that doesn't so, seem very helpful for somebody who does you a know, job. Yeah. yeah. So like it will show you there how many like yeah how many times you complete it. And I've just it's literally because I'm I've completed so far four days straight of complete twelve hours. So okay. I'm I'm keen to to get a full seven days mm. just because I've never done it before. And I mean I'm very I can close. see where you're coming from. In fact, what I'll do... But since, it is humorous going, well, look how well, fit I am, guys. Do you know what? Since, since we've had full disclosure, keep talking about NXT Halloween Havoc, and I'm just going to circle the room. Okay. I'm just going to circle the room and get me steps in. I'll be right... I'm, I'm not... Carry on. Carry on talking. Oh, he's I'm actually listening. leaving. I'm listening. Keep it in. I'm no, he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, have you seen all the wires around here? This is not going to end it's well, fine, it's Tom. It's fine. I'll just play something Boom. Oh. Keep talking about it. I'll shout Tom. Do you want me to play this dialogue? Play the dialogue. Play the dialogue. Play the dialogue. People tuning in and seeing Jack on his phone, Tom I walking around. I'm trying my best. There we go. That's <laughs> no, okay. Save us, Ross. Two, two, oh, two. No. Oh God! You know what? I don't care, Jack. No, no, no. Enough, 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 please, please. My ass. 
Can do we DMC's podcast? I'd have to hear that every In Creed. Former IWGP heavyweight, junior heavyweight champion, and WCPW World Cup winner. Eichmann Giro. Yes, the jacket man. Did he win the rock prize? Kushida did. He did because allegedly. Uh, well, no, never mind. Any opportunity to spit on the corpse of WCW? No, you know what? You guys could do that. Your people are right. Like, I've, I've no dog. No, in come on. We, we come on. It was Kushida. Yeah. Come on now. They asked for Kushida to win. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's allegedly. the story. I've been allegedly. They were now. In fairness, they were trying to go. Do you really want? I, are we not okay having you know how a British person in Osprey having the win? And it was something on the lines of, you would better have Kushida win. I still think. He was a viable winner, though. Like, I don't think it was. But I, think, I forget how, and it's always great when I get reminded how seriously wins and losses are taken over in Bloody Japan. Hell. So it's like we can't just like change the book on the fly. Oh, he's doing so well. It's like, excuse me, uh, no. no, 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 no. This isn't. Oh, yeah, we'll pay you back. No, no, I, no, 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 no. no. I, We're winning this. I can't believe that um, WWE let us have Connors for the for his re- return. Well, they weren't doing anything with him. Elgin couldn't for make next three it. years. And then we needed someone like another person in like the quarterfinals. And the pop was the hero was welcome. Pop was insane, bro. Ah, uh, sorry, we're not here to talk about good pressing memories. Uh, 2.0. <laughs> Grayson oh, what this is Grayson show. Trying to talk to two women, only for Cameron Grimes to show up and annoy them into leaving. Grimes later agrees to see Duke Hudson next week in the poker room. Be what? still my beating heart. <laughs> Lash Legend agreeing to have Tony D'Angelo on a show next week. Okay, there we go. That's a reason to watch. Robert Stone dresses Elvis, getting an argument with Xeon Quinn, dressed as Freddie Mercury. Quinn puts Stone through a table. Okay. The Quinn character is... Odd. In, yeah, it's oh, just Zion like... Queen. Zion Quinn. Zion no, Quinn. Zion Queen because of Freddie Mercury. Oh! oh. Yeah. Wow, God. Oh, there's, yeah, there's yeah. Just so many layers. I just he, the whole idea that he's um, walk like out the room now. I am a I am a gentleman, and if you're not a gentleman, I'll beat you up. And scene. It's That's weird, the, isn't it? They're all very much one note gimmicks. Hey, buddy, chivalry's not dead. Yeah, <laughs> but you are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Again, this show is so rubbish. <laughs> it's so Moorish. It's, and then I complain about watching it, but I'm not. I'm not missing any episodes of it. It's, it's not all bad. <laughs> yes, it is. Malcolm Bivens announces an open challenge for any member of the Diamond Mine, which I like because mm. the oh, that's cool. It could be a tag team, it could be singles, it could be a women's match. What's going to be? Odyssey Jones accepts and wants to face Roderick Strong. Strong wins after interference from the Creed brothers to get ready for the, the big Open Euro match. <laughs> uh, it was a it was an all right match. It seemed to be Strong gets one move in and wins, but mm-hmm. I know in my head that'll be a good match later on down the road. Yeah, yeah. But I like Odyssey Jones. I like Roddy Strong, obviously. Yeah. Oh, the women's title match is Chucky's choice because Chucky, who is now boi- voiced again by Brad Dourif, who the voice went before for mm. Matt Hamill for some reason. Um, yeah, Brad Dourif is making his Dewey debut, TV debut. So, like it's just to me that's amazing because I'm a big fan of it's him. Great. Was Chucky the host or was Grayson Waller slash LA Knight the host? Who was uh, the host? Chucky was the advertising opportunity from the network. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, Check out Chucky I'm, now on TNT. I'm all about the, in this world who was the host. There's a conflict for me here. Grayson Waller was the host but Chucky was presumably the keeper of the wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They spun the wheel and it landed on Chucky's choice so he just chose the street fight. <laughs> it yeah. feels weird. Could have chose week, anything. You, I don't know if you missed it but last week Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
presents the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We were were laughing so much at the fact that Io Shirai won a match to to get the, win the right to spin the wheel <laughs> for the stipulation. <laughs> she didn't get to pick the stipulation. And is it bad? This is why Ross is the, such a professional. I didn't even think about that because I would be wanting to spin the wheel because it's fun. <laughs> it's but you're right, you have no choice wee. over it. I'm the one who gets around to decide the match. <laughs> like, yeah. I get to press stop at random. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. I it's can't believe I lost choice. the title, the chance to be number one in the Royal Rumble. Now I'll have to be number two. <laughs> We did. We did get a little, a little, a little bit between Chucky and Brom Breaker though. Later on, so, kind of a little homage. Oh, and again, no. just to remind everybody, um, for the last twenty years, WWE has made fun of the Chucky appearance on Nitro. And here they are. And now they're like, hey, remember that moment? <laughs> Wasn't that great? Now that we're doing it, I love it. Can't wait for Robocop to show. <laughs> oh, that'll be... me neither. Oh. <laughs> Bring that on. Oh. I'm up for that. Yeah. I'm up for Robocop getting in there. Do Robocop it. Saved Sting. <laughs> Robocop wins and the match JR, in order to spin the wheel. JR called that, and I'm sorry, JR, he gets angry. Oh, that dive didn't look very good. Mate, you were there going, <laughs> Robocop is saving Sting! Guy, and you that's, have that's the gall. <laughs> that's, that's exciting. You have the gall to say, well, I don't know if that wrestling was that realistic. Aww. Anyway, here's a video of me talking about Robocop saving Sting. I see you, Jay. I'll get well soon, I mate. Believe- you're a treasure. Yeah, of course. I believe I believe the Robocop was really friends with Sting. I think it was. I can I see think, that. I happening. think he still is. Yeah. This is proof. Anytime He's someone goes to JR. Him, JR. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I'll be brilliant. JR, how could you weird? He goes, did you hear how passionate I was when Robocop came down the aisle? Capital Combo. Right. <laughs> cool, I'll take three. Uh, Chucky chooses a trick or street fight, which ends when a hooded figure attacks Raquel Gonzalez with a shovel allowing Mandy Rose to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Her first ever title in WWE. Mm. Is it? I it think is so, yeah. There it is. Mm. Oh. oh, yeah, it would be. Well, yeah. Uh, the figure is revealed to be Dakota Kai, of, of, of course. Yes. Like, yeah. Because she was going to get a call-up, and it looks like they changed their mind and put her back onto NXT mm. to, to finish up the, her time with Raquel Gonzalez. I don't know where's best for yeah. her now. I'm a huge fan. I think she's class, and I don't know where's best for There's her. There's so many that are just adrift now. Yeah. Now this now that NXT has very much changed what it is and Raw's changed what it is. There's just a lot of stars adrift. I feel like the NXT champions adrift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's one of the ones style. who's like it's like where's he going to like what's going to happen? I feel like we need like a like a division between yeah. NXT and WWE. Yeah. Cuz the cuz Shadow Realm. We need another. Like, yeah, we like a sh- we need like Undertale. Like where <laughs> yeah. all the NXT guys can go. Yeah. That aren't quite aren't quite ready to be 
on the like main roster. A purgatory situation. Yeah. <laughs> too old to be NXT 2.0 and too young to be raw. I'm yeah. at that difficult age. Yeah. So it's like, hi, so I'm a I'm a I'm on a, a legacy hire, I guess, from Triple H and like, oh, you're one of them. To the left, please. <laughs> Camilla Hayes takes Trick Williams and goes in search oh, of Johnny Gargano. Oh, no. And I, I skipped all these bits, oh, so I can't wait to read about took him. so long. Who has stolen his North American title? They search through Dexter Loomis's haunted house. And after many, many wacky hijinks, Is that what I wrote? they recover I Carmelo's belt. After many wacky hijinks. Loomis and Gargano appear and attack before scaring them away. This took a long time. <laughs> it bloody did. And Andre Chase was there for some reason. And Andre Chase was Why there. Why was he not in the party bit if they needed Andre Chase? This, this, I think they, they, they wanted this to be Haunted House. It became very much that bit from Ant and Dec's Saturday Night Takeaway. <laughs> where they're going, okay, now do the funny prank. Yeah, yeah. I didn't vibe with this at all. No. I didn't. I wanted to like this. I thought this would be a great chance for Carmelo and Trick to show their yeah. chops. I just thought. I find Gargano were... funny usually when he's being funny. I don't think Gar- Yeah, Gargano seems a bit half hearted in this as well. You think? Half hearted. He's, well, he's, he's off to Undertale, isn't he? The, yeah. Uh, a promotion between uh, the promotions. Yeah. I, think... I can't believe Gargano would be in a segment that ran too long. It was weird. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I'll, I'll, st- I'll defend Gargano to the death. I love him. But I think. Is that... this a good match? <laughs> Have I done it now? He has done it. Yes! Matthew's it's just like 10 way. clocks. <laughs> um, I think that the tone was off, because the, the tone was meant to be... The, the Sorry, the, the, the material was comedy, but the tone, the way it was shot, was really serious horror, and all like... And oh. I just thought it was bad. And when they finally... Loomis and Gargano finally appeared in front of them, and hit them with one punch, and then they ran away, and... And then Gargano went, Your house is weird, Dexter. Next year, we'll do it at my house. And then they all give, him and all of the horror characters all went, and I was just like, oh. and then it said, you have been watching. I love a party with a happy atmosphere plays. This is just there. Yeah. They're yeah. wrapping up. Also, I really like Hayes and Trick because they're so cool and they weren't cool here. Yeah. This yeah. wasn't in their wheelhouse. No. And it wasn't on my TV. <laughs> Grayson Waller hits the ring and promotes his own social media because he hasn't been on the show enough. <laughs> and LA Knight finally arrives. They're both dressed as Dracula. How embarrassing. But what? I remember this bit. Let's get out. I, yeah, you well, Oh, this bit's good, actually. This is exciting. Oh, so they, yeah. So I don't think I, read, I wrote it in the notes, but it's now explained why LA Knight wasn't there. Oh. Because he goes, right. like, I'm finally here now. Get out of the ring, kid, and all that sort of stuff. And Grayson Waller's like, This isn't my fault. I didn't know you had car problems. And LA Knight's like, who told you I... How do you know I had car problems? So it's like Waller's done it. Um, Wasn't this a thing from WCW? Yeah, I was about to say, I'm might pretty derail a, it, yeah. Might have even been a Halloween Havoc. Oh, really? Where they went, it might have... How did you know how many tyres were It was burst? DDP and um, Johnny B. Bird, I think. Yeah. Right. I know you had four flat tyres. Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't say I had four flat tyres. Well, it was like that. I know, but... like your, Chev- your red Chevrolet that got nailed. <laughs> by a... Whatever. It was like that, but not quite Sorry. as funny. Um, but that was why LA Knight wasn't there. Because Grayson Waller wanted to be the host. And which Dracos were they dressed up as? Was it the same Dracula? Uh, it was exactly the same costume, which I thought was quite funny. No, but one of them could be, you know, Bella Lugosi, then one could be Christopher Lee. It was like they bought the same budget. They were Dracula literally the costume. same costume. Was, yeah. Same which color I think scheme. The, I think that was the outfit. right choice. Well, how else can you do Dracula? You could do longer collar. It was literally the same, co- like they bought the same off Amazon. Yeah, because like you only got one outfit. 
What? There's not like a like. There's not one where he's wearing you the know detail on the outfit Hawaiian was, shirt Dracula. The detail on the outfit was lit. It was Desert the same. Desert Assault Dracula will, comes with uh, tank. I'm dying on this hill. It was it was funny because it was the same. It was space, everywhere. Space Dracula. Right. Let's play laser picture. guns. They went Jamie. to the party shop on Northumberland Street yeah. and said, "Please <laughs> have that. Actually, make Smithy's it too. Dracula. Please they find went to Smithy's. Please Google Grayson Knight Dracula, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. There's so many different Draculas. The, you're, you're they were dressed same. exactly the same. I don't speak to Dracula. Dracula. Oh no, it's not. Put NXT up. in there, I think, yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, Grayson Knight looks like one word. And you might oh get... man, there's not even a bloody. Okay, fair enough. It's not even on Google. No. I don't want anything to do with this nonsense. Shut up. Dream this. Okay, no, no, you didn't. Cause, <laughs> no, because I, because I saw <laughs> it too. Did actually happen. No, because I saw it too. Because I made it the album art for the podcast for the news podcast uh, that comes out every morning. Google hates you. So I made it the news podcast artwork. Right. So don't worry, you We're did not see gonna, it. It's fine, Richard. Uh, but what this led to was yes. the debut of somebody who I think is going to be a thing. <laughs> yes. In this new version of NXT, and that is Solo Sokoa. Ah, the brother of Jay. Uso, who got Uso and, chance. And, and also Jimmy Uso. And Jimmy as well. Oh, of course, yeah. It's also Jimmy Uso. Yeah, wait a minute. Just Jay. <laughs> <laughs> is this my brother? Um, is this, yeah, J- the younger brother of the Usos. Like, I'd like to think maybe WWE have thought a bit ahead and thought, we'll get a spare Uso just in case. And mm. I think he's I think he's got a great look. He, he walks the ring with a lot of presence. He battered Grayson Waller, yeah. which has made a lot of people happy. He yeah. looked like he was going to batter LA Knight, but LA Knight took a powder and gave the old yes. thumbs up. Uh-huh. So... We're not sure on his alliance quite this is yet. Got Dracula's thumb of approval. Dracula's thumb of approval. Oh, that's good. Dracula likes you. Um, I've 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 called it. I've I've, I've called the uh, the match. I'm putting it out there in the world. When takeovers come back, which will be at some point, main event at the first takeover, I think is going to be Bron Breaker defending the NXT title against Solo Sokoa. I think that wow. would be the main event. I think that's what they'll do. I feel like they are going to strap the rocket to a similar rocket. To Sokoa as they strapped, uh, they are strapped to Brombreck. Well, then I think if that was the case, they wouldn't have that match yet. No, they won't do it yet. But they'll do it at the first takeover. Right, got you, got you, got you. Which, which we haven't, we don't know when the next takeover is okay. going to be. Which, are, which will give them months to kind of well, that makes sense. season. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, can I tell you about my dream I had the other night, please? Because I said, did I dream this? And then it made me remember my actual dream the other night. Go on. So Owen, who I live with, obviously, oh. I went to. Um, no, no, no. Sorry. Um, I went to visit him in the dream, and he lived in this, like, si- there was, like, a block of flats carved into the side of a cliff, looking o- overlooking, like, a bit of a futuristic sort of steampunky kind of town. And I went to visit him in his cliffside flat, and then we were just chilling, and then he was like, can you just go out on the balcony and summon my eagle, please? And then <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He went, just go and summon the eagle. I went, I don't know how to summon the eagle. And with mild annoyance, Owen was like, Fine, I'll get the eagle myself. And he just went out the back and he was like, and the eagle went like, and just landed on his arm and I woke up and I was like, what does that mean? Wow. What earth is that? It means someone's going to draw that and it's going to look amazing. Maybe it's my insecurity about not being able to edit and Owen can't. Do you know what? It oh, would suggest yeah. that it's something that Owen does that you want to be able to do or you're frustrated. Mm. That's Maybe editing. <laughs> He just functions as a human better than I do, so it could be any number of things. Oh, really. you, you're always blaming yourself. He's way better do. at cooking than I am, and I wish I'd love to just be able to effortlessly. But cook. have you started? Do- yeah, but I'm trying crap, to cook, man. Anyone could. The cook. first step of being good at something is being crap at it for you're a bit. Right, you're when right. When was the last time you did some proper cooking or try to make an effort? Uh, it was a couple. It was like 
was last weekend or the one before, me and Beth needed a Sunday roast, but she was in charge. I was help. I was the helper. A Sunday roast is a big ask. Oh yeah, but it worked out all right. It was fine. Yeah, but she got, she got an air fryer. Made, made things so much easier. Okay, you make, you but make... that's her. That you said I was helping. helping. Yeah, you know that. So when was the last time you did it? Well, like just pasta and that I can do. Okay. When did I do something cool. like that I was actually impressed with myself yeah. for? Oh man, I don't know. I don't there, even you, know. there you go. You well, got, you know yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, Owen yeah. and everybody else, Jamie Oliver, try and, something uh, proper. Big okay. Mama, um, Tom Campbell's pick. Oh uh, yes. I'll about to start Mama off being G- crap. Mama Gina. Yeah, yeah. yeah G Unit. Um, she, <laughs> unit. She, you uh, find me in the club. Yeah. <laughs> Bottle full of olive oil. But yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, she started off being crap. She'd probably make really wet. Bolognese and it's like, oh no. <laughs> and then she made it too dry and they went, Mamma Mia. And then she got it sorted out. So you you haven't started yet. You can you can be this book. I can do the chef. basic dishes. Can you make a burger yeah, well, from scratch? No. Dead easy. Oh, I can. I've Dead easy. Never tried. Mince meat, onion in it. Yep. Scrunch it up. Seasons. Scrunch, scrunch, scrunch. Binge. Whack it in the pan. Fair Make it burger shaped. Oh. Done. I didn't realize that's what burgers were all this time. I know, <laughs> right? I'm like, it's just. Is this a grand game? But yeah. Like, shut up. Um, <laughs> oh, a bit you'll of, be good at something. A bit of monster energy. Bless you. Back of but you, you, you keep on looking at other people what they're doing, and you forget your own. I can summon the eagle as well. Yeah, not yet, not yet you I can't, but practice. you will be able yeah. to. Maybe hawks and falcons at first. Or pigeon. Or How about that? Yeah. <laughs> hawks and eagles, mate. Yeah. The tag team match has a lumberjack stipulation. Although the lumberjacks, we should make each other food for like some occasion we're doing. No. The 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 culties. <sighs> Fraser keeps on really pushing this idea for a cookery program I, I know why Fraser's doing it because he's he can cla- cook he's, he's a really good cook and he yeah. wants to look cool on camera in front of all the fans of course <laughs> it does <laughs> why else are we doing the show <laughs> the bitterness came out yeah so what would you do then if Fraser Porter goes alright mate oh man I don't know I don't want to talk about cooking anymore why not because I'm bad at it yeah but what would you cook if Fraser Porter said alright me just and you Fraser. square down in the kitchen don't know square down square go in the kitchen square go um Something relatively easy. Curry. A curry. What type of curry? Chicken. Jalfrezi. I've never tried to make Jalfrezi. That would be my challenge for myself. Nice. i make a chicken okay. Jalfrezi. Why don't you try it this weekend? I might do. Just in your own time, in your own pace. Jalfrezi. And then, the, and do you know what? The, like, there's two options. You either make a bad chicken Jalfrezi, or you make no chicken Jalfrezi. And I'd argue the former... Is far better than the latter. As long as it doesn't poison me. Then yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you cook the chicken first. Yeah. Make sure the juices run dry and That's it's right, not yeah. red cool. in the middle. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Check, check it. Get one of those little sticks and put it in. Make sure the temperature's all right. Cheers. You don't, you, don't you need to tell anyone on the internet that you're doing it apart from this. Just do it for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no, no one's paying attention. <laughs> we put a lot of pressure on ourselves when we go, I'm going to do this. Oh, yeah, I know. So just do it in your own pace. Thanks, yeah. guys. Thanks. You, awesome. you miss a hundred percent of all the shots you yeah. don't take. All, all the hundred, all the checks you can rob gel phrases you don't. All make, the eagles make. you don't summon. All the eagles yes. you don't summon. <laughs> Every step you take, <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> the tag team time match has a lumberjack stipulation. Although the lumberjacks are ejected midway through, Imperium end up beating MSK to become the new tag champions. This match should have been better than it was, bless them, but the Lumberjack stipulation was because it's Halloween, silly bollocks. Yeah. And also the fact that they weren't very good Lumberjacks, were they, Jack? Proper Jack. No, they weren't. Um, well, bless him. Carter went for a, what's going to be an RKO, I guess? It was a cutter, cutter off a the cutter. top to oh, the okay, floor. Carter, Carter. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously Dieter Jr. went with him, and uh, they parted like Dieter the Red Jr. Sea. Dub X Dub. Yeah. Parted like the Red Sea, and no one caught them. Yeah. They looked brutal. And they're going to roast in um, mm. the, 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 the NXT lot, the Lumberjacks. 
uh, for doing this to the point where the USA Network account whatever deleted the tweet highlighting mm. it as many of the people going why would you show this this doesn't look good Riddle tweeted it saying Riddle and all Cedric the people Alexander in this should be beaten with I'll sticks <laughs> yeah yeah that's what Riddle if Riddle is calling someone annoying by yeah. God <laughs> it's one of them things where it's it feels like a, a lack of uh, it, again, this is this is the, the joys of a, a very of a relatively green roster. I know not everybody on that roster is green, but there's a lot of greenhorns on that roster now. And I guess it's simple just to go, we'll do a spot and you catch us. But if you don't have like the the organic training of that, you go, okay, I guess they'll know how to do it. And then the person next to you is going, I guess they'll know how to do it. I guess that, and then no one knows. And then you have what happened there with everybody parting like the Red Sea. I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. I guess. Or they're all cowards. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what Stinking I. Stinking cowards. Everything's black or white, and I want to. I want to hate them for it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Hate, no. Hate, Tom's hate. view was much more balanced. Yeah. So yeah, Imperium the champs, and they were, of course, dressing up or as cosplays they call it as uh, Ring Camp, which is why they won. <laughs> <laughs> Ring Camp doesn't exist anymore. Volta. Get over it. Volta's hitting the UK. Come on, get over it. And he's not coming to Newcastle, so who cares? <laughs> In the main event, Bron Breaker. Kicks out the fairy tale ending, ha ha how appropriate, um, to Tommaso Ciampa, who is dressed as Kratos from The God of War, one the of PS4. Three. Yeah, one, one of, of th three wrestlers, plus Andrew, yeah. who did a Kratos thing, yeah. So we got the PS4 version mm -hmm. with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which helps some weight because, yeah, a lot of people, including myself, were ready for Bron Breaker to take it, mm -hmm. win it, take it to Steiners and go, made it, dads, top of the world, <laughs> and uh, it just didn't happen. There was another fairy tale ending, and this one worked. Uh, give it time. This is his. This is his. Yeah, yeah. This is his destiny. Yeah. He'll get there. I like they didn't give it straight away. I reckon have Bron get a little bit of an edge to him, and then just batter Champa and take. Yeah, it's like Rocky Three. Okay. That's where we go. That's where this we go. was the first bit of Rocky Three. Yeah. Oh, just wait. Rocky One, really. What is one of the fights? Want to see if we can go the distance? Oh yeah, maybe. I just meant Rocky Three. Rocky gets battered at the start by. Um, Mr. T, and then beats him in the rematch. That's you right. ain't so bad. Mm. Oh. I'm um, not against Champa having a few more title matches against like some of the the newer names in NXT, like because some of them are green, and and being in there with someone like Champa is gonna do great numbers for their for their stock. Yeah. <laughs> so like to have a workhorse like that at the top, I think is great for the brand. Yeah. I think Bron Breaker will get there. I don't know. Like, is Bron Breaker? I haven't seen enough of Bron Breaker to determine whether or not he could carry a match with, say, an Andre Chase. Mm. Uh, although Harlem Bravado, I know, is very equipped. But like somebody, okay, maybe not, he's maybe he's a bad example. Somebody who's come from a non wrestling background who is now doing stuff. Um, mm. Who Von Wagner? Von right? Wagner is he from? A, I don't know if he's. Is no, no, his dad's his dad's um, Wayne Bloom. Oh, uh, he's a, he's the, he's the Boa Bo Beverly. Okay, um, I, someone. But yeah, but yeah, but I don't get know what whether, you mean. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know whether he's at that point yet where he could carry these longer matches. So until this roster is a bit more seasoned, have someone like Champa and tag champs like Imperium, who can do some of the heavy lifting and guide some of these younger guys. Mm. So then, when the time comes, it makes sense. Yeah, so well, they're strong enough, proficient enough to stand against all the odds, uh -huh. win all the titles, and put up against Izzy's parents. Oh there yeah, you go. allegedly. Allegedly, apparently. <laughs> Allegedly, apparently. Just before we finish talking about Halloween Havoc, I do. I was meant to do this in the Hall of Fame segment, but I want to give a shout-out to um, my mate Gilly, who was going to do it on Halloween. I'm going to a gig for that band Home Truths that he's in that I, that I was mentioning. Oh, yeah. Check out Home Truths, everybody. Um, all one word, um, if you like pop punk. But Gilly was going to play a gig on Halloween in the Head of Steam, 
uh, before the special Sunday night edition of Stay Gold. I've booked Monday off, don't worry. Um, but they were going to play a gig and then it was going to be Stay Gold. They're still playing the gig, but Gilly's ill now, so he can't. Um, he's apparently on the mend and stuff, but I just thought I'd give him a shout-out because he's a lovely lad. And Chef, check, out, check out his band, Home Trees. And yeah, I just hope he's doing all right. I, I messaged him saying, hope you're all right. And he was like, thanks, man, and stuff. So I think he's okay. But he's missing the first bit of their tour they're going on. And I'm just like, oh, it's very annoying. That does so. And he was going to dress up as Ross. His, first, his real first name is Ross. He was going to dress up as Ross Exotic for the gig as well. Aww. He's good at Halloween. He's been Zoidberg a few times. It's always good. Aww. He's also been Bob Ross. <laughs> if you, you know what Gilly's... Yeah, Gilly could pull off Bob Ross. Yeah, it's just... He's got lots of hair. It's him with an, an easel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. Yeah, yeah, just... Yeah. Ah. AW Dynamite Part 2. CM Punk beats Bobby Fish after taking a long time to make a cover, so Fish kicks out just after three, which is always good because it's something they used to do a while ago, but they brought it back, so people are like, did he mean to do it? Did Fish shootingly kick out of the GTS? If is he the stupidest man in wrestling? If he squint, he looks a bit like Austin Aries, so he might have done nah. it on purpose. <laughs> well, I'm not him. Oh, that's right, no one cares. But yeah, it was good. Um, Bobby Fish, uh, I love his theme song. These look great in A-Dub. I didn't really care about him, to be honest with you, towards the last two years of his run in NXT. He got injured a lot. He was just injured, yeah. yeah. But now I love that. that. I'll give you the reader. I like that. Malachi Black is out following oh, his loss to Cody oh. He says that this isn't about pinfalls, and he actually succeeded by turning everyone against Cody. He tells Cody that the house always wins. Hey! Now. Should we, should we wait, have your comments when we get the Cody promo? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, there's a Cody Cody promo on the horizon, everybody. Hold yourself. MGF is up for a promo. An insult to the disgusting woman of Boston. Was it? Was he? (laughs) That sentence, right? When I was writing the notes yesterday, uh, the day before, or yesterday, I said to the guys upstairs when I was writing them, I was like, lads, this sentence makes it sound like it's fact. Like, yeah, MGF insults the, the as we all know, the disgusting women of Boston. Well, you said to us that's the point you wanted to get across. I know Matthew didn't read it as. He didn't hammer them as much as I wanted him to. And he Sorry. The MGF is out for a promo and insults at the disgusting women go. of Boston. I thought that, that in my head, that's how you were going to read so, it. So do you not not think that the women of Boston are disgusting? I love the women of Boston. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. <coughs> Going with a dull negative, I saw it. Um, he laughs about that. Someone, oh, I forget who it was who tweeted. goes, hang on. MGF says he doesn't want to hang out with the fat women of Boston, but then he says he's been with everyone's mums. Hang on, MGF. You can't have it both ways, which is it? <laughs> Uh, he laughs about Darby Allen's absence and being up Sting last week. The lights go down and Sting is in the ring. He attacks Wardlow and Spears with his bat while Darby Allen is disguised as a fan. MGF runs away as Darby takes out Wardlow with his, th- his thumbtack covered skateboard. Darby wants MGF at full gear. Wardlow showed photos of himself uh, after he got hit by that bloody thing. Yeah. It's not gimmicked a lot, is it? No. Anyway, Darby Allen uh, was disguised as a fan right next to the other fan disguised as Chun Li. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Great shout. What a cosplay. <laughs> I love that. I'm still loving cosplay. the nerds. That's, that's, yeah. That's people like people are going to AW shows not because of the wrestling or anything like that, just so they can go. Yeah. Do, do you not think. Do you not think. <laughs> go on, go on, Tom, we've got this. Go on, let's go with this. Do you not think Fantastic Dizzy should be re released or something? <laughs> oh, on the I Amiga. No, no, that was a fantastic. Dizzy though. was on the Sega Mega Drive. I'm thinking of oh, one of them Dizzy, was, yeah. the, Dizzy the Egg. Yeah, Dizzy is the egg. The first game I ever remember playing was a Dizzy game. I can't remember which one it was. Magic Land Dizzy or something. Yeah. Spellbound Dizzy. Wow, that was the first. I was game not expecting you. Then again, I forget. Jackson Dam's like just out of nowhere. I'm a nerd. Mm. Well, Matthew, about the you know 
the Imperium, the Emperor of Mankind, Warhammer 40k. I'm like, what? Whoa. Oh no! I know basic Warhammer lore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, my 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 enjoyment of reading plot synopses. Yeah, yeah. Extends to other things. But <laughs> just have a just brush over it one. I go through phases yeah, yeah. where I'm like, oh, this is cool. Was it like think. last week? It was like someone's like, can we have a Warhammer 40k bit every segment? Ross's like, no. Yeah. I like to put a request to any. Ross is more fan of like old Warhammer, like the medieval style Warhammer. He doesn't like 40k. But He's yeah. like, I hate this, this, this model crap and it's disgusting. Should be elves. Yeah. yeah. Ross mm-hmm. just bursts out his army of skinks or, or lizard men. <laughs> they're lizard men. Skaven, I was thinking of. Skinks are the little lizard men, aren't they? Skinks was that Channel 4 show about the Skin- kids who do drugs. Brosper's out his Skaven army. There we go. Cool. What were you going to say, Tom? This uh, is my Rat King. <laughs> is he into that, then? Ross, nah. I'm making that up too. No, we're making it with kayfabe it is. <laughs> to- totally, totally making that up. Ross is into football and beer. He's very much a football <laughs> yeah, man. Warhammer. It's a miracle that he's into wrestling at all. <laughs> yeah, really. I'll dip back to it later. Carry on. No problem. Sammy Guevara so, successfully retains the TNT title against Ethan Page. I do you all the Page. time, so it's fine. Oh, so I'm uh, told. And I thought this was a lovely match between the two of you, having a lovely hug. Sorry. Yeah, all right. I would quietly apologise for cutting each other off, and I thought... Oh, that's nice. They'll cuddle. I didn't see it, so I cut off your cutting off segment. Uh, Sammy Guevara successfully retains the TNT title we against... We cut off you. You did. It, don't worry, I'm talking about this. Uh, they did the... He's going to go for the... Sorry for cutting you off just now. Very funny. The border toss of the top, turning with Frankensteiner. Mm-hmm. Like that. Shades mm-hmm. of easy money, kid cash back in the day. Uh, Tony needs to show the crowd once again. Having a great time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. After the match... I saw a tweet that was like, he's got quite a lot of disposable income, Tony, yeah. for going <laughs> all these shows. <laughs> Scorpio's guy attacks Sammy, but the inner circle run to uh, chase Sky and Page away. Jericho gets in the mic, sadly, and reveals that Tony Khan has made the big five-on-five tag match a Minneapolis street fight. Famous it sounds cool, but the fruits? name of the the, the the name of the place, then the street fight. Depends on the place. You think? Philadelphia street fight, Chicago street. Yeah. Is Minneapolis famous for its street? Maybe. It will be I know, next all I, week. All I know about it is like it's cold and it's a twin city. Or Minnesota and Minneapolis and St. Paul? It's like a twin Ooh. city. It's like Newcastle Gateshead. Yeah. Gateshead so, street fight. A Gateshead yeah. street fight sounds proper. You're going to get your Gated A in. Scotswood street fight. That's yeah. a, bit too much, a bit too much for me, that. Northumberland Street Fight. A Northumberland Street In between fight. the Christmas Market and Dewey Smith's. <laughs> a lot of names of the streets in Newcastle don't work. A Pilgrim Street Fight. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. weird. A Dean Street Fight, sorry. Both, both men are named Dean. <laughs> a Grey Street Fight. Both men are Grey. August Grey and another Grey. And Lance Storm. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, so that'll be good. Uh, Ethan Page looking good. And get a chance to go. No, no, I am good. I don't he need. Is good. I don't need a tag dude and a manager dude and a MMA dude. I forgot that Ethan Page was good in matches against people other than Darby Allen, but he is. Yeah, yeah. No, he's got great chemistry with them. Uh, Darby Allen takes all the bumps, and Ethan Page gives him all the bumps. Yeah. Tony Giovanni interviews Danielson in Kingston backstage. Oh, this is good. Who will face each other in the next round of the tournament? Eddie gets angry and says that Danielson knows nothing about hard work. He takes a zol off every day, gets up and does this hard work for storming off. Brian says, awesome. I'm very excited to see this version of Eddie Kingston. I would love Eddie Kingston. It's exactly what I want to do. I would love do. it if Eddie Kingston beat Danielson. I love he it when a plan comes together. Mm. I'm excited for this match. Oh. I'm, I'm not sure if they've wrestled before. I don't know. Maybe they have. I'll have to check. Was Danielson never, did he never make a Chikara appearance? Sure uh, he did in 09. Okay. Was, but, it, was it him or was it DM? Our team uppercut. DM Branielson. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just a CP, Brian Dragonson. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, he's, a, he's just a big dragon. It looks like Dragon Dragon. Just, yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you for teaching me about Dragon Dragon many years ago, Matthew. Oh, Sorry. no problem, pal. It's one of the... It was one oh, of the a huge dragon! It was one of the funniest things. That it, when his head falls off, and they're like, oh, no! He's not <laughs> ultimate or ultimo. Oh, such a good dude. Uh, who was Dragon Dragon? I, I can't remember. It was... They change it. I thought you honestly dude. thought there you were going to go, it was a dragon dragon. <laughs> It was real. It's a real dragon, because mm. as, as Eddie Kingston points out in the commentary, he's a dragon dragon, because both his parents are dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the best. Igru Shida beats Serena Deeb in the TBS tournament. Mm. She resists a temptation to use a weapon and wins clean. It was that, like, glass plaque. Yeah, the one that she didn't win last week. Because it for 50 wins, but she's not. She's 49 wins. So they're just keeping it around until she gets Yeah, because you're like, well, you broke me trophy. So it's a plaque that she had to travel with. She had to go to the airport and... Go, anything to declare? Oh, I didn't win last week, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She brought that with her. Yeah. And uh, that helped. Great match. Serena Deeb uh, is like, oh, yeah, I remember her vaguely. Oh, yeah, you're really good. She's so good. Great head of hair, as CM Punk said uh, on commentary uh, once. Uh, you got it, yeah. Uh, John Moxley faces number 10 in the tournament. They do a lovely little promo with him about, obviously, the, the mask and everything given with Brody Lee. He was like, oh, wow, this might, he might have a chance. Might have seen him. John Moxie obliterated Glasses him, in. battered him, ripped his mask off, bled him, beat him up, Moxie's pinned him, left. Heel, turning heel. He's not. Moxley's he's just a, turning heel. You want me to boo that? He's gonna That's amazing. Mm. No one, it's press 10 vans. It's sad. Nah. I think Moxie's turning heel. He did it to, to Wheeler Yuta the Wheeler other week as well. Yeah, and then just walked out. He's not wheeling no more. And Brandy tweeted saying like, I understand this. He wants to be with his baby. And he's just sad when he's not there. Good to see Brandy justifying somebody's heel turn. Ah, ah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> not yet, not yet. No, now, Tom. The next Brandy Now, doesn't, Tom. Brandy doesn't know anything. Are you ready? We're revving up the engine. Vroom, vroom. Cody Rhodes is out for a promo. <laughs> which he, where he acknowledges the crowd booing him. And my God, are they booing him but asks us to see what it's like in his shoes. Mm. He then throws his shoes into the crowd because That's all not... wrestlers do now in America is shoes. That's not a babyface move. He throws, <laughs> baby... he throws his expensive seal. shoes a... to the peasants. He, owes so... he, had, he earned so much money, he's going to throw his expensive uh... shoes in the crowd. He's so likable. What no. a weird thing to do. The shoes kick a kid in the head. <laughs> He says he won't turn his back on us and is interrupted by Andrade. He says he doesn't care what the fans think. Also, that Cody's neck tattoo is stupid. Getting a crowd. I love pop. how Cody's all poetic and like metaphysical. And then Andrade comes out and goes, I don't care what anyone thinks, and your neck tattoo is rubbish. Tattoo's <laughs> stupid. The lights go down and Malachi Black is in the ring. They attack Cody while Arn attacks Andrade's assistant, but the bad guys get the advantage. Pac runs in and makes the save before seeing Black's taunt and flipping off the heels. Nice little bit there. Obviously, setting up some multi-men stuff, but go on. I'm going to see what if Danielson and Kingston had a match. <laughs> what would you think about this, Jack? I thought that it depends whether it was deliberate or not. Because if this was Cody trying to be a good guy, then I'm really worried. Because throwing your shoes to the crowd to demonstrate that they need to walk in your shoes is so bad as a babyface <laughs> move. But it gives me hope because it was so bad, it can't have been deliberate. Tom, what do you think? He's going to be the greatest bad guy in the history of AEW. I hope so. I hope so. He's going to, and, and I I appreciate this. If this becomes a heel turn, I appreciate the Cody character on a level that I never thought I could. Yeah. Because I feel like if this has been meticulously woven in kayfabe and in media calls and all around it, then my hat is off. Excellent work. If he uh, if he just becomes... Because I think there is something magic in having this guy 
who just it's it kind of because it's a bit of a throwback like honky tonk mm. man was thank you very much you're a beautiful audience like oh, he had no guys, idea the, the original honky tonk man run. thank you very much boo yeah, oh you're beautiful thank you. no I'm booing you you prick yeah. boo <laughs> oblivious oh. to being a baddie it's like I want that for this Cody sounds, this sounds like it's such a, different this sounds like such a weird comparison but do you remember when Joe Henry was first in ICW yes and he was like upstanding and, so, and he was playing his guitar for everyone all these Glaswegians are just like boo yeah. <laughs> and he's like I'm gonna clean up ICW guys it's just yeah, it's back true. on TV oh so good or like Angle being like oh, I'm an American hero everybody and just boo with Austin yeah. and Rocker here and but but it's more deep than that, isn't it? Like it's, it's more. I think it's a, it it may end up being so beautifully woven. Yeah, I, hope, I so. hope. See, I'm hopeful it is, but at the same time, it's mm. funny because again, the elite they mm. think that they're. Oh, elite. But Cody's not the elite, but really, is he? Here's a secret: they're playing themselves. No. So uh, <laughs> we don't want to admit it because he's been such. The first two years of AEW oh. was a, a magnificent face, and now it's like. They were all faces, uh, and then and they realized, oh, actually, the the I don't think people like us that much. There's money in them. Their hills are being healed. Oh well, let's. It just took a while they, to get to that point with the they, books. And it took a while, but, but they're clever enough to go. All right, let's just be here. Just yeah. a shorthand for whether this is a deliberate gimmick or not. Can we say is this is this Joe Gacy or No Gacy? Because we want to know if it's deliberately. Oh, Matthew, don't don't scrunch your face at me. <laughs> is this a good. heel turn? No, no, no. Because yes. I could see that, and then I could see bloody Tom's hand going yeah. over your head. Like, no, 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 Tom, no, I, no, I no, no, Gacy. I imagine like that. Imagine if Hangman does it and beats Kenny, and then Cody goes back on his word that he'll never challenge for the title again because everybody wants that'll him to. be a reason they, for him. They, yeah, Hangman, you're great. I love you so much. I'm so proud of where you've come from. But the fans need a real champion. Boo! Like, that would be so good. No, don't boo Hangman. No, yeah, 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 yeah. No, come on. Oh, we need a ring, Tony. We've got a brilliant idea, I'm, Tony. I'm going to go against my word because I think it's right. Yeah. I want to challenge you. And I know. I that. need yeah, yeah. that title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to go I'm against... I'm not Triple H. The bloop, one bloop, thing bloop. I've got that's... That's truly on it is my word. I'm gonna go against yeah. it for these amazing yeah. fans. Boo, you yeah. bastards! So I'll, I'll lob shoes at all of you. Blub, blub, blub. <laughs> It'd be so perfect. And, do you know what? And then I'll, I'll take back fire shoes. I'll, I will. Do you know what? If that happens, I will eat the xylophone. No, don't say that. No, I won't eat the xylophone, but I'll burn it or something. I'll throw it in the bin. Like I'm, I, I think this Wrestling is... has more than one xylophone. Because <laughs> <laughs> because then that's his entrance. Because then he's got <laughs> He's got me. <laughs> if that's the case, he's got me. He's made me hate him. Yeah. And and and, and you know, not hate. Obviously, I don't hate Cody as a person. I hate the character Cody. Oh, I do. Yeah. Like, like I hate. Oh. <laughs> he was, mate, he was so mean to me. <laughs> but like, but that's made me like go. Oh my god, I can't bear this guy's a bad guy. You've got me. You've got me yeah. in a non-gay yeah. babe sense. And and how often? I, would, I really hope. How often as wrestling fans doing what we do? Yeah. Do we get a chance to truly suspend our disbelief uh, in that way? If anyone, it's I'm, great. I'm still hopeful because the signs are still there that it's deliberate, that it's no Gacy, and also <laughs> I think that if anyone was going to come up with this idea. The son of Dusty Rhodes, who knows about NWA storylines and knows about gimmicks and has grown up on that. Hopefully, anyway. Has found a way but, to make the crowd boo a Rhodes yeah. by leaning into it so much that he falls out the other side. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Brilliant. I hope we're not reading too much. Well, I like the fact that we're all speculating, is he or isn't he? Great. It's because all of the elite and A-Dub have done those promos where they go, Cody's not hey, me. look, I'm just saying... Not for nothing, but we really did make this company, and it's like mm. we keep on doing that stuff that actually happened in real life. And I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, okay, but you know, I'm, thanks for that, yay, but boo your character. So then I was like, all right, where are we? 
But surely if they is seen, this Cody? Uh, is this Cody, or is this real? But surely if they've seen, is this real life, or is this just fantasy? Yeah. Um, but Go surely, on a landslide. No escape from reality. But if they've if they've Open. seen your eyes, if they've seen like Kenny get organically booed and, and lean into that, well, that and took, they've that seen, took a lot, didn't it? And they've seen the young bucks get organically booed and oh again, and yeah, that took a week. That. But the fact they've they, seen it twat three times why would now, they, not? they wouldn't. They, yeah. they would go okay. Maybe there's lesson to be learned here. I think it'd be funny if they play along with it and like they have like Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall and crowd like QT <laughs> and crowd like all right that's it yeah <laughs> just give just don't put him against the face just keep putting him against mm. heels. Uh, but uh, again, one more thing. We're really going into wax lyrical mm. about this, but the idea of like again, completely oblivious Cody is is amazing. Yeah. It's great actually. Yeah, and and I would take back a lot that I said. No, no, I'm evil. It's just him going. No. Why, why? Why would you boo me? I'm Cody Rhodes. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm the best. And you know what? Don't worry, because I'm going to become the AEW world champion, yeah. and it'll all be fine. Then you'll cheer for me. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, meanwhile, the Dark Order take on Kenny really Cole and now. the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I really want that now. Really want that now. It's like DDP almost. Like, yeah. I want Adam oh. Page and Cody. I'll make you like me. Yeah. We'll do yoga. I'll whiten my teeth. The ref gets knocked down, and the elite, dressed as the Ghostbusters, use their proton packs as weapons. God, JR was good in this match. Mm. Oh, the proton packs. Oh, okay, of course, the proton packs. Thank Robocop, you. remember? Robocop. <laughs> the rest of the dog order try to help, but are repelled. Well, that's what those packs do. And the elite hit a BTE trigger on Amanda Horsehead, who they suspect to be the hangman. This was clunky, because but the payoff was he's worth a cowboy, it. and yeah. cowboys ride. Uh, people with horse heads. I thought this was contrived. Well, also but, that film, right? But the payoff was probably yeah. worth it. I've read they the unmask him, it. yeah, to reveal that it's Brandon Cutler, bound and gagged. Boned bo- bo- and rolled, Brandon Cutler. Uh, so they like, hey, but if you're here, and then everyone else gets dragged out, then who? Oh, and it's, it's great. Stay Puft Man takes off his head to reveal mm. a smaller, more realistic looking Stay Puft Man. <laughs> no, it is in fact uh, Hangman Imagine. who then takes him and then allows. Big he does not get the yeah, pin. Huge pop, yeah. He allows. He wasn't in the match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he got, got the got pin, that'd it. be quite a heel move. He got so caught up, he wasn't in the match, was he? No. <laughs> Imagine he's just on the apron the whole time, just this big match. Yeah, tag that's, that's, me. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Stay Puft Man is just end himself in the match. I was just imagining Matthew, you his idiot. teammates like crawling. He's like, puts his hand up. And he goes through like most of the fabric instead. Try fluff. Tries to get through the ropes to get in. Just like, it's so funny. There was something oh. deeply enjoyable about watching after Hangman hit that, uh, that, that lariat on to Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson. Yeah. And then he's just like giving it socks and they're going, yeah, come on. But he's still in the stay puffed yeah, out yeah, 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 He's yeah. bouncing around the ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. It's so funny. Oh. And, and I saw somebody on Twitter complaining about the whole, like, oh, there's oh, your champion and that dressed as Ghostbusters. Oh, God. Halloween. Yeah, yeah Halloween. Somebody replied with that saying, they're, hey, it looks like they're having fun. And then there was a, re- a response to that saying, should it be about the wrestlers having fun. It should be about the audience and the people watching having fun. Well, I mean, they were all yeah, yeah, yeah. having oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Crowd hated Crowd this so went much. Mental. Oh. Crowd were like, they make a, a noise, did they? They were just absolutely. We are silent. loving talking about it. Yeah. No, they cheered the balls off. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not just dislike AEW for the sake of disliking AEW. For the same reason we Come shouldn't up, dislike guys. WWE for the sake of disliking WWE. Here's a crazy idea. Let's just like the things that we like, regardless of what promotion they're on. Thank you very much. Yeah. But what if but Tom, what if I want to dislike something? <laughs> well, you can. You're allowed to. Yay! This is like we but just don't just go, oh well the you know, 
this 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 mug is is this mug is a triple jump white ceramic mug and I don't like that mug so whatever drink comes out of it is going to be rubbish but it's the best cup of coffee I've ever made you. yeah but I don't like the mug oh that's a good Ooh. it wasn't that good yeah but I don't like the mug is in yeah but I just don't like coffee anymore you drank one the other day it. yeah but I don't like Tony that Khan one. did a See thing this week he's, he's obviously on the Twitter machine quite a lot but he did say look tribalism in wrestling has been around forever it has he, he's a, again he's an old message boy poster like myself so me and TK got a lot in common and uh, wait no that's it and yeah, it's always been yeah, this way. Wildly, people who are new like you are rich. thinking, God, that there's the AW versus WE things and fans going, rah, rah, rah. this is nothing new. Yeah, no, but, but it's this has always you existed. Have to, but you have it's to not, realize. It's only existed in the social media world for the first time in a long time. Media but it's more prominent more, yeah. in social prominent. media. In yeah. Tony Khan's day, he'd go into the, the spare room in, in the, the Khan household where he'd have a Windows 95 laptop, he'd dick about on Encarta for a bit, and then he'd post on a message board. I can have people tell me how much they dislike everything I say. That's something I carry in my pocket every day. That's the difference now, yeah. is that all three of us have devices very close to our proximity. That's right. And they tell me that Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston have had one singles match ever. There it is. Ooh. Since 2010 in Chicago, we must eat Michigan's brain. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but before that, idea. yes, they did do Team Up a Cut, which is Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Dave Taylor. Wow. Defeating the Roughnecks, Brody Lee, Eddie Kingston, and Grizzly Redwood. Grizzly oh, Redwood. Wow. Mini Brody Lee. That's right. What a match. That sounds uh, like. Yeah. And also before that, the other time was, yeah, that was, to ends of was the Was that the King of Trios that was like a banger King of Trios? Like, it was just amazing. King yeah, that was when, oh, that was a while ago, someone said, oh, this is the great age of Chikara. Why they couldn't last? And someone from Chikara probably like, probably because it costs so much money uh, to have all those people together at once. It's like, oh yeah, that, that makes sense, mm. doesn't it? Yes. You know what else makes sense? Talk about wrestling. And having a break. God, we've yeah. done it. <laughs> Let's have a run in our mail. Bags. <laughs> ah, time a little look in the mailbag after that lovely rest. Number one. Hi, all. The Poet Lariat sections these past few weeks have made me think back to a short-lived show, I think just a single series, that was broadcast on ITV late at night, one year in the 2000s, maybe early 2010s, called Chokeslam. There was a British poet, apologies for not remembering his name, who was also a wrestling fan that travelled around the UK talking about wrestling, and also composing poems about wrestling. I've tried Googling and YouTube searching, but can't find any records of this anywhere. Does anyone else remember the show or who the poet was? He would for sure be a strong contender for the actual Poet Lariat. All the best, Adam from Leeds. I just need to know if this uh, is true. No, I don't know what you're talking about. But if you're watching... But I'm hoping that if someone knows of this or remembers it, or the person himself... That's weird if it did happen and all three of us, our mighty, mighty brains combined, can't remember this. <laughs> I don't remember it at all. Nah, no But idea. I wasn't watching wrestling at the time. On ITV, a show called Chokeslam about a poet... Maybe writing... like ITV4? No. But I'm, Was I'm... it like a short show, like a five-minute, like... One of those things they have on before uh, Teletext you know what? starts. We'll have to see. Next week, if you can let us know. I'm hoping that, by putting this out there, I'm hoping that someone can remember it. I'm so glad the Poet Lariat thing got over. Oh, it did. People really? have been, Some of the people poems have been, have been sending me min. People have been submitting beautiful poems. Oh, I'm so happy. Mm. No. So I think I was on the show where we came, where we yeah. curated. Yeah. I think so. Poet Lariat. Yeah. I'm so like, happy about that. I always thought of this as a name, a poet lariat, and a guy could be a poet or something. You're like, that's a great idea. People are sending our poems. I went, no one's going to send any poems. And of course they did. Some people we, like, finally. We got a full AQA guide. Yeah, <laughs> like right. AQA recommended uh, syllabus. Uh, You're the best. Thank you. So, thank you, Adam. We'll let you know. Uh, number two. R.E. Maras, watching your Sunderland. recent... Sounds Sunderland, I don't know. Watching your recent upload about the TWC, the wrestling channel. I was overcome with nostalgia. 
Staying up until the early hours watching obscure wrestling content from around the world as seen as well as, well as the International Showdown DVD and TWC shirt I received Christmas one year. Which prompted my question, with the internet still in its relative infancy, what was your first exposure to the wider world of wrestling? TWC, Tape Trading Cool Uncles, Powerslam Magazine. Uh, until I was around 10 years old, I'd only been aware of WF slash WA, WCW and TNA being broadcast on Free Sky TV, Challenge slash Bravo, I believe. Insert Dynamite Kids Skycard joke here. I love that people look like that bit. I've been called out for making this too much like the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review. So I'm, I'm You've been a lot more lenient in. this week. I'm reining cool. that in. You, uh, we haven't got a new episode this week, uh, but next week, oh, hell You're, for leather. Yeah, Tom's been a bit busy. Is this You'll game? see why. Hey! <laughs> Look at you! Yeah, I'm getting involved. It. I'm getting involved. Are you getting in on it? Oh no, that's got to be Jack. Yes. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Thank you for the years of entertainment and everything you do. It helps more people than you'll ever know. I hope you're all doing all right. Big love, Matthew Hughes. Oh, big love to you, Matthew Matt. Hughes, as well. So the question was, how did you first get it? Like the, the wider, wider world. world of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. mine would have had to been Power Slam. Yeah. From like, I started buying it oh, in 1999. No, World of Wrestling magazine. Yeah, I never got that. Short-lived. It only lasted a year. Mm. And it was glossy. It had lovely like, photos and interviewed mid-carders. So I was like, now we talk to Balls Mahoney. I'm like, oh, That's okay. Cool. Never wins a match every time I watch them on the VHSs I get from HMV or MVC. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'll be cool. It went in, in depth of it. And it went in and out because it went like, ah, oh, these matches were good. These matches were bad or whatever. And there was lovely photos. And yeah, they were talking about the bit at the end, the Declaration of Independence. And that's all discovered, like CZ Dub ah. and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, 2000. Ah. Like, yeah, so my, yeah, so I like that. It's something special about magazines back then. It was, it did feel like a little insight into the wider yeah. wrestling world. Like it was, I know with Power Slam, <coughs> it would have like the first four pages were what's going down, and it will break down like things happening in WWF, in WCW, right. like other New Japan around the world and stuff like that. And it was Ooh. just like you just drank all this in. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like everything's happening everywhere all the time, and it's really cool. And then there was always a a bit on like which which gave like results for a lot of house shows, mm. and it would and there was a, there was a bit of love for British wrestling in there as well, which I think piqued my interest in. Like the, the 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 British scene, which at that point was kind of it was slowly, FWA, really. It was FWA, oh, yeah. wasn't it? I'm just imagining an advert in Power Slam that says, "A huge show planned in Wigan. Commentators wanted." Nah. Tom being like, hmm. <laughs> "Chris Sprouls versus Cage Tyler." You say, <laughs> "Well." <laughs> yeah. What about yourself, Jack? Well, uh, this is something that I know that me and Tom share, so I thought it'd be an interesting question to include because. Trousers. Um, one of the first things that I remember getting me back into wrestling when I was like in my teens rather than a, a kid was um, forums online and stuff. But specifically, the discussions about wrestling that they'd have on the Extreme Warfare Revenge forums. Oh, he's buzzing! Yes! And um, wow. I was never like, yes! I was never one of the, I was a lurker rather than like an active member of the forum. A lurker? I was a lurker. Were you not active on I was dieted loads. Did you? Yeah. You diaries in that. Maybe I read your diary and thought this is sick. I did do a couple of diaries. Oh, did you? So, so diaries. So 
Uh, yeah, have... it was the nerdiest thing. Like, it was, oh, oh. So, so you had EWR and you would put together wrestling promotions. Uh, and you... then you'd write it in a dramatic fashion you'd on the forums. Write it in a dramatic fashion. Hell yeah. I remember that. that. Was it. There were some really good ones as well. And I remember reading them and thinking, these guys are super cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Top shout hey. to, um, there was a guy who did one that always, there's two that stay with me. And there was the like there was the intergalactic wrestling league, which is where like wrestlers got abducted by aliens. I remember and reading that in the Hall of Fame bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hall of Fame. It's in the Hall of Fame. Um, and, that, and, and I remember reading that, and thinking, "Who's CM Punk?" That's genuinely how I first heard of he CM was Punk. Nobody at that point. Yeah. Um, and there was another. He one. was no one who's crap. There was no one at that point. <laughs> what a pittance! And uh, there was one called the Last Alliance of Wrestling, and it was this. It was this. That was in the Hall of Fame, also. I was, it was. That it was, was very brilliant. serious. That one, I remember. It was. It was. The, I can't believe we've read the same thing. Yeah, man. it's great, man. But oh. it was. It's another. It's another alternative universe thing mm. where, like, the NWA like has a stronghold, and mm. like, you're this one independent. WWF never happened. W, it's what if WWF never happened? Yeah, that's it. And it's yeah. NWA's got the monopoly, yeah. all these separate companies. And one, the last alliance is the last independent mm, yeah. one fighting. And you had all these great characters that they that you you really bought into. Yeah, you know there was it was there was one story that he wrote in this, and it was that it was a comedy character mm. uh, who started in the promotion as the Flying Armadillo, and the whole thing was he was like this this sort of wacky character in a silly costume, always lost. This is bringing back so much stuff. And he got like, more serious and more did. serious. To the end, he was fighting Frankie Arno, and then there was this big thing where they made him the champion. Is this when you suddenly go and oh, no, I wrote that? Because that'll be like what that that'll was be, me. That'll, that'll no, be the I biggest was... reveal. I'd be like what. Nah, I was just a, I was no. a lurker. But, uh, well, I was. I think I came along slightly later than you, perhaps, on the forums because the one I remember was um, Fuse, Florida Ultimate Sports Entertainment, Ooh. which was also in the Hall of Fame, but was like a later one. I think a few years later. Oh, nice. So we might never have been on the forums at the same we time. We might have just like our paths may have crossed. I know there's a lot of people who who shout out to the battleground. Oh, God. EW battleground! Big shout to you. What a lovely time. You're that great. Was. Find out that like to link it to the first start of this podcast. It was Zima yeah. Zion. Writing all these. <laughs> my, <laughs> my biggest fear around this time was that girls from school would know that I, if this someone caught me on these forums, I was like, that would be the biggest, like, that would be the worst thing for my social standing. Yeah. I, um, but man, it was good. It was, it was because of EW Battleground that the Big and Wigan became a thing. Are you joking? No, it's because the EW Battleground. Because I, because somebody posted that <laughs> match in, in the ring, which was the wrestling chat bit. And uh, and that was where I ripped it. I, I downloaded it. I, I played it through Windows Media Player. I got a little rubbish five pound microphone Ooh. and my computer downstairs in the study recorded commentary and then just uploaded it just for the laugh with me mates on the forum. And that popularised it. And it went everywhere. Right. So it was on and, the, on and that. And they went to every other wrestling forum on the UK fan yeah. forum. And honestly, they loved it. That was my that was my internet back then. EWR and a Green Day forum arguing about whether Green Day was still good or not. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was what, what year was that? I don't know. It would have been in the 2000s somewhere. Oh, okay. No, they, no, they weren't. They weren't. They were, it was no. post-American Idiot. Yeah, yeah. Were you never oh, tempted? Pre-American Idiot. Is where to, uh, to, to get involved with writing a diary. I don't know. I don't know. No? Mm, at the time, I had like schoolwork and stuff. Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't think so. No. Mm. That's Should we nice. do it now? <laughs> Shall we do it now? Should we do an EWR diary now? That sounds like a good idea. Okay. Sounds like a good idea. All the hits. Wow. Three of them. When we were talking about Power Slam there before, um, at Wrestling Media Con, after Wrestling Media Con, I should say, in like 2017, was it? I got 18. really I got really drunk and and chewed Finley Martin's ear off about All In, because All In had just happened, I think, and all maybe Double or Nothing. Uh, no All In. Mm. And like just talked him to death. And the next day I woke up and was like, oh, like, I ruined Finley Martin's night. You might want it to talk to other people mm. and stuff. And then got down to the second day of the convention. Finley Martin comes over and goes, 
really sorry if I annoyed you last night and chewed your ear off. And I was like, nah. no, I'm sorry. If I... He's a lovely, lovely man. Yeah. Really nice guy, yeah. Ah, but mankind nice. did lie to the fans. <laughs> I was saying he was just... <laughs> okay, it's like we're talking about, like, right, Paul Sam passed away. It was the same thing as, like, well, Ring One passed away. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, I used to like that. I haven't read it in years, but it's a shame. It's like one of those, yeah, okay. But no, I picked up the last issue. I remember no, I got the last issue, but I'm not going to lie and say I had the ones previous to that. I had every... I, I collected it month to month. There was a news agent at the bottom of the road that only ever had... That used to get three copies in, and eventually it just became one, because they just knew it was just me that bought it. <laughs> I know. I know, yeah. right? Sad right. times. Anyway. Uh, number three. Hey, nightmares on Diddler Street. <laughs> I'd like to share a story. I had gotten to my house late one night, threw my keys on the counter, and was settling down to relax when I got a call from my mum, who needed some help with something. I didn't live far, so I grabbed my keys and went back out. I helped her her problem, but when I tried to get into my car to go home, I couldn't unlock it. Upon further inspection, I realised that it was an entirely different set of keys. No car keys were even on the keychain. I had to call my fiancé at the time to pick me up. To this day, I don't know how I managed to get to my mom's house or even start my car with an incompatible set of keys. My question is, are you guys superstitious or have you experienced any paranormal or unexplained <laughs> occurrences? Okay. I appreciate and enjoy all your content and please, if it's not uncomfortable, do not shave your face, Ross. I live vicariously through your <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> I promise I won't. Thanks, Jacob. Thank you. Agony from Sacramento, CA. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, wow. I think <sighs> Jacob's experiencing a bit of a Tyler Durden situation where he's a figment of his mum's imagination. Oh. He's not real. <laughs> With your feet on the air and your head. <laughs> now I'm trying to think. Any paranormal... No, it's not time to me he's been Are you superstitious? I don't want to say no, because I'm sure there's something it is, but I just haven't thought about it in a while. Because, mm. you know... I don't think I am. Am I superstitious? At all. I No, I don't think I'm superstitious. No, you know what? I go under ladders. I cross black mm. cats. <laughs> smash mirrors. Mm. Um, Apocalypse now. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm still in Saigon. Yeah. Um, damn it. Do you have any? No, I'm not. I'm, it's, 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 I know a lot of people do, like, a lot of people who do like shows and stage and stuff and radio people and TV people, they all do like this superstition. They have to do this, otherwise something goes wrong. Mm. And I don't, I don't have that at all. I think, no, I mean, I, I believe in karma and like good karma and I kind of measure everything I do by karma, but I don't know if that's the same thing. Mm. I often believe that if I, if you if if good things happen to you, like you've got a set amount of karma, and if good things happen to you, then it then it lowers your karma. Yeah. So you have to do good things in order. To oh, you've got to pay it back. back. You've got to oh, pay right. it back. See, I don't believe in karma because that almost says you should be nice to someone. Why? Because it's a good thing to do. No, because something good might happen to you. No, I think it's more just uh, it's more just keeping it topped up in the event that I need it. To be honest with you, for example, when I on two occasions I've lost my keys. Yeah. And, and were they uh, in Jacob's car? No, they weren't in Jacob's car. Oh. So, um, the one time they turned up uh, in a taxi, just happened to me. The other time, uh, I assumed they were lost forever, and I went to. I was visiting Sunderland University, and I walked past. Sunderland. I walked past uh, the the reception desk, and I saw them sat on the desk because right. I'd been there the week before and dropped them. And I was like, "How has that happened?" And I believe stuff like that is where my good karma mm. comes in. That's fair As enough. opposed to it being like, I'm going to do nice things because I want nice things. It's more a case of, 
it, it covers me because I'm a, a bit crap as a human. So I feel I like really, by doing that. Oh, do you mean like organizationally? Yeah. I was about it. to say, Tom, you're not a crap as a human, but okay, right. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah but, um, and, and Alex finds it hilarious the fact that like you, like you lose so many things. So many, like you always seem to land on your feet with stuff. Like if, you know, you always seem to If fall. he fell in the tide, he'd come in with a fish in his mouth. Basically, yeah, yeah that's the... <laughs> is that, is that, a, I think it's just a regional... Mm. I've heard it before, yeah. yeah. But that's, but then, but also, I do good things because it's nice to do good things more than anything else. That, it's that's, nice that's, to be that's a good, good person. I have realised, though, it's not quite a superstition. It's not, no. Like so, that. I mean, that's the closest I've come yeah. to, like, having a superstition about anything, I guess, is uh, just being nice. It did count if I think that I am in the Matrix... Um, oh, yeah, probably counts. Yeah, that counts as superstition yeah. because there have been times when I've just been what wrong and the wrong noise is played. Like it's oh. almost like like the wind. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, I'll hear <laughs> something. In the middle of I'm Street, like, <laughs> no, but it's usually when I've been alone and I've heard a noise that should like that noise shouldn't have happened. That that noise couldn't have emanated from this position right now. Hmm. And I've oft, I have once or twice when I've heard something or something that happens like that. Not quite the deja vu thing, the Matrix, but quite like. Yeah, you just like, and I'm like, <laughs> look, I'm going, well, right? I've gone, yeah, I know it was a glitch. I know no. I'm in the matrix. It's fine. Carry on. I know I'm hooked up to that. Thing. Yeah, I know. It, I know it's BS. I'm looking at whoever's controlling this. If you were given the option <clears throat> to get out of the matrix, would you take it? Oh. If you're very aware that you're in it, are you not intrigued as to what's beyond it? Hang on, guys. Uh, <laughs> what would you do, Jack? I don't know. Damn, I wasn't ready for that question. I, mm. I always used to think that um, because, like, I was never like really. A, this is so matrix. Do you believe in fate, Neil? Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really believe in fate because I thought so much happens day to day in, in our lives, and we live so long that weird things are just coincidence. Because the chances of a coincidence not happening at some point are smaller than the chances of, mm. of a weird coincidence happening to us on on any given day. Mm. But like. I don't know, like, it's weird. I feel like there is a certain truth now to, like, we end up where we are in life for a reason, I suppose. Hmm. I don't know. It's a weird one. I don't know. Where, I what do you think really about how we've all it. come together? Mate, like, that's part, like that. it's part yeah. of it. Like, I feel like so many lucky things happen to me to get into this position. That, I like, And I know that to a degree you make your own luck. And but is it because the, like, stuff, the, the, end, the end is sort of definite, but all the stuff in the middle is kind of... It's it's a it's a movable. Yeah, map. I guess so. I guess so. That idea that you're always going to get here, just, but you don't just, necessarily go from here to here. You kind like, of go left. Right, I just left, think right, of stuff right, sometimes right. like what are the chances that like the for a while the the media hub of wrestling in Britain would be in Newcastle of all places. It's just like what? Why would that? Like what's? Mm. How's that happen? There's so many weird things. But again, yeah. it could just be coincidence. I don't know. Yeah, why would it be of all places? I remember thinking like, oh, Botchamania is really funny when I was like younger. We're like some American guy. And he's like, he's from Newcastle. What the hell? It's just weird. Mm. I don't quite get it. Maybe we are in the Matrix, Matthew. Yeah. But then I, if it is, though, that's weird because I'm like, this is my fate. It's like, wait, the universe needs this. Or it's just like, oh, no, no, Matthew. Matthew mm -mm. You're just an NPC in the Matrix. Oh, okay. <laughs> so not only are you oh, in a, not only are I'm you the main in, character of my story, but that's a, it. Not like, only are you oh, in okay. a simulation, but you're an NPC. In yeah. You, this keeps me from getting an ego. Are you, like, often, are you often giving people directions to the mill or something? Something strange has happened at the bar. <laughs> grab all the some, skate letters. <laughs> do you find that somebody <laughs> sometimes somebody somebody can't pass any further into town because they have to stop and talk to you about something? Uh, yeah. 
Are you holding a key so, for someone? Sometimes I, <laughs> I go up to someone on the bus and press A. One of the words they said is bold in yellow. And I'm like, not about Matthew's uh, one of the guards that stops you from getting into the palace at the start of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where the train station is? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if they get past you, you blow a whistle and then they fade out and then they wake up in the village again. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, this is a very Bo, this is a very Bo Dallas. You didn't answer my question. Oh, go on. Yeah, I know I didn't. I don't have an yeah, answer for you. Yeah, you, you, you should have an answer. I, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. Will I come out with this? Would you wake up? Even though, like, I mean, like, if if life is assured, if you're always going to be if happy, if I say and no, it's a bit grim in a podcast. It's like, change, well, stay tuned for next week. I might not be here. Well, no, no. Well, I mean, that's true. You we may find a. Hey, we, do you know what? If a, you unplug, <laughs> then none of us will be here. Oh no! Or are we all in? Oh, it? I'm not ready for this. Next week we're doing the podcast. God. No, sorry, I, I, I mistook, sorry, I mistook that for um, us being a figment of his imagination. No, he's in the Matrix. No, we're, we're, all, we're all in, in the Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, it would be to me. We're yeah. all NPCs. Yeah, we would. But yeah. we're all. Oh, but to the, you no, guys, no, because in the Matrix. But then to you guys, you are really good fictional characters to me. Okay. So <laughs> I would feel bad about because you're very well written and you've got developed personality. It's not like Cody Rhodes. You've got developed personality. Oh. Um, so if you guys find out, we found this big. Puddle of Matthew's skin, and well, I actually don't know. Show. I was thinking next week on the podcast, we'll all be sat. You haven't turned up, so there's three of us here. You just burst in, stop dodging bullets. Like, uh, like oh, <laughs> he let he did. We know which child. Oh, oh, Matthew he took does, the red pill. Matthew does this, and it's like Matthew was just talking crap about wrestling, and he just died. Mm. Like, it just don't did. say that, Matthew Jesus. Hey, I found something. <laughs> and that's it. But I like the idea. Oh, that, I like the idea that we're all. That? Sort of well-written characters in Matthew's yeah, show. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think it's, everyone um, care about you. If you're not like Matthew's crap work, it's like, would you leave the Matrix? Like, mate, when, I'm trying to leave the Matrix now. When Matthew wakes up to start his day, uh, the opening of SmackDown plays like, nah, 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 with, one, with one of us doing each of our little jokes, like it's the start of Watchmania. That's how. You... <laughs> uh, I really want to. Th- that's how I wake up. That's how I go to bed. Yeah, right. Oh, stop it. Is this the I most... really want to think that's how you start your day. <laughs> Bacini... Oh, very good. Bacini knocks on the door and goes, Matthew, there's some men in suits out here. I'd like to have a word with you. I'm like, oh. Before, before Matthew enters a room, we're all wait, we're all actors preparing our scripts for how we the, talk to Matthew. Yeah. Like Jack, Jack and Tom like this. Sometimes if you walk into a room, we don't talk to you. Try leaving the room and coming back in Turn again. Turn off and on again. <laughs> you know what? Because I have been... T- this is getting way too deep. But there's, there's that been times <laughs> I've spoken to people and I've said, I have just had this conversation with you. And part of me used to go, it's just thick as pig poo, really, aren't they? But you go, wait, are they just... Hang on, wake up, wake up. So you think Deja Vu is maybe them stuck in a loop somewhere? Yeah. Or maybe they're just loading... Oh, I feel really weird talking about all this. This is very existential. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't answer the question anyway. No, I know I haven't. Would you unplug or plug it? No. No. I remember the simile of the cave. Jack, what would you do? From um, probably would want to. Yeah, probably want to see what the real world was like. You probably want to see the real world. You also get a sweet trench coat and loads of guns and that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where's my trench coat? As long as as long as the cipher's not knocking around, what's he like? Yeah, and I made the dude from steak. The Sopranos. Yeah. Anyway, you didn't answer the question. I probably would, yeah. Yeah? Okay, and then, all, and then re- immediately regret it. Let's all save the world, guys. Come on. Yeah. Let's follow the white rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> follow it to the end. I'm not going to see the new film, though. No. Okay. Anyway, you didn't answer the question. Oh, he did. He funny, said, he funny, said funny, word. funny individual. Anyway, you didn't answer the question. Tom. Sorry, uh, I've. Uh, uh, sorry, two pages stuck together. Wait, Tom, <laughs> you're all, you're all, what's the next you're question? All, you're all green and, green and glitchy. Oh. <laughs> 
And that, thankfully, <laughs> is all the stuff in the mailbag this week. But you didn't answer the question. If you have any any existential crises, any thoughts, any poet laureate, any any things that's on your mind. I'm doing well, Matthew. You. How are you? Then please, please, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you didn't answer the question. Well, from one crisis to another, <laughs> Reese's Pieces. Oh, oh guys, yeah, this one's quite a simple one. But I thought, yeah, oh, thankfully, long-time listener, and was wondering. Me and my friends will talk about wrestling finishes and how important they are, because you know they could finish the match. We got talking, was deciding who has the best finisher. So I pose this question to you. Compulsory thank you <laughs> to all you guys and for the podcast. Adam Cole, no, not that one, but yes, that is my legal name. Ooh. So thank you, Adam Cole. Baby. There we go. So fastest thought first, go Jack. Tom, so it's me. just finishes one, lads. It's just back to basics. Just yeah, finish. Yeah, Nothing like wrong it. with that. Sometimes like that'd be it. a bit weird to complicated. Number one, sweet chin music or pedigree? Sweet chin music because it's more versatile. Sweet chin music. Pedigree because okay. you know if it gets hit, it's actually going to end a match. Uh, number two, Tombstone Pound Driver or RKO? Mm, RKO because it's more versatile. You can hit from anywhere. Tombstone Pound Driver. I'd say Tombstone, yeah. Stone Cold Stunner or People's Elbow? Stone Cold Stunner. The People's Elbow is really entertaining, but you can't beat the Stunner. 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 GTS or F5? Kenta's GTS. What a hipster, what a hipster. (laughs) Matt Morgan's F5. (laughs) (laughs) What a hipster. (laughs) Uh, Dominic Djokovic's GTS, or whatever he calls it. Oh, Feast Your Eyes. That's right. Feast Your Eyes. And Fantasize. (laughs) Figure four leg lock or sharpshooter? Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, because Brett. Uh, Carly Chop or The Worm? <laughs> oh, The Worm. Carly Chop, devastating. Carly Chop. Carly Chop. What is it? It's Carly Chop. Carly Chop. Oh, Carly Chop. Carly Chop. <laughs> the Worm. Hogan Leg Drop or Warrior Splash? <laughs> oh, the Leg Drop, I suppose. Uh, Warrior Splash. Nah, the Atomic Leg Drop of Doom. I never thought much of Warrior Splash, to be honest with you. Uh, five-star frog splash or the claymore? Mm. Oh, the five-star frog splash for me. Claymore? Mm. It is good. I, I like the claymore, but five-star. Mm. Five-star wrestling. wrestling. Yeah. Alicia Fox's Northern Lights suplex. Oh, the best move in the history of the world. Or Kurt Angle's moonsault. Oh, Kurt Angle's moonsault. But he's pulled out of the bag there. I was like, what can top Alicia oh, Fox's, but Kurt Angle's moonsault's a thing of beauty. Uh, how many times has Alicia Fox hurt herself doing the Northern Lights No, suplex? no, she's got the best Northern Lights suplex in the business. Has she broken Hulk or Holly's arm with a Northern Lights suplex? It's the best. It's the best. Then Northern Lights suplex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I exact, see. Yeah, the right. exact reasons that Tom was going to say, yes. But Angle's moonsault's something, though. It certainly he is. Soars. Did you know, and I didn't notice this until Kurt pointed out, he can't go backwards over the ring. Like do a 180. He mm. has to always turn around and go forwards. But he's got no issues moonsaulting off Who's the Who's that angle? Yeah. He can't go forwards out he, the ring. Yeah, he, he can't, can't go backwards that. out the ring. Right. Like over his head. He has to go turn and then turn and go Oh, forwards. when he takes like a... a like yeah, yeah. He gets like clothesline out the ring oh, yeah, or whatever. He, he has to turn around. I'm he never of, goes like... I'm thinking over. of Triple H eliminating him at the end of the Royal Rumble. Right, right, right. But that looks brutal, that Because Conrad was mocking him going, you've done all these moves off of cages, off of balconies, off of stages, everything. Some of the impact, like... 
jumping off steps. Yeah. And, yeah. Surely at Moonsault, you've got more time to, to, to sort it out mm. if it's gone a bit awry. Whereas with the, that, it's so quick. It's also yeah. the same motion, though. I guess. But from not the air. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's I, just funny. He's like, no, no, I can't do that. Triple H talked about how he is physically, like, sorry, mentally unable to, you know, when someone like Strowman charges at someone and they move and he hits his shoulder and he goes through the turnbuckles and hits. Triple H can't, it's a mental block. He can't make himself go through the the two turnbuckles, oh. but he can do the flare bump where he gets like oh, Irish yeah, whipped yeah. and bloody fla- or Harley race bump. Yeah. But not the, not that. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. That's funny then. Mm. Uh, I liked when Triple H was in the shield and they all did dives and he just got out of the ring. Yes. That was funny. Stars Clash or Crossroads? The Crossroads. Uh, Stars Clash. Stars Clash because I don't call the Crossroads the Crossroads. Roll the dice. The printer. Oh, it's the printer. I couldn't tell, so I thought someone was scratching the door like a cat. It was the simulation boot. Got. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, haha. Example. Oh. Poor example. We talk about that's just that's just young Jamie drinking his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, why not? Christopher Daniels did that. Who were the uh, Angel Wings? Oh, no, yeah. not Angel Wings. Didn't didn't was it roll the Damn dice? It, what did he call hand? No, 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 no. Didn't. Um. No, it was. But what did oh, uh, Reno do? Roll the yeah, dice. Yeah, Reno. Yeah. No, but, that's right. That's Thank right. you. Thank that's you, young Jamie. Right. <coughs> so that's the first time, again, it's the first time I saw it do it. It's like, that's Daniel's move. Or Reno. Mm. Or Reno. World famous Reno. But Cody did do Ibushi off the apron. That was cool. He did. We that had that sexy nice. off. Yeah, the handsome match. Yeah. yeah the handsome <laughs> match. Because I'm so much dashing, I'm going to take your boyfriend. <laughs> oh, uh, what we got? I don't Last know. one was the crossroads. Wars of Jericho yeah. or crossface. Or ankle lock. Mm, oh, um, ankle lock for me. There's so many like Ooh. variations on the struggle that can happen. Yeah, I like the ankle lock, particularly Kurt Angle's one. Yes, because when he grapevines oh. that Mother Hubbard, that's it. You're done. And and that was one of the more protected moves, mm. wasn't it? Really? Because as soon as Angle ankle locks the grapevine, everyone's it's curtains for everybody. Don't ask why he doesn't just every time grapevine. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there is that question. Like he pulls it out only very when absolutely necessary. It's like he forgets, and then he's like, oh. Oh, this wins the match, yeah, yeah. Uh, Crossface because uh, Benoit used to be so good at putting that, and just his, uh, I know, I know, uh, his, uh, his like he's just like, because mm. you know the rest mm. of the time he's like, I'm cutting a promo, <laughs> promo. It would be bad, but he, in the ring stretching someone, you could tell he was on the time of his life. So, uh, one winged angel or attitude adjustment, adjustment. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, now. The, oh, it's just a Death Valley driver and not a good one. Yeah, the one-winged angel. <laughs> I'm going to go actually. Just okay. Me. I just I think because, again, it's one of those moves. It's very versatile. Yeah. It can be hit from lots of places. A quick one. Whoa. And, and, and you know what? It's a real nice, simple move that, that gets mm. a big pop as well. I like it when he sometimes rolls it into two. Yes, that is classic. That's very cool. One-winged angel always seems a little bit... Um, it's a, a lot of setup. Bit, a little bit clunky. A little bit of admin for you properly yes. land a mm. one-winged angel. But I like the protection of it because it, you know that if he hits it, it's over until Hangman kicks out in a few weeks' time. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I'll say the AA because John C. didn't take the AA from Damo. Uh, <laughs> Young Bucks, double super kick or the Usos? Double super kick. The Usos is better when, when they hit it. <laughs> I think the Bucks won, probably. I think the tassels and the fur on their boots takes away from the move. But I think I it, thought we were doing finishes. Like, right. When was the last time that bloody won a finish the match? Wow. But the Usos, the Usos have won matches with a double super kick. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes they go for the splashes now. Though. Yeah. So there, the Usos. Okay. 3D or heart attack? 
Heart attack oh. has been spelled an actual heart attack, by the way, not the H A R T. I really like the 3D. I love the 3D. Yeah. I'm going 3D as well. Always love the 3D. Cobra Strike. The proper one, sorry, not the not the back suplex. Yeah, the one that would confuse JR and go, the 3D. It's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not. The one Don't ask us why they have a very similar neckbreaker move that's of the 3D. It just looks cool, doesn't it? There's the whip it and then there's cool. like three people moving at once and then, yeah. 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 And, it's, and, and, it's that, and it's that expected crowd pop mm. as it happens. All the crowd starts saying 3D. Yeah. When they, when they, yeah, yeah. And they always realize the ropes, it's yeah. at different times as yeah, well. Yeah. It's coming towards this Mexican wave. 3D. Yeah. 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 So the crowd go, 3D. And if they're heels, JR will, because he hated them when they were heels, he'd be like, oh, damn, Dudley. Yeah. It's so, so good. Yeah, it's so good. Cobra Strike or Road Dogs Pump Handle Slam, Hump included. Uh, remind me what the Cobra Strike Santino is. Santino Morella's. Oh, thing. the Cobra! Yeah. Oh, that. Just purely, yeah, that as well. Just purely for the one where it looked like he was going to beat Daniel Bryan. Uh, when he was going to win the Rumble. So yeah, yeah, the Rumble. And he set it up really seriously and all that. And In like, a bit of a hindsight, he might as well have won that Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> that, that bin. Oh, oh, I love that. And the crowd are just with him. And then the roll and up on Bryan. He looks emotional. Yeah. And you just see the face. And he's just going, like, praying to yeah. God that yeah. it's going to work. <laughs> This is yeah. it. it was so good. Yeah, in so hindsight, yeah. in hindsight, I get why they didn't, but in hindsight, wish you'd work. Oh yeah, people <laughs> who don't realise, Santino was over oh, God, for yeah. a long period of time. He was in the elimination chamber the month oh, because he was so popular God. in that bit. One of they the, put him in the chamber. One of the funniest things is when one, he's having two. A, <gasps> somehow him and Santino mania. Him and Cena are having an interaction. It made me laugh so much. He just goes like, "Now listen here, Mister Chena, Mister Chena." Yeah, he tried so to make good. me watch the condemned, and I said, "No, no, no." <laughs> It's a fact. Stone cold can't act. <laughs> Road dogs pump hump handle slam. Oh uh, no! Because at least he won. At least he won something with that. Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. Cesaro swing or uh, Orton's draping DDT. Oh, uh, um, I think the swing had a big effect, didn't it? Because he hadn't used it that much on the main roster. But I'd seen him do it before. Orton's Orton's draping DDT. He looks brutal. Swing, swings swing. over. He did it like yeah, yes, pinned him with a swing. No, he didn't do it for years, and then it really worked when he did it at Rollins. He'll never really win a title with it, but he'll always get a big, mm, big, yeah. a lot of love. Because it's so impressive mm. to be able to do it. Uh, Walter's chops or Flair's chops? Walter's chops. <laughs> yeah, Walter's mm. chops. I, I, I saw him chop um, Mark Davis a defiant in Sheffield, yeah. and it made my teeth rattle. And <laughs> I was five rows back. <laughs> I was like, that's, and that was when I, that was the first time seeing Walt alive. And I was like, this guy is amazing. Oh, was that during the defined IPW war? Sorry. It could have been. That was, that was. Ooh, what if, a mistake that was. For, for any, uh, for any defiant history nerds. Yeah. That was my one and only appearance for Defiant. What did you do? I turned up. So I, I was. You chopped uh, Davis. I was coming along for the show. I was coming along for the show. And, uh, and somebody put me tickets by. I think it might have been, um. It might have been Dragon Izu. He put tickets by for me. And so I went to, to see him and get them. And he went, do you want to do something this evening? I was like, what do you mean? So I just need someone to interview Joe Hendry for a bit. I was like, yeah, go on then. So there is, on if you can find it, there's a, there's a clip of me and in my suit jacket, which I just wore for the thing, and like a, a random white shirt interviewing Joe Hendry as he's arriving in the building. Nice. As like as like a Defiant announcer. And I'm never seen again. <laughs> wow. It's my one appearance for Defiant Wrestling. Were you, were you asked to do anything for them or...? I was just, no, no, I was just, it was, I, I don't know why. It's just because you were there. They didn't say like, oh, you did such a good job. We want you no, back. No, they never it was just them. for one night. It's like when Kim Kardashian showed up at WrestleMania backstage. Yeah, <laughs> I'm basically Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Or like Andy Warhol showing up mm. at the, 
the MTV special they did WF. Oh, all the celebrities are here. Andy Warhol. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why? I was. I'm just chilling with mate. Like, oh, what a what a spectacle. No, they never. They never asked me to do anything else. There was. Do you know what? It's it's weird because like I feel like I'm sort of winding down on doing stuff. Sort of you in, are the, in the independent stuff. In the independent British wrestling mm. because I'm. It's. I'm not bitter about it because I had a lovely time. Mm. I always kind of hoped I could have done a bit more mm. than I did, and 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 go to. Well, you will always have that attitude. Yeah, about everything, and there's, Thomas, there's why you're so hungry. There's a few promotions I always wanted to work for, and I never got the vibe that my face fit or like my NXT 2.0. <laughs> oh god, so I'm a bit sad that, about that, but I'm cool with what I did. Mm. North Wrestling's my final night ringing out. You should be them. very happy with what you've. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Oh god, no, no, no regrets, no, no, no regrets, no regrets. Rumble. The defiant wrestling. Uh, <laughs> but there's always a few places I thought I'd love to have done something. There. Yeah. And, and oh, for whatever man. reason, I just didn't fit the profile. You're very good. If I was running a wrestling promotion, I'd book you as the ring announcer. Bless you, very, mate. Very, very thank good. You. Yeah. Very good. Thank you very much. I always put down to be a bit fat. Oh, no, and, shut and up. A bit, no, oh, stop shut it. up. No, 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 not in a, like, a, I'm not like, uh, woe is me, pour me more wine. No, no, I mean, like, generally, like, there's a, a, an aesthetic that I don't think I really fit. And um, that's all right. And that's yeah. all right. But that's the nature of things. I had a lovely time, and I'm very blessed to work to where I've worked. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Good. Anyway, good. Focus Sorry, on positives. There. Focus on positives, like you know the IPW UK ex- <laughs> expansion, where they had time. no identity outside the southeast. So of course, if you do with Defiant, <laughs> what was that about? Well, they were trying to take. Hang on, on, lads. Let's run. Let's, let's run New York during the WrestleMania weekend and draw maybe ten people. Oh, bless allegedly. Him. Still want to? Oh, still want to copy that show? Paradigm shift or curb stomp? Curb stomp. I'll go Paradigm shift. I'll say Paradigm. They're both good. Trouble in Paradise or Big Ending? The Trouble in Paradise, mainly for the one at the end of the Survivor Series match when he kicks Orton. He's just rolled up CM Punk and then it's perfectly... He stumbles a bit and then he nails it. Fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Trouble in Paradise (laughs) as well. And Orton goes down, he's like, he goes down like, oh no. (laughs) It's a really good sell by him. He goes, oh... Oh, bugger. I'm going to lose it. I always win at Survivor Series. (laughs) 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 <laughs> blub 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 yeah Trouble in Paradise or WMD or Brogue Kick the Brogue Kick I don't like the WMD because just do that do that start Big Show yeah I maybe, get he's why got, he... maybe he's got to nail it perfectly or something yeah. I don't know but he'll charge up his fist yeah, yeah. Have XP he's got to get a game breaker that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Brogue Kick Brogue Kick, kick. lovely thank you for a nice simple one to not to always be weird and wonderful yeah. or doing questions on a certain news writer or anything like that. Thank you very much for sending that magnificent Reese's Pieces. If you have any Reese's Pieces to send us, be finishers, could be, if you think, be which existential crises you're going through, <laughs> what's your favourite uh, god, it could be Norse or Greek or <laughs> Egyptian, perhaps. Anything that's on your mind, please, please, please send it to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. The ah, wow, what a... Not terribly drawn out podcast this week. I oh, genuinely thought hey. we'd be going for about seventeen hours today. No, I genuinely did. We've been going, but like, I think we hit a time. We'll go. Okay, we've we've dragged mm. this out long enough. Considering how much stuff happened this week, it's been all right. For those who stuck around since the beginning, by the way, I was saying whether uh, the, the interview will be confirmed or denied. It's been oh. got confirmed. <laughs> by now, you'll know what it was because I'd have probably will, shared a really? clip of it. Will it already be? Oh no, I'll, I'll put a little clip online. Today, yeah. before the podcast goes out, yeah, you might as well bloody say it then, Tom. Unless it doesn't happen, I don't know. You have to tempt fate. Yeah, don't. Wait, yeah. Wait, hang fate. on. Do you believe in any superstitions? 
Yeah, I'm not tempting me fate by saying who I interviewed on the podcast yeah. right now, just yeah. in case it doesn't happen. Okay, okay, maybe. Because then what I can do is I can just put another interview on and claim that was the one I was going to do all along. I'd be like someone really just, unremarkable. Just rings me. Yeah. Hi, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> this will make sense later. Yeah. 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 Yeah, fine. yeah, you know what? No, leave it as it okay. is, just in case. Yes. So until then, given the fact that there's uh, surprisingly not a lot happening next week for the big companies, why don't we take this time to think about our favorite Ring of Honor memories. Mm. Because apparently, even though not a lot of people have been watching it these past few years, sorry, not being a dick, it's just, yeah. But whenever we talk about Ring of Honor or put Ring of Honor in the video titles, it tends to do well in the hits. <laughs> so talking about Ring of Honor, moreover than actual Ring, oh, of Honor. Like Ring of Honor. So let's start. How did you get introduced to Ring of Honor, Jack? Around that time that I said in the mailbag when I was like learning through internet forums that there was other wrestling out there. Right. I mentioned to Tom before, actually, that a big part of it was also... People would make like compilations of Chikara events on YouTube set to usually a punk song. And I'd be like, oh, wicked. Uh, he's dressed as a pumpkin. Look at him. He wasn't a pumpkin. He was <laughs> a Halloween creature. But um, Ring of Honor was like, because it was harder to find footage of online than Chikara and that was like this mythical otherworldly thing yeah. to me. Like, the, oh, it's so, it's pure wrestling. And it's what all the older members on the forums are talking about. And they must be super cool. So I should like what they they're, they like. Who's CM Punk? Although by this point, he probably had already was in developmental, I think, judging by how old I would have been. But yeah, that's how I first heard of it. But what about you guys? I remember CM Punk and Raven having just wars. Oh, number three, yeah. Across, uh, across Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor um, was, was sort of the first place they kicked open the Forbidden Door. Long before even the mm. concept of a Forbidden Door was a thing. I am referring to Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kabashi. Mm. And what a sensational match that was. Just two guys that battered each other. And it felt like the biggest night in Ring of Honor when that happened. Mm. I remember when I first heard about that match, like years after it actually happened, and thinking, oh, that's nice, Samoa Joe wrestled Kenda. And then reading it again and being like, oh, no, Kenda Kabashi. And thinking, would he still have it? Like, yes, he did, yeah. <laughs> did. He certainly did. And then... Um, and in fact, I, but, would it have happened while he was still tearing it up in Noah anyway, or was it later when he's when he was a bit older? Who? When he, Smo when he was still he was in Noah. Smo Joe or no, Kabashi? Kenda, uh, Kabashi. Oh yeah, Kabashi was still. And you had uh, uh, you had Takeshi. But was he like past his prime? I don't no, know. five. Nah, no, no, okay, he permanently enough. in his prime. Yeah, he came out of yeah. the womb in prime. Fair but, enough. Uh, we also had like um, Takeshi Morishima was Ring of Honor champion for a while. And had a belter of a series of matches with Brian Danielson. Broke his eye. And it, yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And it was the and I remember the, mm. the story of that and how it was like Brian Danielson just couldn't quite beat him. Yeah. And it was and was that when Brian said, I'm not gonna shave until I beat him? I might oh. be mixing things up with another story. Okay. But I remember definitely there was like a real like a desperation mm. for Brian Danielson to wrest the Ring of Honor title away from him and stuff like that. And the one thing I always loved about Ring of Honor and is that they made wins, losses, championships feel so important. Yeah. So important. Like everything was life <laughs> or death. Even if it was a number three contenders match, mm. the significance was incredible. Um, I'll give another shout out to a Ring of Honor memory. Uh, Ring of Honor in Liverpool. Oh, were you there? No, uh, no, I, I was I was at a Liverpool, um, a World's Collide in Liverpool. Okay. Uh, when it was, oh, there's nobody that jumps out of my head okay. that was there, but I'm talking about the night where it was mm. Nigel mm. McGuinness versus Brian Danielson for both the title, ROH the pure and title, the pure title. The, oh, is it that match with that spot? I forget which one is, I know the one you're referring to. But, but that's the one with... It, 
Yeah, it's, it's the one that ends with Danielson basically mm. caving yeah. Nigel McGuinness's head in yeah. with repeated elbows. And Those matches just, are the oh. reason why McGuinness yeah. hasn't been able to wrestle for WWE. I love yes. the. I, I know, yeah, but I love the atmosphere. It's like it's like when Cena went to ECW. It's like the away crowd. Like they all want the, the British lad to win, and Danielson comes out and it's just boo, and it's like quite scary. It's like quite mm. like wow. It's quite a rough crowd, yeah. It's great, though. Yeah. It's just mm. so good. I've always... I, and yeah, we're talking about memories from ROH from so long ago, and I feel like you know, we're doing yeah. a great disservice to stuff that's happened like relatively recently from yeah. Nirvana, you know. It is funny, though, as well. Like We are talking about... This is how we get introduced to a lot of the people that I'm sure the people going now going, oh, okay, so you knew, like, you know, Daniel Bryan, um, Christopher Daniels, I guess, mm. uh, and maybe McGuinness, and all these other people, when... They're still going. Yeah. Mm. All these years later, the big names now. Christopher Daniels is like a freak. I oh, can't yeah. believe. He's 50. He's not aged in like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. She's permanently old. And uh, my memory was reading Powerstar magazine and all those photos from the Murphy Rec Center, oh. which is just a hole. Mm. But with those photos, the way the guys looked and the, the brightness and the mm. settings and everything, and the crappy guardrails and everything, God, it looked cool. Why, why are British indies usually in like... Like smaller indies. Why are the British ones usually in quite cool bars or like music venues? And Americans are just on a basketball court. Because they don't have the drinking culture in America oh, that we yeah, do, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, right. So so I don't think you've got sort of bars that mm. in the sense that we do over here. Although from what think. I've heard at PWG, people get drunk. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, they actually blood. Yeah, it was funny because on the stream, I, was, <laughs> I saw like someone talk about a drinking song. It was like, like we, you know, we like to drink with Tom. Mm. Because Tom is our friend. Oh, come on, you yeah. Zulu warrior. I said, well, Americans, what are your favorite drinking songs? And they said stuff like, Sweet Caroline. <laughs> How did you drink that, no, Free Bird was an answer. I went, oh. <laughs> oh, That's so, oh you don't most, have that over the there? The most American. Oh. What's your favorite drinking song? Something to do with freedom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, That's such a good answer. Yeah, so Sitting on the porch, having a beer while Free Bird blasts in the back. That's a yeah. drinking song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, diff okay. it's a different... I, I, you know, I'm sure there are um, wrestling shows in America that do fight out of bars and stuff like that and mm -hmm. I think I'm, I can think of a couple um, but it's, 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 it's <laughs> <laughs> right it's my reaction as well bless him if I should but we I need songs the, uh, that you get aggressively drunk to yeah yeah the VHS from the back end of Powerslam magazine as well mm. when it was 02 2002 like it's just ugh. I mean well, so we got the the, the Eddie Guerrero versus Loki. Yeah, I was gonna say the super crazy. Oh, I, I thought I thought <coughs> was it not I was thinking I was thinking the first Ring of Honor title match, which is that four way Yeah, the Man. four way, yeah. So the, the the first tape they did though was, was that the main he, event he was, was billed as American Dragon rather than Dan Brian Daniels. It's like American Dad yeah, American I said American Dad. American <laughs> Dad, Brian Danielson versus Loki. Good morning, USA <laughs> versus Christopher Daniels. And at the time I really Loved Loki. He was flashy. He was brilliant. He was a mega up a lake of yeah, He was cool then. He was cool as hell. <laughs> and then I got older and, and then I appreciated Christopher Daniels' character work. Mm. Like, I love what he's doing. It's like, all right. And then I got even older. It's like, oh, Danielson's good with the graps. So it's great how that, ma that match itself, I've watched about three times and each time I've gone, oh, they're the standout. And how my wrestling tastes have changed over the years. But then, yeah, they had the four way Iron Man match. Because at the tournament, um, which had Doug Williams and Jody Fleisch and Johnny Storm coming over. Then he went to CZ Dub as well. In the four-way Iron Man match, Doug Williams, Spanky, Loki, and Daniels. That's the one. Yeah. And it was it. Doug Williams was asked, "How was it?" Because he was stifling. <laughs> it was very hot that night. And then Loki won, lost to Xavier. 
in a weird angle that didn't really quite work. So trying to be clever well, the whole was. thing was well, uh, R.I.P. Xavier. It was. It was, and this is where wrestling. It was simple wrestling booking, like the Ring of Honor. The whole idea of it. Um, was built around like handshakes and fair play. Yeah. So how do you become a heel in the Ring of Honor? Break the rules. Don't do handshakes. I remember. Done. I remember. I remember not. The video packs were like Christopher Daniels denies the handshake. I remember. Right. Not, I remember not getting it at first because I thought, well, if it's all about just being wrestlers and not being characters, and I, I remember not getting it and thinking, well, that's really boring. If there's no storylines, it's all just about the wrestling. But then I realised, well, exactly what you said. Like the strong code of rules is a device to. Make for them to be broken. Mm. And then when something happens like the Kevin Steen thing, where he leaves and then comes back, and it didn't go that well because him and Cornette actually hated each other, I think. Yeah, it was that was a whole mess. But, but that like, was the last them, thing like, on Watch. his name out on their website, just XXXXX. <laughs> and it was like, who's that? Uh, yeah, he was on Twitter ragging on Cornette. Oh, that was great. Because I remember saying that was the year going, Steen's used in that better than anybody in wrestling. And people were like, um, you know, this guy's called Zack Ryder. And I went, all right, fair enough. <laughs> but Kevin Steen... Uh, and El Generico at Final Battle. That was the last thing at Ring of Honor I watched. Right. Like with friends and everything and just like down like a proper wrestling event. And that still gets me chills. And it was, um, what's his name? Because he, it was one of, again, like the Zima Zion thing, you revealed it was him who did it. Um, was it Jeff Jones from uh, ECW? Just Jeff Jones? He put that video package together. No way. He said on Twitter a while ago. And designed the Ring of Honor logo. No, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's... And uh, he, oh, what was it? he starts off with, like, you ask an alcoholic why he drinks and you can't give you the reason why. Oh, it's oh, going on. That's yeah. fine tingling. Yeah. It's great when you watch, um, like when <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn got to do their feud in WWE and they had some <laughs> stunning yeah. matches. But then you again, but again. then you get to tell people, like, this goes back much further and mm. do check out the Ring of Honor stuff because this is, it's up there. Like the stuff that they did and the emotion wrapped within it as well mm. as the physicality. It was just the Kevin Steen, El Generico stuff was yeah. incredible. Probably should mention the Summer of Punk as well, the original Summer of the Punk. The original yeah. Summer there of Punk. Because it was and Punk ja- that... Jamie Noble, Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, he was. He saved the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Because that was when did C- CM Punk won the ROH title. I suppose it last night. On his last night. And it was like, well, aren't you... I love yeah. you, Punk. Isn't this the most beautiful thing you've ever seen? It's like, what's going on here? Yeah. I like I like that... That. Diversion. Crowd still cheering. That was like no, no idiots. Yeah, there was a few missteps. I know, like Jamie Noble became the champion, and it was a bit like, Ooh. well, it wasn't. And then Tyler. Oh Black, no, no, it was. It, 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 wasn't was, Jamie, it was really good. It wasn't it was like the MVP G- of the year. It wasn't it was, the Jamie Noble that we know, like the. Hey, how did that? That's funny. Like Jamie Noble ring of our champion. He's like, wait, what? I don't understand the words and you've just said to me. But like, no, he had that great run. It was so good that he went back to WWE. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. maybe I'm more thinking. Wrestle, bye. Maybe I'm more thinking Tyler Black. And, he, and I remember, I just remember there was a lot of, when he became Ring of Honor champion, there wasn't a lot of love for mm. him becoming ROH champion. Like whether or not there were times when they seemed too to, soon or right. It was either like Goldilocks too soon or too hot, never just right. And also by that time, Ring of Honor, this must have been before Final Battle then, I guess some of that stuff that <clears> I watched. And Davy Richards had just turned into, <laughs> what Kenstein told him, Jiu-Jitsu Jackoff. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what I thought of him. His style from PWG had turned so boring. It's like sometimes re- good wrestlers go to places and turn to bad wrestlers. And I think mm. Ring of Honor rubbed that man the wrong way because suddenly the cool, vibrant, hard-hitting, impactful David Richards had been placed by, well, this match is going 45 minutes because it's Ring of Honor. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, I think I'm done with this nerd wrestling company. <laughs> 
But was that the moment when you went, I'm done with it? Yeah, you're done with Ring of Honor. Because there wasn't anything else on the show apart from Steen Generico that I wasn't yeah. getting from anywhere was else. This like, was like Eddie Edwards and Davey Richards and Elgin and that started to like... Just clones of each other, Eddie. really. Yeah, that style of wrestling became very uh, prevalent around that time in Ring of Honor. Mm. I say Ring of Honor, but that became like the post child for me because of just... Well, we're going to hit the moves and it's going to be like Japan. But it's like, not Japan. But like, pretend it's Japan. And like, then we'll get SARS. From people like the Cole melters. and Strong saved, like good heels saved, the characters saved it a little bit. Yeah, which yeah. they didn't have. So, uh, exactly. Well, and then Ring Von Bell like was Pre Bullet Club Adam Cole, I mean. Oh, 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 right, yeah. right. Sorry. I didn't but, yeah. there. Um, but no, I mean, there's loads of good. They, the Dragon Gate match. Oh, the one that, like, popularized they, yeah, they, they, that they created not only that, but also the WrestleMania weekend. The idea of the WrestleMania hey, weekend. why don't we run a big event during WrestleMania weekend? There's going to be thousands upon thousands of wrestlers there. Some of them are going to see Ring of Honor. And every other company went, yes, we'll all do it. They went, no, now no one's seen some of these shows. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, there's that. They've left, left so many things in the in the business. I think that the winner will be whoever, if they end up selling the library, whoever gets it, because you've mm, just yeah. got a... You, you, you've got an, uh, an Aladdin's cave Do you think we could Ooh, if we all pitch in and 50 quid, do you think we'll get it? Well, it's payday today. So yeah. I'll yeah. oh, sell the whole thing as NFTs. It's <laughs> <laughs> a grainy still image of punk retiring. <laughs> um, one thing I will say is that I know that not a lot of love has been given here in this question to late Ring of Honor because the early stuff was so good. Yeah. But I was the only Ring of Honor show I've been to was a WrestleMania weekend one. It was... Um, Supercard of Honor in Lakeland, Florida. Ooh. And um, the year that, that the Hardys... 2017. Came, the Hardys main evented and then the next night yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, in, we're at WrestleMania and that. Mm. And I imagine like, people from WWE watching that match with the Bucks just like, oh my God, don't die. It's nuts, isn't it? They yeah. did that, then did a match very yeah. similar. But um, the bit I liked the most from that event was the... Um, just to try and round off how effective a Healy can be if he's aware of it, Cody Rhodes versus Jay Lethal in a strap match. And Cody came out, Lethal sucks eggs on his T-shirt, and it was all deliberately old school and stuff. And it was a great match. And trying to bring some, like, a, a cyclical nature to this and say, like, I li- if he does I, I like it, that. if he does it, it'll oh. work really well. Do you know what like, you know, I'd like if he so brought it back? If he brought back when he was in Ring of Honor, he, took the, he got rid of the championship and had a ring. <laughs> what a dick. I quite like that. <laughs> I like that as a bit. He just went, This is the I'm the Ring of Honor champion, mm. and here's the ring. Like, M- MJF's got the ring now. Oh, they do the ring thing, don't they? Maybe that's where I got it from. Maybe. So <laughs> I like that. So, mm. and again, as you say, it's the clinical. That's proof that Cody can be a I feel, like, I feel like it's wrong to end a Ring of Honor talking point by saying Cody Rose was good. <laughs> it's very you, Jack, yeah. Yeah. to end up talking yeah. about you, folks. You, Jack. You, Jack. Hey. Uh, yeah. Ring of Honor, lots best, of memories, best Ring of Honor champion. Let's end on that then. Best Ring of Honor champion that there ever what, in was. Like, all the divisions. In uh, uh, best world champion, best Ring of Honor world champion that there ever was. I'm gonna say Samoa Joe. Yeah, that's a great. Champion. I mean, there we go. Well, that conversation. I Nearly mean, two years. He was regarded like the best in all the dirt sheets and the power slams yeah. and the uh, walls. Mm. I remember being gutted when he lost yeah. the title. So my, my desire yeah. for somebody to hold a belt for multiple years transcends working at Cold yeah. Nick. My dad, because the wrestling channel, he watched... Your dad smoked you. Wait. Huh. My, dun, dun, he, dun. There was a four-way, and Ring of Honor was really good for this in the mid-2000s of like, well, we've got these other matches sold out. Let's just put these other lads in a four-way or three-way, and they were always great. Everyone <laughs> got to do their little thing and got in. They were like really random matchups. Samoa Joe, I want to say uh, Jack Evans, somebody else, and Ebison. Mm. 
You know, the guy with the mask? Yeah. yeah. And Ebbers, that was on the wrestling channel. My dad's just like, what? Watching it like dad's, you know that dad sit down like what is this? Yeah. Like he's, he's got his, his, his hands thing. reaching for a remote like John Wayne going for his gun. Wow. But then Ebison was doing this thing where he's coming up right to the camera, almost like a dog. I mean, it was, my dad was like, "What?" <laughs> and he really enjoyed Small Joe just wrapping Jack Evans into a a present. <laughs> I wish I remember the other one, but it was a really fun four way that's happened to be shown like midday on the wrestling channel. Mm. So, yeah, I'm saying it's more Joe because of that famous famous match he had. It's well, Ebison. it is Joe. So I'll say my favorite Ring of Honor match. Which yeah, probably on. Danielson versus Kenda, maybe. A very good one. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but but that's not got that bigger story. It needs. It, it needs maybe a wrestler. It's one, maybe it's one of Steen Generico's one. It needs a wrestler being jump-started by a car. So you want PCO versus Rich. Oh, God. No the car didn't work. No selling a powerbomb to the outside. That's amazing. They did. I mean, I didn't watch it. Again, it sounds weird, I guess. But like, because all the people I knew who would follow Ring of Honor, all they did was complain about how Ring of Honor wasn't very good these last few years. Roosh was probably the last memory of him winning (laughs) the the, the Ring of Honor title. And then going to, like, by the way, I quit CMLL. Yeah. That was amazing. And then you lost it to PCO. <laughs> yeah, which is like nice to give PCO the belt. <laughs> yeah, but it, it felt I, like a felt like a, a like a Hall of Fame type thing. That, it's like, oh, well, listened, well done. Oh, I listened to Janella's episode of the Steve Austin podcast. Oh yeah, where Austin's try, trying to just understand Janella and trying to like understand. There's such Oof. different wrestlers, and he's saying stuff like, "Why did you jump off a building through the back of a truck and stuff like that?" And Janella's like, "For attention, I suppose." And then Austin's Work. like, "Well, fair enough, kid," and all this. And then he's like, "So what's going on on the Indies at the minute?" And Janella's like. You know PCO? Like, he's like the hottest thing on the indie scene right now. And Austin's like, Ule. <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. And Austin's like, he thinks he's joking. He's like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, he's the hottest thing in indie wrestling right yeah. now. And he was for a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was massive. Yeah. Good lad. Oh, I don't know if any Ring of Honor title runs that were as good as, you know, I'll just do a match. Uh, Danielson's story was good. Yeah. It wasn't always with the belt, but it was a good story. It became almost being expected that you were going to get a great match. Out of them though, it's like, oh, Danielson was a great match that he has. Mm. Yeah, damn. Steen Erico's tag run. Oh, when they beat the the Briscoes, they had a series yeah. of them. They were great. Um, Who did they beat when they won the belt? And the, the crowd reaction is like absolutely insane. It might be the Briscoes. I'm not sure. Nineteen thousand times they won it. Oh, I know. Nigel McGuinness versus uh, Kevin Steen in I think it was a Canadian show. That's why he was getting the title shot. <laughs> he blocks the um, the uh, clothesline that Moxie does now that mm. Andrew McGinnis used to throw like 15 of every match. Mike Kevin just walks away. Ah, that's nice. That that close <laughs> the, the Andrew McGinnis clothesline. Um, I remember reading about this, and he called it the the Les Kellett clothesline. Of course, inspired by World of Sport, Les Kellett, who used to do that thing where he bounces into the ropes. You see John Moxley do it now. Mm. He bounces yep. into the ropes, falls back into the middle rope, then bounces back into the ring and hits a lariat. But Les Kellett from World of Sport used to do that. So McGuinness started calling it the Les Kellett yeah. clothesline, Les right, Kellett lariat. Right, right. And but the problem is the, the 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 it was a bit lost in translation. So people started calling it the Let's Kill It. <laughs> <laughs> Did like, they? Yeah. Oh, no, I've got to get the Let's Kill It, Larry. I said, no, no, it's not. It's called oh, the Let's Kill bless. It. It's called the Let's Kill It. Oh, you know those wacky Brits, their wacky accents? Let's Kill It. No, it's Let's no, Kill Les It. Les would do the headbutt. Uh, that was it. He did that, was it. Headbutt the gut. That was it. Like it an angry cow, because he was Les Kill It, and he was yes. weird. So the Stenarico have won the tag belts twice. One time they beat, oh, where's it gone? They beat, I Never think, BJ Whitmer and Dan Marth. 
maybe. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm not Did they beat the Briscoes? Or have I made that up? They no, they had, that, they had the series where they had like every gimmick match possible. I the can't find it anymore. <laughs> oh, no. That's <laughs> really sad. And also, we said before, I'm going to very briefly say it, how great the CZW versus Ring of Honor feud was. Mm. Because mm-hmm. it's hard to think of having that that type of company they against that age, other type of company. They beat the age of the fall, sorry. Oh, of course. There it, it is. What? Nana and... Driven to No, no, Prison Nana's table wasn't that, you idiot. Um, age of the fall would have been Jacobs and... Uh, it was uh, Tyler Black, Black. Black. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Tyler Black. I'm thinking of the Embassy. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Ring of Honor versus CW feud. We probably won't get anything like that ever again. Yeah. There's two completely separate... Different Entities. fan base and audiences, styles of wrestling coming together for a feud where, hmm, how could we have this work? Oh, I know. Just say what we really think of each other's company. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh. Beautifully done. See, this, is, this oh. is it. There's so many wonderful memories of Ring of Honor. Yeah. yeah. We'll not get to um, them mem- The companies may go, the talent may be signed, but the memories remain. Leave the memories. Hey, let us know in the comments. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do, do you know what? what Ring of Honor is? What are your favorite memories? <laughs> Have you seen any of it? Here's some of your favorite Ring of Honor stuff in the comments, past, present, future. And people are going, wait, why are people overreacting? They said they're coming back in April. I was like, yeah, but who knows what that's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, we don't know. It's going to be very we're not We're not calling it dead yet, yeah. but it's it's definitely a different time for it. Speaking of time, that's a thing we've ran out of. Jack, what have you got uh, for us this week until next week? We have just started, me and Owen, on Twitch, our... Fifth season with Coldaholic FC. Fifth season. Uh, we had our first few games last week. We've signed a new striker on loan called Super Stupid 64. We've named him. Um, he's an amazing striker. He's way too good for us. So look forward to him bagging some more goals. That's every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Nice. Lovely. And uh, I think I got raided by the lads. And they were like, we yeah, really we're, do, yeah, we're doing really well. We're doing really well. We need to make you in this game, Matthew. And for, like, what? what? <laughs> We, That's uh, how this works. We, Owen, Owen raided you, and then he was waiting to, for the numbers to build up because everyone joins the raid. And then he accidentally just hit the button and ended our stream, and he was like, oh, we're off now. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, what, a, what an ending to the stream there. So, yeah. But um, what else have I got? Uh, check out my article on the Charlotte Flair situation. Yep. I tried to offer a balanced view. I said it was possible to disapprove of her actions but also sympathize with her at the same time. You can do both things at once. Um, yeah, Halloween and that. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, no classic Smackdown review this week back next week as normal we'll see what uh, we'll do. Uh, but we have the classic Raw review on Monday and the classic Night with, with myself and Jackins and the classic Nitro review with myself and Sam Driver on Tuesday uh, if you don't already do please subscribe to the podcast feed because you get daily wrestling news give me 10 minutes I will give you the wrestling world I forgot one thing Go on. before, just before Matthew um, because it was mentioned earlier on in one of the questions the wrestling channel you, um, oh, story yeah. on. Yes. Check out that uh, if you want to know about the wrestling channel, if you have fond memories of it. Shout out to Lewis House, one of our very talented writers who wrote that script. Uh, shout out to Richard Tubman for the edit as well. I think it was you. It was. It was. Uh, very hey. good videos. Do check it out. Um, I was a little bit ill at the time. Sorry if my voiceover is a bit. But it's a good video, I promise. It's worth it. It's mm. worth it. Yeah. Uh, well, with the SmackDown thing off, I've got sod all this week, really. But I can't wait to watch the pumpkin video and see this existential crisis that comes out of Jack's mouth. Mm. Yeah. Until then, patreon.com forward slash coldaholic for the three three picks that are yours and yours alone. And also the mailbag at coldaholic.com. And I'm realizing that 
because we have such a lovely Patreon people. There are those lovely people that we name drop every single time. The producers. Yeah. How dare you think we'd forget? I'm just looking at my phone because I just feel like For I'm no being incredibly rude. <laughs> error, 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 error. Oh no, it must be a... Whilst what you is find it? it, what is it? Whilst you find oh, okay. it, interesting, if you would like to be part of our Patreon scheme, so basically uh, you get to watch video versions of the classic Smackdown, Raw and Nitro review. Ooh. You get to watch video versions of Desert Island Graps. You also ah. get to watch uh, video versions of any other podcast and random stuff that we do. Mm. Also, so, if you would like to be a guest on the classic Raw, SmackDown, or Nitro review, you can do that as a mm, Patreon. You guest. can also be a guest on Straight to Hell with Ross or on Desert Island Graps with me. Patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic for all the details. Also, we do monthly watch-along streams. Uh, it was just the other day that Adam Pachiti watched a classic King of the Ring with some of our wonderful Patreons, and it could be with you next time. Patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. My God. Also, mailbagcallout.com, as I've said already, for your thoughts, needs, and Reese's Pieces. And the Patreon producers, Mark Leslie, Reno2200, Noah Anderson, Mike Staley, and Lewis Markham. Thank you. Beautiful Thank bastards, you. a lot of them. Thank yes. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. This has been Jack. This has been Tom. This is my hand pointing at this. On the count of three, we say the famous thing, which, of course, is one, two, three. Join us. <laughs> is this... Is this a cultaholic? Is this a join us? Is this a join us? For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> <laughs>